If you are listening to this, then I and everyone else have gone. But humanity has survived. And you, well done for finding this tape. For I hid it deep in the Andes mountain range. In a place so extreme, it would not be found for hundreds of years. This is the story of the most unprecedented events of the last millennia. So, John, sit back, take note, because this is how the year 2021 actually went down. Yes, yes, y'all, it's going down right now. Episode 218 of the 22 Shots of Moods and Horror podcast is coming at you live and direct with the 22 Shot collection of homies. We got Jeremy Patrick, Jeremy the Jew, the grumpy old man Dave, and the new Jeremy's girlfriend Cooter Carly in the house tonight. And of course, I'd be the host spitting mad flavor with the grooves and still your favorite toxic offender, Moods. Yeah. What's going on, guys? In gals? I thought you were going to be like Jeremy Dave or something. No. I, I really like the Jeremy. Now. I really like the Jeremy Patrick thing, man. That's one of the funniest <laughs> things that Dave has I come just, up with. It, it just it instantly brought a smile to my face, and I, I love it. It's so much fun. He's starting to look like Jeremy, too, if you guys haven't seen him lately. He hasn't cut his hair in like three years. <laughs> is he wearing hats all the time? Like yeah. My hair's at my shoulders, man. It's crazy how long it is. <laughs> Yeah, dude. I hope You're everybody like, liked the Christmas episode. Like, I know we did a real good job on that Christmas episode. We put our best in there, so I hope you guys <laughs> liked it. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, we man, yeah. I mean, th- due to circumstances, man. I mean, yeah. It, it's kind of a shame because it's been an annual show we've done for what eight years, and we just couldn't do it this year, man. People were sick and things were happening, and nothing COVID related. I guess Jeremy kind of he got the booster and felt like shit, and I had a sinus infection and. Those are the breaks, man. Those are the breaks. But we Christmas do apologize. We do I think apologize. We should make it up in July. Do Christmas in July. Do, <laughs> just do a Come random on. show. <laughs> no, well, you know how Christmas is. Christmas. In well, July. if we do that, we have to watch Jack Frost too because it's the only. No, I'm not one. watching fucking. But Jack he's in Frost Hawaii. We did that one they already. Did it. Yeah, but it's summer. It's Christmas. The we have to watch, have have a total to watch hot Christmas point. movies like yeah, right it's Christmas. Only, it's, it's the only movie that have a total of one point five out of thirty. Uh, cousin Eddie's Christmas Vacation. Yeah, but there's no horror in that, right? <laughs> yeah, right. It's Christmas Vacation too. Oh well, this is, Which is already a sequel. It's a sequel to a sequel. How stupid is that? That is stupid. <laughs> that is stupid. Um, but I got to say, off the top of the show here, man. You know, see you later, 2021, and bring on 2022. Uh, see you later. Hopefully, 2022 turns out to be better. Than the last nah. two years, it's been pretty bad. Um, but yeah, so of course, this is our first show from uh, 2022. And once again, we do apologize for no Christmas show, but we'll be back in full force. In fact, I don't even know what we we got coming up after we this still show. still got that Scream Factory show that we need to do. Um, uh, t- Evil Dead Trap trilogy. Um, and uh, there was one other one that we needed. Extreme to do. Show. Oh, Peter Jackson. We still have to do that. Yeah. Okay. Oh, is Meet the Extreme Show. Peter Jackson? What's that? 
Does Peter as Meet the Feebles on there? Yeah. Yes. Good. Show. And the Extreme Show. And the Extreme yeah. Show, yeah. Meet the Feebles. That, that'll be a fun conversation. That'll be fun but then, stuff. But then we'll be able to pick our own shows again. <laughs> right, right. You know how long those list of movies is going to fucking take? That'll take us till fucking <laughs> November, and then we'll be back in fucking Italian Horror Maybe not. I don't know. I, I'm i ready to go after this. I already watched the Universal movies because you fuckers bailed. I said I wasn't doing that show. I don't remember why we ended up not doing that. I can't remember what happened. I'll watch them again. I'll read the synopsis. They're so short. They're so short. They're like 70 minutes a piece, man. It's like four movies. It's like the equivalent to two movies. All I fucking do is just sometimes I'll just like I put them on in the background if I had just watched them and then we have to post. I do that too. Just just to refresh my memory. (laughs) Right. Right. I did that with elves and fucking Calvair and Silent Night, Bloody Night. I watched those fuckers twice. (laughs) I'm so bummed too because I've been wanting to do Elvis for like six years. <laughs> those, all those movies were all good too. Yeah, yeah, they're fun. They're good movies. Hmm. Let's just review them. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just right like now. Yeah. Just we'll we'll just do a quick little <laughs> recap of the show we didn't do, and then yeah, yeah, might as well, right? Um. Well, on the topic of Christmas stuff, how was everyone's Christmas and New Year's and stuff? Did everyone have a decent one? for what it's worth i guess these times i guess jeremy didn't really have a christmas but how is everyone else chinese food does anybody eat chinese food bro you know what's funny about that actually we, me and me and the wife were joking about uh, you eating chinese food and stuff and we were talking about you know things go south if, if we have to order out or something like that and it, all, our chinese places were all closed here on christmas day i couldn't believe it what yeah so even That's if we crazy. had to do that they were actually closed and i'd never seen that before because we just we randomly looked into it i'm like holy shit man our fortune palace is closed i'm like that's fucking strange so what's it called fortune palace fortune palace the one that <laughs> the one that's close well yeah they're it's the they're real all generic ass fucking and that name cracks me up though red fortune sun palace. blue sun they're awesome Grand man the fortune China. palace they've got they've got a few different i got a few different red places sun in town. Is the japanese thing the china sale in town they own that one too and that one's really good but these guys are like straight from china man it's awesome they're nice they're cool people I used to deliver to him, so. Um, but yeah, so you had a good Chinese food dinner on Christmas there, Jeremy? Oh, it was great. Nice. What'd you get? Yeah. Uh, shrimp lo mein. Got a whole bunch of shit. Do you so eat orange chicken? Not, do you get orange you chicken? sushi? I mean, orange chicken's like only good from fucking Panda Express, so. Sushi's yeah. Japanese, buddy. Yeah, sushi's yeah. Japanese, but. A lot of those places, though. Yeah, but. Chinese food. They have them both. Right. Yeah, I would like, never eat like sushi from a Chinese, Chinese restaurant. It's more Asian restaurants because, and half of them have American food too. So yeah. we have a place they'll always in, have like a yeah orange chicken. We have a place called So Good. It's literally called So Good, and it's like half Japanese, half Chinese, and they got really good sushi and Chinese in there. So if you want to do both, go to So Good. How could it be bad, right? It's called So Good. Um, be false advertising. Panda right. Express stick, by the way. Yeah, Chris. Uh, I'll take this so good on your face, please. <laughs> what was that? I don't like uh, orange chicken that much. JP, what did you do for Christmas this year? Did you and Carly kick it together or what? Actually, yeah. yeah. Um, I went over to Carly's family's house. Nice. That's good. Had yes. a good Christmas dinner and open presents. and you, you yeah. guys spoon? Yeah. Uh, yes. Spooned. Yes, yeah. we did. They spooned while they watched Jack <laughs> yes, Frost. In front too. of my family. Yes. Um, and then I, I think I watched football. Yeah. The football is on. I, oh, I did too. I watched the Bears lose. That's right. There was yeah. NFL on Christmas Day this year. It's weird. Yeah. 
I love when it's on Christmas Day and Thanksgiving, though. That's my shit. Dave, what do you do? be in the background. What do you do for the holidays? Uh, basically, this time, I, I was like, I'm going to see my entire family. But that means I had to go to three fucking places in three days. Kind of <laughs> I got my COVID booster the Sunday before because I was like, I'm about everybody in my work's getting sick. And I'm about to see my entire family. Don't want to fucking kill them all. Right. So Friday, I was at my cousin's in Michigan, about 45 <laughs> minutes away. Next day, I was at my uncle's about 25 minutes away. Day after that, I was in Columbus about, you know two hours away so i saw pretty much my entire family most of well, them that's so good it was, nice. it was cool. nice i haven't seen my i only see like my aunt my brother like once a year and their kids right that's cool yeah it's pretty low-key this year man um <clears throat> really just kicked it at the house for christmas and stuff and then for new year's i went out to my cabin and enjoyed the minus 30 weather <laughs> it was insanely cold out there it was too it was too cold to do anything like um we have a rink built out there on the lake and we couldn't even use it because it was so cold and then it warmed up for the last couple of days, but it was so damn windy. It was like fucking, you know, sandstorms out there. So we couldn't even really use it. So spent a lot of time out there. What's that? You go ice fishing out there. Yeah, you can. Yeah. 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 yeah we got, uh, we got, we got five sleds too. So, um, uh, you can go sledding, but the problem was it was just too cold to be outside to do anything anyways. So we kind of just like really just stoked the wood fire and, ate a lot of uh, holiday food and just drank some booze and that was it man it was just the three of us so it was kind of nice it was very low-key i really like that it's been so long since we've just kind of kicked it and did minor low-key shit so is that yeah, that's uh, always good is just that for, cabin in the family sorry or is that like just your personal cabin uh it's actually ours now um her parents actually live on the same property they have a they have um a cabin on the same property. they have two of them and we have the big one and they live in the small one but nice. we, we never saw them the whole time that we were out there. So, um, yeah, that's just how much they respect our privacy and, and stuff. They just, they're, they're not those people that got to be, oh, you know, in our faces and shit like that. So it's really cool. It's really nice. I don't know why they chose to live in the small cabin because the big one is like, it's like a fucking house. Right? It's just the weirdest <laughs> thing. But I enjoy it because it gives us a little bit of space and not too many cabins out there that have actually an upstairs in them. So it's pretty cool. But, but uh, yeah, I digress. And um what are we here for? The top 10 of 2021. Well, I guess we should probably talk about the year 2021 in the world of cinema, specifically horror mm-hmm. and exploitation films. Um, I guess we probably should just uh, maybe go round tree and just give our overall thoughts on the year. And then maybe we'll just get into the other type of specs that we usually talk about and stuff. Films watched and any other thoughts and stuff, but, uh, GP, why don't you start? Yeah. So, uh, for me, I would say that this year is probably, I feel like, I feel like I say this every year. I'd probably do, but I think it's probably the worst year since we've done this in terms of like films. There was still a lot of good films. I I think you're going to be, you're going to have like, it won't ever see like another nineties again. Right. Where it's like, just not a lot of, stuff came out there's just too many people making movies now it's too easy to make a movie now so we'll never see that again probably but in terms of comparison to like the rest of the decade i think that this one is is a little light and and just looking at how my list goes with ratings and stuff this is by far probably the least amount of eights i've ever had Hold up. There's only been one other year, two other year, one other year in the decade so far. You're fucking dumbass. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this is a yeah, bad right. start. Dude, if you, I, any I, of I us make like, a mistake, he's ready to 
kill us because we I, always yeah. fuck with them. I, I think I thought that JP meant in the almost the ten years that we've been doing the I show. Didn't mean that? That's what uh, how I took. Uh, that. He said the decade. Well, I I well, took it as you, you know basically the last the ten last years. De- the last decade would be from 2012 to now. Yeah, you're dumb on a technicality, fucking JP. <laughs> Accept it. <laughs> yeah. What a moron! What a moron! But um, <laughs> technically dumb. As per usual, as I ended up catching some more flicks towards the end of the year, stuff that I had missed, you know, stuff that I just, um, you know, I don't know, fucking didn't know about. Um, I I did see some more quality stuff towards the end there, so it did make me feel a little bit better about the year. But still, overall, I mean, I just think that this year wasn't that good. Um, and I, I really stand by that. Like it, for, I, I know I say that throughout the year a lot, but like this time, I think even by the end, it didn't really change my opinion too much on the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, th- there was some similar themed films like throughout the year too, that I noticed. Um, plus we got a lot of carryover that was supposed to come out last year in terms of like the big movies, like, uh, Halloween kills and quiet place Two and, uh, Candyman. There was a bunch of stuff like that that we ended up getting carried over. Um, the Conjuring, I think. Um, but it, it, if anything, I'm hoping that this is sort of a down year because of like COVID, and then hopefully in the next couple of years we get we get back to where we were because, I mean, we were really spoiled when you look back at the you know since we've been doing the show we were really spoiled with how many quality years we had but overall I just thought that it was it's it's a good fine year but I, compared to the other years it's just nowhere close for me yeah it's really easy to blame covid for it and stuff too but like you said man there was a lot of movies that were supposed to come out in 2020 that came out in 2021 that still didn't make the bet the year any better you know it, there was not a whole lot of standouts that were supposed to come out the year before that should have probably helped 2021 but you know i, I agree though it, it just there was nothing really standing out too much you know, even like this is also one of those years where normally whenever I think about the year at the end, there's like a handful of movies that I know is going to be like, oh, this is going to be like a lot of people's number ones. Like this is going right. to be a lot of people's number ones. Like there's like a good five movies that, you know, are going to fluctuate right. in people's top three. I don't really think that there are that that many this year. Yeah, it's 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 like a it's like a year of wild cards, man. It's just such a weird year, such a strange, odd year, because there's always those certain indie films that have that real big hype about them and stuff. And, you know, that we've seen in the past. And uh, I didn't even really get that this year. And, you know, even a lot of the movies, like I said, you know, that carried over from 2020 to 21, you know, a lot of them were disappointing this year for myself. And so it, it kind of brought the year down even more. But yeah, we just, didn't get that much A24 either, which probably hurts. Yeah, no, not a lot of A24, but. Well, any movie they released fucking bombed so right yeah adult films did not do good in 2021 like, yeah pretty much huh like pornos be one that came out pretty no fucking dickhead adult <laughs> well he said adult not fucking superhero <laughs> movies or franchise he movies. got your ass on a technicality here. superhero movies are considered yeah. adult movies wow jesus no i'm saying things that aren't superhero movies or part of a franchise yeah. did yeah, it's the Fucking only shit that shitty. makes money nowadays. What makes the big money is this. I mean, the superhero movies are coming out at a rapid pace. It's ridiculous. Oh, it's insane. Yeah, like, Dude, there was like three like trailers before. to superhero movies when I went and saw I know, Spider-Man. man. It's, it's like, like every major movie is like a super. It's just, and they're, they're spinning off. Like, I mean, yeah, everybody's before, getting their own movie. 
even before COVID, when we do like box office parole, like most movies would make like eight to ten million dollars, no matter how shitty they were. Like Nightmare Alley before COVID would have probably made eight to ten million dollars. Right. Or Last yeah. Night in Soho probably would have made eight to ten million dollars opening weekend before COVID. Just what's going I on? I think this Nightmare Alley was doomed to fail regardless. Like I just didn't see a market for that film and I didn't see it marketed either. <laughs> either really so maybe it's just i, I just don't people. think that they expected that to make money i mean it's it's hard to say though man i mean i get it like uh last night in soho and stuff like that probably would have done a lot better obviously non-covid and stuff but you look at uh, the new spider-man movie i mean that thing was what the the second or third highest box office opening weekend of all time and and, and here we are in the middle of you know still the pandemic and shit and you know like it kind of contradicts the argument a little bit considering that type of money is being made from these movies it just goes to show that that's where the money is right now and it's going to be for a long well, I'm time curious, isn't, isn't, i'm just curious to see this year if the hbo max effect had anything to do with the numbers because yeah. now that that's all over with thank god people have yeah. to go back to the movies now to see the shit that they want to see i'm curious to see if that affects the box office it, it should it could be interesting it should if they're if they have to it go should, back yeah. i mean you tech it technically should but yeah i i still think the money um for in the film industry right now is in this uh, superhero world it's to, the, it these things is. they're just i mean they're gonna keep making these things at a rapid pace if they keep you know making the money they are so you know it is what it is i mean well, the horror industry has always been more niche they pull me back in like I, I was so sick of superhero movies and then spider-man just floored me kind of you know i haven't so i haven't watched any since like i think the last one i watched and you guys are gonna laugh and i think it's iron man 2 and i hated that movie so much Jesus Christ. i know wow. I, I'd, wa- I'd watched all i'd watched everything up to that point like i'd seen all the x-men movies you know the fantastic like all spider everything up to that point i'd watched everything yeah, and I was getting yeah, so that's sick. Not part of the Marvel universe, no, I, no, I know. I'm talking about superhero movies superhero in general. Movies. Yeah, I'm talking both, I gotcha, right? I gotcha. So anything, but you know, and they were they were just not hitting with me. And then Joker. finally, I walked into. Yeah, I get that's kind of an exception. Um, but uh, you know, I walked out of Iron Man two, and I was like, that's it. And then, of course, right after that, they started getting really good, and then they just blew the fuck up. And now they're just everything to everybody. Happened to me. Same but, thing happened to me. But you but know, then I came back in the Avengers. Yeah, right. the Avengers. I watched. I came back for the the end game and and whatever the hell the other one was called i did Those say i did say but, to my buddy because he was talking about he's like man he's like you got to get into these uh these marvel movies now man he's like i know that you kind of got out of them and blah 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 and he's like they're really good now like you know these captain america movies these avenger movies like there there's some really good shit in there and i'm like yeah yeah okay and i'm like well here's what i'll do if they make a fucking gambit movie i'll come back and i'll watch everything <laughs> there was supposed to be one i know and and i heard there was supposed to be and then it never it never happened so i was like well fuck that because i was i still have all my gambit comics man from when i was a kid but uh yeah so i was like well, fuck it they made gambit. great spider-man trilogy dude that looked pretty good yeah i yeah, love them i mean i'm not saying they're bad and movies Spider-Man. i will never say those things are bad i mean i didn't like some of the ones leading up to iron man 2 and of course iron man 2 i thought sucked but uh you know i'm i'm you know i'm i'm sure these movies are fine they're great i mean they have to be look at the money they're making and shit and everyone seems to like them you never hear anyone talk shit about them so you know well particularly this newest spider-man was kind of genius what they did Mm -hmm. so like that's why i think that's why like well that's cool that they have a different narrative it's cool that it's a different type story because i mean how many times can you see the the backstory of uh, peter parker 
You know what I'm saying? Well, like, that's what's cool about this trilogy the is they just skipped yeah. it. They didn't even do it. For that's the good. Trilogy. That's good. That's what you should do. You shouldn't have that because everybody knows the story and doesn't want to see it. It's like, right. It's just, yeah, but but my fetish is watching Uncle Ben die. How am I going right. to get old Ben killed in the streets by a criminal? Right. Yeah, I was confused when I watched the. Um, first of this new trilogy because i was like wait they're just starting like it's like we're already in spider-man land excuse me you owe me one dead old guy <laughs> right that's, that's how i was feeling i was used to seeing him die by that point i give you the 20 bucks you give me the dead old guy that's how this works <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> right but who, what what did you think, Dave? Or I, I haven't got to see it, see it. But I mean, I don't. No, no. I meant like of the year. <laughs> oh, of the year. I'm mean, a guess. We're going to me. So uh, I'll, I'll do some. Um, I, I can't talk about how good or bad the year was. This is the lowest I've ever done for any year, retro or not. I've only did 63, which kind of pissed poor. So I, I mean, my opinion isn't that great on it. Um, as far as like where yeah, but didn't I mean, you I, watch like the ones that were mostly quality? yeah? I watched a lot of them and stuff that I thought I would like. Um, the, the some themes I noticed a lot of female directors, which I like seeing. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of mental. Oh, that's illness. why this year sucked. <laughs> um, <laughs> a lot of mental illness, and then like yeah. half the movies were all about like essentially like I'm trapped in my house and something spooky's happening. I called it the spring cleaning COVID hauntings. Everybody's right. cleaning right. their house and finding shit they don't want to find, and it's like, oh my god, it's haunted or evil. Yeah, but it, it's a product of the time though, because I mean, I mean, what, yeah. what do you do? What do you do in you know when you're making a movie during COVID and stuff when you can't have like 150 people on a set? You make I know, these, I know, you make these small no, productions with you know one or two people in a house, right? I mean, oh, I I I completely understand what you're saying because I noticed that same thing. Like, there's a lot of kind of um, what, what's the word uh, confined Brooklyn. horror films and stuff. You know, like just kind of one place. You know more or less you know smaller location type films and stuff due to the pandemic and stuff right makes sense i ain't got nothing else to say yeah i was really shocked actually when i went on your indb today and saw that you'd only watch 62 i was like holy shit crazy three moves i squeezed one in today 63 okay okay um you're gonna pull a bunch out of your ass like jp does and get up to like 73 yeah, I, mean, I, I saw that in the chat. I saw that in the chat too. He's like, "Oh shit, man! I just realized I didn't log like twenty-one of my movies." I'm like, "Fuck, <laughs> shut up!" I like, can't find it. We're gonna call him out on it. Like we're paying attention that close. <laughs> I'm pretty fun. sure. It doesn't I actually, matter. His list has his list has a bunch of non-horror movies on there, so it doesn't really matter. No, it, does. it has like it has like fucking two, Dune uh-huh. and fucking Nightmare Alley. Oh, I put Nightmare and Alley and the beta test on there because I watched them for. Yeah, I count them as watches. Doesn't mean it's going to be eligible for my list. I'm just counting sci-fi and genre. Yeah, Dune, Dune yeah. shouldn't be on your list at all. Though. I mean, like that's not even a mistake. Dune shouldn't be there's on your list. There's a giant sandworm attack. Come on, bro. That's not scary to you. Stop it. GP, what, how what many about movies? You? GP, how many movies did you watch this year? You ended up with oh. Um, uh, 76, I think. Well, it's actually, oh. it's actually so pretty good. Second place for the first time since it was just us three. <laughs> yeah. Um, Carly, what do you think of the year and how many films did um, you watch? I watched 66 and wow. Mario Lemieux. Yeah. I'm third place. Maybe, maybe, I don't know, but I feel like I didn't, I think I've watched like in the seventies before. So I didn't watch, I, I missed some of the big ones. Um, I thought the year was rather whack. Um, did nice. not really like it that much. Was not very into it. 
I couldn't, re- I just couldn't get it. Like I wasn't even at the end when I usually think, oh no, I got to cram all these movies. I didn't even feel like doing it. Cause I just, there was nothing that really was jumping out and exciting me. So it's probably my least favorite year, like mm-hmm. legit to, I'm kind of with JP, like, you know, all year people are like, this year sucks, and they're all super annoying right off the bat, and it's like, well, yeah, no shit, it's only January, but I feel like the whole year actually did. Dump off. Dump off. That was my thoughts right before the show. I'm like, man, 2022 sucks, man. It came out today. It's like January 5th. (laughs) But I actually thought it was a weak year, to be honest. There are good movies, obviously, but it wasn't. I didn't have that much fun with it. If yeah. there's a year without a good movie, like there's something seriously wrong. I've never. There's all every year is going to have at least a couple good ones. Yeah, I don't like to. I don't like to fully cram. I know you guys like to, you know, sh- put in a shit ton of films at the end. And so I try to keep up throughout the year, and I'll watch, you know, films here and I'll take breaks from the year. Obviously, I hit a really rough patch this year, and I watched about seven or eight or ten in a row that I was just like, oh my god, this year's fucking horrible. Yeah, but then you watched like seven. The Christmas movies. Yeah, but that's when I that's when I took my break. How many and it Christmas was, movies did you watch this year? I think in December I watched like 110 total movies just in a month. What the fuck? Yeah, and I watched and majority of those were holiday films. <laughs> like you fucking go crazy, man. <laughs> because I needed a break, man. Because I up to that point I'd been watching a lot of 2021 movies, and you I watched did, like you watched that one with Seth Rogen twice. I noticed. Even. Yeah, I watched it early, and then uh, my uncle came over and I was like, "Have you ever seen this movie before?" He's like, "No." I'm like, "Dude, you got to watch this. Fucking hilarious!" And he was pissing himself. It's fun. It's a fun movie. But um, yeah. So, anyways, it was it came at a good time because i was watching a lot of shitty ones and the holiday hit and then you know and i'd watched a lot i didn't really have to cram at the end i I, there was a few that i wanted to either revisit or you know just kind of get to towards the end that i thought might be potential top tenors and stuff and that's just kind of how i did it but you know overall for the year it was um not that exciting what about you jeremy what did you think how many did you watch uh I watched 63. That's pretty then, good for you, man. That's like, pretty good. Good job. Tied, he, he kept up. I, I, this year, I didn't really keep up, and I had to cram a lot because me and Carly weren't really recording our show. Usually, that's a 25 or so right there from I us no doing the show. I this year to like watch anything, pretty much. It was like my busiest year ever. Yeah. Stressful. Mm-hmm. So, I didn't, I didn't theatrically. This year, theatrically, was fucking trash. Like, yeah. Compared to last year, last year was like a pretty good theatrical year. This year, it's fucking trash. <clears throat> Besides, maybe a couple movies were good, but most of the stuff that came out was crap. Especially Halloween Kills. So, uh, <laughs> you don't have to convince me. Uh, so that was a bit unfortunate because you know I always like to go to the movies. And then, uh, as Dave likes to point out, there was a lot of movies that took place in the forest with a lot of drone shots that happened this year too. <laughs> Dude, everything um, is drone shots. Very specific. I mean, at least in yeah, photography, drone shots used to be like a, they, an establishing shot over the like the woods. Used to be like a, a like oh, wait, this movie has money. Now it's like uh, this is a cheap indie. It's gotta, <laughs> yeah. But at All least it has that drone. though. At least it has that. I mean, a lot of the you know indie films back in the day never had those nice establishing shots i don't mind some of the drone like you know it's drone but at least they're putting in the effort to do those establishing shots and stuff like i don't mind it i don't don't mind it i honestly don't mind it and then you know it should add a stinger in there too like boom and then we can have fucking the same generic shit in every movie right well i mean i'm just kidding i don't hate it all the time but it gets old yeah my list is all the same movie by the way can, can i bring this up 
because I was seriously boggled at this. I've brought it up before in the chat, but not on here. So I've worked with the producer of VHS 94, and she told me that they were going to sue the makers of Gags the Clown because they thought that the first story in VHS 94 was ripping off Gags the Clown, and I don't understand. Hold on, you said that wrong. Yeah, no, no. Gags the Clown was going to sue Gags the Clown were going to sue VHS. Yeah, it would have yeah, to be that yeah, way. Yeah, it would yeah. have to be that you way. You said VHS yeah, 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 yeah. was going to yeah. sue Gags the Clown. No, no. Yeah, 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 that's right. Sorry. Well, did Gags they. The I, I don't actually <laughs> remember. You're a fucking idiot. But did they. I'm an idiot. I just don't see how the first story in VHS 94 ripped off Gags the Clown. Batman. Not close enough. Yeah. I don't think it's close well, enough. Well, unless they it's use the name. It's not even similar at all. If they use the name, they maybe, say, but they don't. Oh, ripped off fucking Elroy, the curse. It's found, you know, it's a found footage mystery yeah, story. Dude, dude, they don't need to use the name, the so funniest fuck them. Thing is, and the funniest thing is this lady produced Stylist. I don't want to be like, bitch, fucking Stylist ripped off Maniac. It's like, come on, dude. Yeah, Maniac ripped uh, off Psycho. <laughs> all ripoffs. Everything's a ripoff. Yeah. Okay? But it's like, I just don't. It's fucking Gags the Clown. Who wants to rip off Gags the Clown? That movie's fucking trash bags. Yeah, nobody even... No like, that movie's not that. even that popular. I don't even think they no. saw it. <laughs> no way they were like, <laughs> we're yeah. nobody, nobody watches killer clown movies anymore, man. Come on. Especially that one. That one sucked. Yeah, I mean... It, I, it wasn't like the worst thing. It was, it was okay. It wasn't <laughs> no clown NATO. <laughs> Clown Nato was way fucking bad. Honestly, Gags the Clown was way so better. it was bad. I don't know about way better. Gags <laughs> the Clown like was Gags the Clown was pretty fucking trash, man. I know we really had different opinions on that shit, but I don't know, man. That shit I could not handle. It, it has was, Carter in it though. I like her. Ashley Lauren Carter is that her name or Lauren Ashley Carter? One of them. Lauren the Lauren. I think it's that one. Yeah. She's um, best. All right, so 2021 for myself. Uh, first off, I watched 117 movies. Um, like I said, though, I mean that's throughout Jesus. the whole year. Like I, I kept, I started rate early about this time last year, and I just kind of, kind of did it periodically throughout the year and stuff. And you know, it was one of those weird years where I would go online and I would you know check out people's posts and you know just to see what was buzzing for indie films and what films you know to watch and check out these lists and stuff. And no, there was never anything that was like you know, that was popping at me to go and watch. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, I mean, it's got to pick up sometime. And now we're like halfway through the year. And I'm like, where's all these popping movies and shit. I'm like, holy fuck. Like this year is pretty fucking, it's just, it was, it felt dismal. You know, it, it was just one of those years where everything kind of felt the same, like nothing really was sticking out narrative wise and stuff. Like there's a lot of the same shit that's going on. A lot of movies with over, like way too much social commentary and films that don't, don't even actually fucking need it and things like that. Um, there just was just not a lot of standout things throughout the whole year. And like, I can't even think of one year where this has ever happened, especially since we've been doing the show. So we did, you know, shows from 2013 to 2021. This is by far the worst top 10 list and, 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 and out of any retro years or anything, um, prep that I've ever had, you know, I mean, there was, there were so many movies that I was, that I thought were like, I was disappointed with so many movies this year. And I think that's also what kind of hurt my overall thoughts in the year, too, is that I was looking forward to some movies and they turned out to be, I mean, not horrendous, but they just weren't top 10 material for myself. And so, you know, and I just like, where the fuck's all the good indie shit? Like, I thought Shudder this year kind of sucked, too, man. Like, the last two or three years, Shudder has been responsible for having many films in my top 10. Not so much this year. 
even like you know netflix and you know things like there just wasn't that many films on those kind of platforms that were really kind of popping and shit and i was just like it was crazy very very strange i mean this year was the year the two hour movie Movie too. I was just getting to that, and you know, <laughs> every movie had to be two hours. And I was going to say, I have to, I have to agree with Jeremy too. Like, you know, between Shutter and Netflix and stuff, and then the theatrical movies this year weren't that great either. You know, I watched a lot of shit yeah. ones in there too, and I was like, fuck, where, like, where's all the fucking movies? And that's why I kept hunting for these indie films. And I'm like, okay, so, and that's the thing that led me into the indies. There was some decent ones, not a lot of standouts, but man, a lot of long, fucking hundred to 120 minute movies this year so many yeah. long movies a lot of two-hour movies and we'll get into that later um and you know I, i've for anybody that's listened to the show and you guys specifically know my thoughts on longer movies a lot of the times my first thing out of my mouth is what that movie was too fucking long it probably could have oh, yeah. it could have been a lot better from an edit down to under 100 minutes or whatever you know and you know so we'll get Blood to that. this guy <coughs> oh fuck yeah but um but yeah so very, very odd year. And I kind of broke this down because I wanted to give an idea of how my ratings went from the 117 movies that I actually watched. So I, d- I did it pretty easily. So from my ratings of seven and above, I had 52 movies out of 117 that were rated seven and above, which is 44% of the movies that I watched uh, from s- basically six and a half to five, which was 42 movies out of 117, which is 35% of the movies uh, under five. I had 25 movies, which was 21% of the movies. So overall, I had 44% of the movies were seven and above, and 56 were yeah, under seven. I, under seven. But there's one movie that I think that it's not a, that you're wrong. The Power. How the hell do you get The Power a three out of ten? Like, come on, man. That movie's better than a three out of ten. Dude, Bro, that I gave mo- it a three out of five. Dude, that movie was horrendously boring as fuck like like that movie that movie was it was, it was, it was cliche too the problem is with it, that it movie it was very bland it, was, if it wasn't a period piece there'd be nothing different about it dude that kept movie playing for something to happen it was so really boring but the, the, the narrative was so cliche at the end i was like oh I, i'm like waited for this this is the fucking oh my god dude that movie was <laughs> it was so hard to get i'm not through. saying i didn't like it i didn't i gave it a five but i'm just saying i didn't think it was a three but entertainment is a big thing in movies though too man you got to have some shit happening or make it a little bit more interesting because that thing is like i love slow burn but you have to have some shit happening, you know, like decent dialogue or some type of scares or yeah. something that's going I, on. I just it was a well-made movie. It just totally wasn't for me. Yeah. It was a, a subgenre that I'm not a big fan of, and it was a, a well-made for its subgenre, but it was my least favorite subgenre. So what do you want? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm like that too. So uh, continuing along with these weird-ass stats. So I had – so overall, you know, from eight and above, I had 28 films out of 100 – at 117, which is 24% of the watches were eight and above. The funny thing about that is four of those movies don't even qualify for myself for a top 10 because they were either retro films that were released in 2021 or they were um, uh, documentaries, which I never put on top 10. So mine is so. So 21% of the movies that I watched in 2021 were eligible for myself for top 10s. And what do I mean by that? I mean, I don't like to put movies on my top 10 that are under an eight. I think an eight is kind of where it should start for myself. Like, I mean, that's where I'm like, okay, you know, this is decent enough to put on the list. And Wait, so how many eights or above did you have? Uh, basically, I had 28 total, so, but 24 were eligible. 24 okay, films so out of 117. 
I have I only have like eighteen, and I think like two of them are documentaries. Yeah. <laughs> so well, I don't think documentaries on your list. You guys used to. I do have a, I do have quite a few I eights. Like, like I had a lot of eights this year. Like uh, that was the biggest part. I only had I had six nines, but two of them were retro films that totally don't count. So there was only four eligible in there, and I had like two eight and a halves, man. Like or maybe three. Yeah, one was a documentary. So, but anyways, well, I can point- tell you right now, your scores are probably going to be higher than mine. Mine too. Well, mm-hmm. this just put it this way, man. I I don't ever really start my top ten list with. Usually, they're starting at eight and a half. It's probably the the lowest I usually go because you know there's usually a bunch of good films. Eight and a half for modern years and eight but for retro. When years. you watch 117 movies and you're starting with like an eight out of ten, that 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 just says a lot about the year in general, man. For for modern for sure because there's so much that comes out. That's what like, I'm saying. I, if man. I don't start at an eight and a half in the modern year, or if if I'm not two eight and a half by like number eight, I'm really disappointed. <laughs> right. Oh, I'm yeah. gonna take some shit for my fucking ratings here then. Yeah, I mean, yes, you know, I mean, on your list, and I bro. will say, and I will say, oh. you know, the way I make my list, like everybody knows how I make my list. I make my favorites and, you know, entertainment yep. plays in a big part of why I, on how I make my list. You know, it's like my number one might be someone's number 30. It doesn't matter because it's my list. It, it really doesn't fucking matter. Like entertainment's a big thing to me. Quality of films does matter too, and certain other elements and shit like that. But, but yeah, that, you know, those play big factors in how I do my list and shit. So, and also how I rate. Right. We all rate differently. That's what makes this show kind of special because you yeah. know, we can sit there and fight about ratings, but at the end of the day, it's your personal rating. It's what you like, right? <laughs> you can't really argue with them what they like. So Yeah, JP thinks the movie's bad if it gets a seven. And that's the thing. I think it's so bad do other for people. So so do I I just I don't think seven is a bad rating on a movie. I think seven on a top ten list is horrendous. That just seems such yeah, a low rating for to a top ten list, right? I think Yeah, I would put a seven on a top ten. Right. I wouldn't want to. I'll have now a seven to. and a half. A seven and a half, I might. <laughs> Dave started with seven and a half. Seven and a half, I might. That That is bad. If you start a modern year with a seven and a half, it's bad. I write different than yeah. you guys, man. I think seven and a half are great movies. Yeah, I me think too. they're amazing. Dude, dude just, I, have, I don't think they're... Little... Dude, great seven and a half, no. Yeah. Dude, dude I, I have... have great. No, Wait, no. Was it two, four, I, I don't seven. give tens to everything. If I give it a ten, I think it's fucking amazing. I, I don't it. give tens to... I gave in like two tens in the last decade. Well, I'll say one thing. This is probably the first year in 10. Well, what is this? The, our ninth top 10 list. I don't have a 10. Well, this I, is, many I don't even have. Dude, I haven't had a 10 in like four years. <laughs> I think I'll give a little bit more like generously because, you know, a little bit more generously. But I agree, though, man. Seven and a half is a good team. Good number or is a good rating because I'm looking at the seven and a half that I have on my list, which is actually not very many. It's like only maybe I have eight of them. Seven and, a half. and all the movies that I've rated is seven and a half. I enjoy all of them. Like they're good movies. Been out of 10 yeah, of course. I, 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 I like all my I like my sevens. I, there's tons of sevens that I like. Yeah, like I I, seven is my most popular rating. Sevens. Seven and six and a halfs are holy shit. There's yep, so many. Seven, I have a ton of sevens. Yeah, between seven and six and a halfs, it's just crazy, man. <laughs> there's so many. Yeah, if it's six and a half, I like it. I would watch it again. Yeah, but there's just something about it that just doesn't doesn't make it amazing to me. Right. 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 So anyways, that's my uh, kind of breakdown um, of the year. Statistically, I just thought it was very interesting that like 56 of the films that I watched were, you know, six and a half and under or basically under seven. It's crazy. So it's not a very, very strong year, but um, 
it is what it is. I, I'm just hoping that this year, I mean, this is, this year is going to be an interesting year because are we still going to be getting films in 2022 that were made before the yes. pandemic? And, yeah, like but it's but it's got to start weeding. The <laughs> but they've so. got to start be weeding out, right? I mean, was there a lot of new mo- yeah. movies made in 2021 that are coming out in 2022? Probably not. You no, know, like in abundance. That's what I'm saying. So it's going to start weeding out. So we might not get the crazy output this year. I don't know what's going to happen with this year. It's going to be interesting because I mean, shit just keeps kind of coming up in in the world again. Was the busiest year I've had at work isn't it ironic six years you know so. i was thinking i was thinking about this jeremy yeah. i was actually thinking about this the other day with you and i was like I- i'm just so proud of where you've done what you've done with your job and stuff and i was thinking about that and like yeah. i couldn't believe how much you were working compared to the years before the pandemic like i mean yeah. i get it you were hold still on, working your on, way up and on. stuff but like holy shit mood dude, you, said you, he's proud of you dog like that's big. no that so well, he's, he's done he's done very well yeah. I mean, he moved I up in a time hard five years i didn't give up well it's I the fact that he moved up in his position and you know in his placement yeah. in, the, in the world in a rough rough fucking times that means he's taking his shit very serious and he's not afraid to get out there and do his shit so it's good but i thought it was yeah. interesting considering you know when you think that things will be slowing down to snail pace kind of sloth life that you know you wouldn't be working but you never worked more that's good that's good shit they gotta make up for the last time right yeah, I think I did 20 commercials or, or something Jeez. last year, which is a lot. That's great. And that's simply because 2020 was so shitty that all these companies Everybody had all this money left over. Yeah. Right. Um, so l- l- let me ask you guys this because uh, I'm curious. Is there anything that you missed that you could think of that you didn't get to? Dude, I watched 63 movies. I missed uh, like fucking 30 movies. There was, but like anything Titan. big. Well, yeah. what, what were the ones I, I just watched? What were the ones I just you asked? You said for? Titan, Carly? Yeah, I didn't watch Titan. Uh, the last matinee is one of them for me. I could not find. I know. I think Arrow couldn't released find it. it to rent. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't find it to rent. So maybe it's Arrow. Just, there's not a good there. renting uh, availability in Canada. It seems no. Small. There is. It was. It was available to rent everywhere here. It was at yeah. Showtime. Yeah, I know that. Um. Yeah, it was just something I, I thought sounded kind of interesting. I don't know if it was going to be worth it my time, okay. but uh, I, I thought that, it was dull. That's one I can think of that I didn't watch. There might have been another one. I can't remember, but not too many. I, I felt like I kind of exhausted everything that I pre-written down or searched, and I, th- I, I feel we, like I did we, a pretty good job. Can we mention something? Can we mention something before how uh, how absolutely retarded it is that Brandon watched 286 2021 movies? What from Exploding Head? So he watched nothing but. 2021 movies all year. <laughs> yeah, I can't do that. I like only watched 286 fucking 2021 movies. That's more movies than I watched. I think the whole year. Here. Oh, you know, you know, what? What I should mention honestly. We should mention that um, it's really crazy that we drew retro year 1994, and this year we had Fear Street 94 and VHS 94, dude. And everything is fucking retro yeah. 90s, dude. I thought about that. I thought about that a few weeks back. I'm not lying crazy that you brought that for up for a while because i'm already i'm already 50 in on 1994 i'm glad I'm you brought that, that up. i was gonna count vhs as a 94 i'm glad that you brought that up because i totally <laughs> forgot about that thought i had that's awesome good shit why did um why did vhs 94 have a widescreen scene half that movie is in widescreen dude that was one of my biggest uh critiques on it, it makes no fucking sense Fuck no sense. it doesn't make sense I no i i noticed right away um so what i missed was uh the two movies from the guys who did what is it inside Kandisha, Kandisha and, and Deep House. I missed both. Deep House. I, watched, I, I didn't watched get both of those. those. 
Um, I also didn't watch The Queen of Black Magic, which I seen everybody giving high ratings to. I started it last night, but I fell asleep and just didn't feel like finishing it. Um, and then that I think that's like all the ones I could like think of. I'm sure there's going to be stuff on your list I haven't seen though, but those are like the bigger ones that I missed. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't watch the Fear Street movies. I mean, I know those aren't going to be really high on the list probably, but I didn't. I noticed that Dave, I like those. Dave, you bit the bullet and watched all three. I couldn't believe when I looked I at your letterbox. It was fucking 1994. Uh, <laughs> I, I kind of like 94. I know you didn't like it, but no, I didn't I hate it. The first 30 minutes is absolute dog shit. Oh, it's definitely the, the best one out of the three. But Hell no, it's the I, worst one. I like the, the first one the best. I like yeah, it the too. least. I like. The, I uh, kind of like the best. I, I think I, I was like on par with 94 and 78 and then 666. I, I liked the way it kind of wrapped up and stuff. I didn't like it as much, but I was kind of ra- around the ra- same ratings on all three, really. I gave like, all of them a seven. I really liked the trilogy, and I think a lot of people are probably surprised by that, but I had a lot of fun with yeah, it, dude. I and and I think it's You're also cool. because I was I grew up reading, I read like all the original Fear Street books and stuff, and I knew going into this that they wasn't they weren't based on actual stories from Fear Street. So I was like, okay, right. they're using the name. I can roll with that. They're going to create a new narrative, new stories. And I thought it was fun. Like I, I, I know I like how they did it with the three parts and like getting more information, and it's a com- like complete story. I, that's kind of a cool thing. Well, dude. that's you why I got invested. Again, they were all fucking two and a half hours. Again. This is <laughs> why, this is one thing. That's why I got invested. By that, the third one, I was like, I got to see how this fucking thing ends now. Right, and you know, I, you know, I, I seen a few top ten lists this year, and I noticed that people had put the Fear Street trilogy as one placing in their top 10 that's a cheating and i i wanted to okay so gp i know what his thoughts are but like me personally man if you know if it was going to be in a top 10 list i'm not saying it is or isn't um that i would do the exact same thing because it's one fucking big ass movie like how do you separate it? like how do you just put like 78 in your top 10 and leave out fucking 94 and 666 it's like bullshit artists i don't so know man are you i just gonna, I, like just put all of the Romero movies on your top no but it's fucking... literally made as one big ass movie right like it's it's kind of funny actually because I think I read somewhere that they filmed 94 and then 1666 and then 78 or something like that they filmed them actually out of order it's the more complicated one the yeah. uh, 78 one some of the scene, some of it was shot at the camp they used in Friday 6 but only a little bit of it yeah where yeah. the misconception was that a lot of it was filmed there I don't know but, but um, all I'm saying is that I don't have a problem and I'm not going to sit there and judge people if they put Fear Street 1 1 to 3 as one on their list it's, it is it's something I, I would never really think of doing it hard. It's, it's cheating I don't think it is. I don't think it is considering it's, it's there are three it's, different movies. It's one big ass movie came out all at the same time. It's just in three parts. It's like, would you separate the, the, so the stand the TV? Mini-series. Would you, would you separate that? Like if, you know, if you were doing a top 10 list in 1990 series though. Okay. I, fair enough. You sold me on it because I'll think of it as a, miniseries okay so if it you're doing a top 10 in 1990 and in 1990 and you know part one comes out and then part two comes you know it's you know it's it's still separate it's 94 since that's when the stand came out well i I said it i said the stand first but you know what i mean (laughs) they're the same thing they were tv miniseries that were two hour episodes and uh it is what it is okay i can see it i'll 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 accept your thing if you have fucking fear street on your list (laughs) (laughs) Well, except if you say Canada sucks. <laughs> what? What about Canada sucking? You have to. I'll accept it if you say Canada sucks. I'm not going to say Canada. Actually, that's kind of ironic that you said that. That is okay. Think about this comment right now, because I'm going to say the irony 
no, I can't say that because if I said that right now, that would be pretty fucked up. And just just keep those words in mind when we get to the, our list. But uh, it, it's just kind of funny that you say that. I don't know. It's funny. It's funny what the highlight of my year was. Oh, oh, that's funny as fuck. I know now. But anyways, I have a question for 1994. The mo- the the miniseries The Kingdom by Lars von Trier. The first part came out in 94, but then there's like two other parts that came out in different years. So how's that? You were going to watch that? Yeah, because I think it's supposed to be amazing. Um, I don't well, know what to do, though. I don't. Oh, well, that is an Anybody interesting. Else? That is an interesting quandary. Yeah. But the first I guess part, you would put it when it first the first part aired. But I don't know. Hmm. I think there's like three parts. And I think one came out more recently. I don't understand. I'll have to look into it. Yeah, yeah I'm not 100% sure. Maybe maybe we could just maybe we'd have to just say only the first part then. Yeah. Which is kind of weird cuz you know it's what like the it, shock of the year was amusement park, which I didn't oh. see. You didn't see amusement park? I forgot I literally Fucking. forgot about it. Fucking Chucky was actually a good show. Who would have yeah, thought? Not yeah. me. So is Dexter. So is uh, Yellow Jackets. I watched a decent amount of TV. I think I might, I, I think I might actually. Going to make your you actually like that stuff. You got to put something that no one else has seen on there. I mean, it's huh? not on my list because it's TV. I'm just saying that it surprised me that it was actually good. I think I might actually uh, marathon that shit tomorrow. So have it all queued up, ready to go. I've just been waiting for the right time that I can sit around and just watch it. You know me, I gotta yeah. do that with TV, so but I mean if Jeremy's saying it's pretty good, it's probably decent. So it's good. Yeah. Of, I, I, of, I mean T V show is good. There's just been so much it. TV coming out, man. Like again, this has been like the thing in the last few years, but I just kept hearing such bad things about that day of the dead. And I was like, oh, oh, don't, don't dude, get me looked, started on don't that. Watch that shit because yeah. me and Dave watched the trailer and was like, it I was mad. literally, I was never going to watch to it. George Romero. It literally just made my blood like go up a few it's, degrees. It's like an ode to George Romero, and they obviously are not. They're spoofing Return of the Living Dead. It's, it's just dumb. nothing about it seemed George Romero it's at so all. So ridiculous. That's so bad. I just pissed it. me off. I can tell it's <laughs> such a producer bullshit thing. They have no idea. What they're doing it's so shit i mean it doesn't even look like that bad of a show it, i mean it looks like a cheap show that's on shitty. sci-fi channel but like if it was called like zombies you'd be like eh. but since it's oh. called day of the dead you're like i'm gonna hold you to some sort of standard I, I i don't even i'm not even mad that day of the dead's been remade three fucking times one time in a television show i just want one to be decent it doesn't have to be day of the dead i just want it to be decent like the dawn of the dead remake or the night of living dead remake something that's watchable for fuck's sake I'd even take a Diary of the Dead level caliber movie. Well, the the problem with that is they're like they're remaking Day of the Dead, but they're not using any of the not like, even close. Man, why, I, why I thought they you said Diarrhea of the Dead. Like, uh, <laughs> I said, oh, <laughs> I, I take fucking Zombie Bloodbath Two Rage of the Undead quality. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not that far. I also didn't watch the uh, Slumber Party Massacre reboot from Sci-Fi. Did anybody see that? I saw it off of your thing, but you did I, not have the whole move on there. Yeah, I, I, I the did. I did watch it, man. And you know what? I enjoyed it because they they shocked me that they did something different with it. <laughs> it was, yeah, I thought it was pretty fun. Like, it, it took me... I thought for sure it was going to be pretty much the same. It was going to be, you know, not a shot-for-shot shot remake, but very much the same. But it's, like, completely different. They actually roll with a different idea and... It was kind of fun. It was kind of fun. Like, I mean, I'm hoping that that's just like a TV version and there's a little bit more gore involved in it. 
I know Screen Factory's releasing a Blu-ray, right? I didn't really look at the specs or anything, but does yeah, anybody know? It, I, I'd imagine they would probably have I mean, to make it. I will cut. say, though, it was th- there were some gory parts in it that kind of shocked me, considering it was made for TV, right? But Exactly. That's what Chucky was the same thing. Yeah, so I'm like, well, Chucky you know, I'm like thinking if they thing. put that in there, and it does seem like there could have been some chops in there. I don't know. But overall, I thought it was it was pretty entertaining. Are we, are, oh, I have another question. Um this is more for jeremy dave and moods because carly you don't really collect like a ton but uh any like favorite release of the year half the releases i want to watch i haven't got a chance to that all haunts box set <laughs> that all haunts box set looks amazing yeah I and then fucking don't... vinegar syndrome killed it too Ugh. what is all haunts all the haunts, box set. yeah that folklore, folklore box set folklore box set. oh the folklore box set yeah yeah that does look cool <laughs> Yeah, there's a few, man. I don't even know. Like, I I got to start paying more attention to what I buy throughout the year, maybe writing down everything. Because I was thinking about that the other day, and I was watching um, Simon's Explosive Action's uh, best releases of the year, his favorite releases. And I was like, you know what? Fuck, that came out last year? Or in 2021? <laughs> like, I forget, right? Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, so, we, should, we should mark down everything that came out during the year and then do like a top 10 or something. I will say, I will say, like off my dome, the fact that the L. Adamson got a bo- the box set that it got is the craziest shit ever to me. I think, that, I think that's <laughs> Dude, insane, man. I can't even watch his movies too much. <laughs> Al Adamson is uh, actually decent. The thing I like about Al uh, Adamson is that he's got a lot of different types of movies too, right? He doesn't. He's not like Milligan who kind of stuck to one thing. He always made period wait, pieces. Is that, for well, who, who's the dude that we watched from Andy se- Milligan? 70, 90, oh, okay. Milligan. Yeah, it was Milligan. Well, Milligan got a, a crazy Mil- box set too, which might have come out the year before. Yeah, he but, did too. But uh, but the Al Adamson one, there's 30 films, and it's like like we live in the golden age of collecting right now, man. It's oh, insane dude, the shit that's coming out. Like if it's not Vinegar Syndrome, it's Severin, and if it's not Severin, oh. it's fucking Arrow. They're putting out the craziest shit right now. Even Scream Factory's making a comeback and doing good shit. Like, dude, yeah, I'm excited for fucking Alligator. Even though yeah. I gotta say that cover is dog shit. Yeah, it, it sucks. Shit. It does. That suck. is the worst yeah. cover I think they've ever no, done for such a day. great movie. One, which one? One hear me. I was going to say the new cover for the Green Mile 4K is fucking horrendously bad. Uh, well, <laughs> one set that Green I just got in. I know, alligator. I, I hope they have their original art. I know Dave, he got to, but uh, the Nunsploitation um, box set. Yeah, it looks from, cool. Yeah, yeah I'm looking cool forward too. to it, man, because it's got one of the early Bruno Mattai Nunsploitation films in there. I'm like, oh, this is fucking awesome. Like, th- this is, they're just digging in the crates, dude. Like, this Seven's shit is been crazy. Dude, yeah. they put fucking Santa Sangre, Perdita, Durango, Day yeah. of the Beast, Blood for Dracula. On 4Ks. On 4Ks. I know, man. It's Those so- are great movies. Those Speaking are amazing of, movies. Speaking of my Durango, man, that my 4K got lost in the mail. Got to contact Amazon again. Fuck. That's like a five-star movie, to be honest. Yeah, like, dude. I love that movie. Um, Blue Underground's doing good work on that. Uh, 4Ks, their 4Ks look Dead yeah. Berry looks so fucking good. I was like... This movie might have at one point been a seven to me. It's a fucking nine. <laughs> you know what? That blows my mind because Dead and Buried has always had that really, really thick, grainy look to it because it's kind of shot in low light and stuff. And, and the fog, the fog. Yeah, like stuff. it's a very atmospheric, low lit shot movie and stuff. And I, that's what I always really liked about Dead and Buried. I mean, it's a great I have, movie. It's always been great. Yeah, yeah. But now it's one of the best. <laughs> that's just so crazy, man. I just oh. wish the Blue Underground 4Ks were like, they're literally 60, 70 bucks here. It's fucking outrageous. Actually, the wife bought me Zombie and uh, Maniac and New York Ripper for Christmas. Yeah, I you just... gotta have Zombie. And Which Maniac. ones did I send you? Mm, you sent me the Final Countdown and the fuck else? Village Ante. Which one? What is Vigilante? 
Oh yeah, it was, oh, yeah, it it was, was vigilante. vigilante. Yeah, I totally forgot. Yeah, it was vigilante. So, um, we should mention um, there's been a lot of Asian stuff getting released. We have Ebola syndrome in 4K. Man. Oh, oh which yeah, is amazing. And and from on Earth films that I was very excited about. I think the Untold Story came out this year, mm-hmm. and yeah. fucking Evil Dead Trap, which was amazing. This which year. we'll be doing on the show here uh, coming up. That's a great movie. Yeah, I like it. And too. that other one's supposed <laughs> to be coming out this year too, right? That. Other category three, the nurse. Yeah, uh, the what was it? The doctor, Doctor Lamb. Can't forget yeah, about Doctor Lamb. I think was like one of the first ones like that that kind of sparked it. Right. I that's one of the only. I've not seen that one yet. No, either have I. You, got, you can't forget about well, TV films. I'm looking forward man. to doing a um, uh, category three volume two as well because I, I, I had a lot of fun on that show. All category three movies for the rest of the remainder of the podcast. To be honest, <laughs> I'm not kidding. Jeremy, what what did you like this year, release wise? Uh, I don't even know. I didn't think there was like any like major like boner releases like Dawn of the Dead last year. Uh, the there was definitely really great releases. This might have been one of the best years for releases of all. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm thinking it really was. You know what? Another one. And you've been buying more than you normally do. You know what? So, another. Yeah, insane... been buying, like all the old stuff. Yeah, we're talking about old movies. The Eurocrypt oh, set from Severin. Not released this year. Like you're the box set, man. Eurocrypt, man. That Christopher Lee set is fucking amazing. I think that came Dude, out in 2020. House on the Edge of the Park. Yeah. Yeah. Like oh, you know, eight, Frank, eighty films. Frankenstein, and you know, eighty-eight yeah, films, fucking, man. Ricky, that fucking edition. Oh yeah, that, yeah. and Robotrix. Robotrix. And Robotrix. Awesome. Oh my god, like it's just ridiculous, man. The, the offer come. still on the table. Twenty-nine ninety-nine shipped for uh, Ricky O. Oh, you want to sell for thirty? Yeah, oh. but I want to sell them both together for 55 oh you still haven't sold those oh man i actually need i I stopped trying to sell them and then i'll sell them both for 55 ship united states yeah Mm. you got either of those moods yeah i've got the ricky yeah i want to sell them together just to save on shipping and shit it just you know what i mean yeah i've been picking away well they've only released a few of the category three films but i collect the italian line and the shaw brothers line too so i buy a lot from 88 films all the special editions oh Oh, yeah romance king of new york yep it's just endless man true romance titles like i bought hundreds and hundreds of releases this year i can't even fucking it's so crazy it's like overwhelming yeah, yeah, I, I bought a, I, I bought a lot of 4Ks this year. Um, you know what I fucking which, love is that Vinegar Syndrome is just they put so much effort into like promoting their sis, like their their sister labels and shit, and those I labels are putting out so yeah. much good shit, dude. Like, yeah. I love Shattered the Dead. the Shattered AGFA, Dead. yeah, man, the AGFA and the the, the yeah the what's the, that Saturn's Core I think Saturn's it is, core, which is like '90s fucking shot on video. But every, all these labels <laughs> are different. The documentary on Saturn. There's even a Canadian one now. Yeah, it's like great. ridiculous, man. And what they did with New York Ninja is just like fucking mind blowing, man. That shit's crazy yeah. to me. Like the story behind that, and like, I, just, I love it. It was so much fun. I mean, if you're a fan of like Miami Connection and Dangerous Men and shit like that, like you'll like this stuff, man. Dangerous Men was so bad. I thought it was a new movie that was made to look like an old bad movie. Right. <laughs> I, that's the only time it's ever happened to be in my life. Like Ninja and Busters. Looked, like, this and, is actually uh, an old movie. This is bad. Yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> so bad. Ticks 4K. That was awesome release. Oh shit. Then uh, Vinegar Syndrome's already like setting up a decent start to 2022 too. They got another Giallo box set. Oh, but the new the new box or the new uh, monthly package is ridiculous already. I know. Just I, stupid, I ordered man. it. Yeah, me too, man. 
I got the yearly subscription, but then all these sub labels, I still have to drop like fucking $200 on top of the yearly subscription. Right. This month. I know. Cause I collect like four or five of the labels. And I'm just like, Oh my God, when is this going to end? Yeah, I know. It's like, excited for they went Debbie. from eight sister labels to 20 in about six months. Yeah. Like absolutely insane. I'm glad they picked up culture shock though, because it was kind of a pain in the ass yeah. to order from their site and stuff. So I'm glad that girlfriend from hell, I can order direct. I've right. seen that movie. Not, in years yeah and uh, i am fearing that it, that's the next one i'm gonna start buying them all from too now <laughs> fuck sakes i'm gonna buy every i have all of them except that donald farmer collection and i i don't like donald farmer's movies too much i mean i i don't hate all of them he's hit and miss he, he's hit and miss with me for the shot video shit but watch the summer of 84 blu-ray when you watched it the other day i did i did it looked great it looks fucking great the 4k the yeah. body, you mean because yeah, i don't love that okay yeah, I I still really enjoy it, man. I hadn't seen <laughs> it since it came edition. out. Yeah, it's oh man, it's so cool. You open it up and it actually has like a fold out of a uh, milk carton. Milk crate. Yeah, it's so cool, man. I was like, that's so that's cool. That's a great addition. Yeah. yeah. You know what's missing for that movie? Heart doesn't have any heart. What do you mean it doesn't have heart, I'm man? With you, I'm with you. <laughs> man, I love I love the soundtrack to that movie too. It's great. Soundtracks are the best part about all their movies. What's his? What's Dave's good one? He had no passion in his eyes. <laughs> he didn't have passion in his eyes. <laughs> now I find out the dude had like astigmatism. <laughs> right. That was so fun. So he has astigmatism. Oh. <laughs> he had no passion in his eyes. Talking about the fucking barn. <laughs> you ever like? You ever like strangle somebody and then like you see that light leave their eye? That dude was like that the whole movie. Right. Uh, <laughs> no passion. <laughs> oh my god all right well on that note Boots, what's the order uh we already said that we don't remember because we talked for an hour and a half all right no i have yeah. it written down here what is it again oh yeah how could i forget jp oh yeah so we predetermined the order and for some odd reason i think it came out the same as i swear maybe the last show i have no idea i feel like this has happened before but um jp is first thing carly and then Dave, me, and then Jeremy is anchoring once again. And I think, oh boy. I think that might Did happen. everybody write down their predictions? Yes, yes, sir. Yes, uh, I yeah. think I filled okay. in for Dave. What, what do we win? We get to pick next year's? No, I think year? we get to pick the order for the retro year. Oh, I like that. That's a good idea. We get to pick the order for the retro year. The order okay, for the... Okay, I'm down. Cool. I mean, that's... That, or we could do a Blu-ray. It's up to you guys. I don't care. Whatever you guys want, it does, I'm I'm Wait, down with anything. Everybody wins. Everybody has to send a Blu-ray. I think <laughs> the, the winner should winner? get a Blu-ray from everybody. I don't trust that Jeremy won't cheat. So yeah, yeah, that's um, <laughs> when you put something. That's on why we line, should say him now. He, che- he cheated me out. Cheated me out. Remember, he eats Chinese food on Christmas. Cool. Everybody needs to say print off their list or write cheat. it down and put some. You know, I don't know. I already printed mine off. I, I would never that. cheat. We'll, we'll, we'll do the order this. Okay. Do the order. Everybody knows yeah, I don't cheat because I literally right. get nothing right. Ever. <laughs> ever. Yeah. I'm the worst at this Not game worried. ever. <laughs> like, so that's how honest well, I, I am. I picked a different film for everybody. For their I put everybody's one and two on a guess. Oh, I, I, I only, yeah. Dude, Dude I doesn't really no have no fuck clue about number two. I, I'm so If there's a tie, I really don't give a shit. It is so true. It's order this is such a wild card year, man. I feel like everyone might have different number ones or we could all be the same, which I highly doubt that, but yeah. All right. So with that said, that is the order and uh, we should probably get into these lists right away. You guys down? You guys ready? You guys? I'm down. You cool. Yes. You cool. All right, man. We'll be back in a minute. Yeah.
Presentation. Yo, who this? Yo, Moods, it's your boy, the ill-mented funky child, calling you to remind you that the featured reviews on this episode contain spoilers. Aw, oh, yeah, man, that's right, brother. Thanks for the heads up, player. Now go back to being an unproductive asshole. Fuck you. I tell your listeners to stop being so dumb, silly, sensitive. Yeah. Alrighty, so getting into these top 10 lists of 2021. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm actually really excited to do this because I just want to forget about 2021. But my curiosity is an all-time high right now because I'm really curious to see how these lists are going to go. Because like I said off the top of the show, it's kind of a wild card year. And I have no idea what to expect. So just expect the unexpected, I guess. But um, but once again, we determined who's going first. And the homeboy, Jeremy Patrick, is up first. Jeremy Patrick. Don't, don't call me Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> um, but OK, so uh, coming in at number 10 for myself uh, is a film that actually is one of the more talked about films this year. I've seen it is like the number one for a lot of people, um, but it is the night house from david bruckner of course david bruckner um directed the ritual which was pretty good did that make any of you guys top tens that year which one I remember the ritual i can't remember if it was on i really liked it though yeah, yeah, it, was, it, it might have made my list it might have made my list to actually come to think of it but you know that's that's the thing i was actually just having this conversation the other day about uh i know there is a site that does the netflix uh, movies and stuff like I think it's Stinky Tuna that releases yeah. I guess are technically gray market bootlegs or whatever of the Netflix movies and stuff they Netflix needs to start putting that shit out just legitimately because I would buy yeah. some of these films like I would love to have an awesome like you know triple pack of um, the Fear Street movies for for instance we we're just talking right. about them right and I'd the rituals the one that I believe made my top Freeman 10 incorporated I'm pretty sure it made my top 10 because that's one movie and I always try to buy all the movies I can for my top 10 list um, it, it's getting scarcer and scarcer because some of the movies just aren't being released now on physical. Yeah, content. I know so. Mike Flanagan recently came out and says that he urges Netflix to um, not shy away from physical media. Right. Um, so hopefully that could do something. I, I mean, I get this. I mean, right now would it, be the best time because, like I said, we're in the golden age of collecting. There is no better time to start putting out that physical shit, man, for Netflix because, I mean, look at these boutique labels, man. They're selling. They're doing well. They have to be. Right. Um, but the uh, Bruckner also is doing the upcoming Hellraiser um, film that is already filmed, I believe. It's in post-production. It's supposed to come out this year for on Hulu um, with a female, or yeah. female actress playing Pinhead, which is interesting, um, which caused a lot of uproar for some reason. Yeah, it's, it's but, Carly, um, isn't it? Trans, trans person, right? Oh, I oh thought is it? It's a female. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's, it's trans, right? Or somebody that identifies as a female, but no, it's a it's a female female. Oh, uh, I didn't know. Oh, I didn't know either. But I, I mean, I, don't, I, I guess the Cenobites sort of have a gender. But I'm more in the novella, which is probably what they're basing it more on. 
it's an adro- the leader of the Cenobites is called is, is explained as an androgynous. Uh, it's a hell priest is androgynous, so it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, I, I don't really see a fucking big deal, honestly. It's why why not try something different? <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, but yeah, uh, the night house. So, this is one that uh, I thought was pretty good. It has has some decent acting in there. There's there's a great scene early on that kind of um, got me real into the movie where uh, this this woman, her husband commits suicide, and this woman comes into bitch about her son's grades or whatever and this is really awkward conversation um it's one of those films where like the deeper you get into it you start unraveling the mystery and it's kind of interesting where it goes i didn't really expect it and there's actually a scene at the the very last shot that a lot of people miss i i I read online um but there's a really kind of creepy thing that happens there but uh overall i thought it was a, a pretty pretty solid flick good um story and mystery on on what's going on there um i gave it an eight out of ten cool good shit good shit all right carly all right uh my number 10 is a move that i was just in the chat the other day saying it was lackluster so that tells you how good this year was Um, (laughs) really (laughs) yeah it's a stylist (laughs) that movie is boring it's all hell I, I mean, liked it. It's not boring. It's just I it's feel like boring. it could have had a little, a little some, something else going on in it. But I did mention I am a sucker for these movies where the person is a weirdo and you're just following them and you kind of feel bad for them and then they turn out to be a psychopath, but you still kind of feel bad for them. So I still enjoyed it. I thought the lead put on a good performance. Um, it Obviously, as it's been said, it's very much a maniac ripoff and... You know, a ripoff of pretty much every other character piece type movie to ever. Here's exist. my problem with the stylist. That movie, she doesn't have any external danger besides the fact that she sees herself on a poster in the coffee shop. Besides that, there's never one doubt that she's ever going to get caught in the whole fucking movie, and it's just nor is there a yeah, I was, there there isn't a maniac either. You don't need that exactly. Yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was boring as all hell. Yeah, I mean, I like, I don't know. I like the beginning. I think it's pretty good, too. I was yeah. disappointed, man, because I, you know, I'm married to a fucking crazy hairdresser. Stylist. Stylist. <laughs> that's right. You can't call them hairdressers. That's politically incorrect. It's like calling a fucking flight attendant stewardess nowadays. You can't do that. They'll fucking rip your what? fucking face I never out. heard of it either. Yeah, of I, didn't, I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't oh, think if you call a flight attendant in Canada a stewardess, man, they'll fuck, man. You're not going to have a good flight. Tell you that fucking. Thing. That <laughs> Is he just gonna out? wreck the plane? Oh, they will not even fucking acknowledge you, man. Seriously, it's like derogatory. It's crazy. But anyways, um, yeah, stylist. That, it, well, uh, actually, I have something that relates to this. How's calling calling a housekeeper a maid is kind of not right nowadays too which is I, funny because there is a movie yeah. this year called maid right like well there's one well, called the, the maid every maids, year <laughs> there's one like, every year called the maid um, there's also a movie called the stewardess from i believe uh hong kong or thailand <laughs> that's older not this year yeah but, yeah right <laughs> um but yeah i know the stylist was kind of let down to me because i was thinking you know I was expecting, like, you know, right away, I, I kind of figured it was going to be, like, Maniac and shit, but it just it just didn't deliver, man. It was a little bit boring, though. I, I, I will admit, though. Yeah. It wasn't, like, overly exciting, but, yeah, I don't know. What'd you rate that, Carly? Um, I mean, I gave it an 8 out of 10. Damn. It's my type of movie, but it's, like, I see what you guys, like, it, it is kind of slow. Like, in the middle, it gets a little bit slow, and it's kind of, like... 
that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like there could have been a little bit more to it, to the horror aspect. But right. other than that, I thought it was solid. Some of the, you know, the situation in the third act, I was like, eh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Kind of question that a little bit, but it is what it is. Um, all right, Dave. Is it me up? Yep. Your name's Dave, right? Uh, so, oh, I'll, yeah, I'll address you as I'll address is. you as grumpy old man. Then maybe you'll just okay. get into that. Right <laughs> um, uh, so twinsies, Carly. We got twinsies. Well, my yay, my number twinsies. ten is are, the stylist. Are you serious already? We already have duplicates. What the fuck? Yeah, I mean, uh, this <laughs> I is totally my, these this is totally my so alley. This is totally up my alley as well. The lighting, it's just a character study, which is all the movies I like from the 70s. It's like, hey, this person is psychologically damaged. Watch them uh, f- be fucking weird and awkward and eventually kill a bunch of people. It's fairly gory. I like the idea that they carry on the maniac story, but instead she's wearing the fucking wigs, which makes sense. And also the idea with the mannequins and the wigs is a little bit more, I guess, plausible. And actually about comparable because the maniac character, you know, he puts them on the mannequins and he's a photographer. This time, he's actually taking the fucking scalps and putting them on and she takes the identity. The movie opens up with a brilliant scene, actually, when she's discussing um, with the she's doing her hair. And this lady just, she tells her all these dirty secrets. You know why? Because you're nothing to me. You don't matter. I'll never see you again. And when she hears this, it's kind of the idea where she says, I'm nobody. I have this envious thing to be somebody else, and I'm just going to take that from you. And also, I'm not going to get caught because no one fucking knows who I am. Nobody pays attention to me. I like that a lot. Yeah. And the actress is good. The lighting's good. The fucking layer she has is cool, man. This is a cool movie. I like it quite a bit, and I like the kind of weird obsession shit. But I'm coming in at this list with a 7.5 on the stylist. <clears throat> you know, um, you know, going back to you know that that opening scene with the uh, with the one girl that's you know spilling her beans to the to the stylist right well of course being married to one it it, like we talk about this all the time because you know i live in a relatively small city it's about a hundred thousand people and stuff and you know the wife has you know this clientele it's you know 100 percent clientele kind of thing and it's truly amazing because what people will tell their stylists they'll literally tell them everything Mm -hmm. because it's not that they don't know them or give a not give a fuck about them. They feel like they're almost like a psychiatrist because they're there cutting your hair. They're doing something very special to you, but they're there listening to and having this conversation there. It's funny because the wife has literally had conversations with, you know, people like she has clients that, you know, that know each other and stuff. And then she had, she's had this one male client that was cheating on this other girl. And he, she was hearing the fucking stories from both sides. As she's doing it, like it's just right in the middle. It's amazing what people will tell. Yeah, dude. Like she, the shit that she hears, and sometimes she's like, I don't even want to hear that shit. You know, that's fucking crazy. But the point is, people will say anything to their to their stylist, man. It really is truly amazing. So that whole scene made sense to me. That made sense. It's a good scene. Yeah, the best scene in the movie. It really did. And you know, you brought up a really good point. The fact that she uh, she actually wears the wigs and takes those identities because she's fucking insane. Right, because you know, yeah, you put on the also, wig. Yeah, she has no identity. She, right, she envies these people in a yeah. certain way. She's right. always making them pretty for something that she'll never be a part of. Right, right. She can't be a part of it either. I and also, it's it's the first uh, movie on my list directed by a woman, and this is going to be my top ten with the most women directors of all time. So that that's a good thing about twenty fucking twenty one. You know, some new voices, I guess. Right. Yeah, that's cool. Right. Yeah. Good stuff. Um. All right. So. 
yeah interesting i can't believe we already had a duplicate that's just fucking blowing my mind right now man number t- <laughs> does that ever happen at number 10 it usually doesn't honestly we're not even I think through it's happened before i mean it could still happen i guess well actually probably not but all right so coming in number 10 for myself was a film that um i was looking forward to because when this director came out in the early 2000s, he made a couple of fucking amazing films in the early 2000s. And he made films at a time where horror films weren't exactly sticking out to a lot of people. I mean, there was some, there was a lot of good films in those years. In fact, we've actually covered these years in top 10 years. Um, the Reckoning. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so he started off his career with a bang, uh, you know, and then he did, you know, of course, Doomsday in 2008 and stuff. And then kind of went silent until this year. And I was really looking forward yeah. to this movie. And, um, yeah, and, of course, it is The Reckoning from Neil Marshall. Damn, from, dude. From, I didn't even watch that because everybody the UK. was shitting on it. And that, okay, that was the first thing I was going to say. And I don't understand the fucking hate for this movie, man, at all. Like, did, huh. did people not realize that it was made? Like, I mean, I, I guess it doesn't matter who it's made by. It still has to be appealing to that person and stuff. But Neil Marshall has a history of making pretty decent shit. I even like Doomsday. It's, it's over-stylistic and it's ridiculous, yeah. but it's fun. But... You know, The Descent and Dog Soldiers are fa- fantastic. Like, I was definitely checking the shit out no matter what. It's fucking Neil Marshall. Plus, I'm a big fan of these, you know, these dramatic horror films, um, you know, period pieces, especially that take place in, you know, in that witch-finding general type times, you know? Um <clears throat> Yeah, I love these type of, you know, these costume dramas and shit like that. And yeah, so this one takes place, I believe, in the 17th century. Like, I think in 1665 uh, falls our main character, um, Grace. Uh, and it, the cool thing about it, it is during um, there's like a play going on and people are fucking dying left and right and shit like that. And uh, her husband ends up getting sick. He commits suicide and she's struggling financially and stuff and she's got this asshole landlord which is like kind of weird i I don't think i've ever seen like a period piece where someone's like renting from someone and they come by to collect their shit and he's just being a dick and stuff it's it's kind of strange but anyways (laughs) something happens with the landlord i'll call him landlord i don't think they actually refer to him as a landlord but you know anyway something happens with him and her and stuff and it goes sideways and ultimately he he basically you know accuses her of being a witch um and because you know they found the the husband buried out back and stuff and he said ring on and blah 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 and you know what happens when you're accused of a witch back in those days you're going to trial you know and uh so the story kind of you know goes from there and stuff but man everything about this one was really good man i think the girl that plays the lead charlotte kirk she did such a good job man fucking beautiful pulls off the role super well costumes are great it's got great great atmosphere it's got some good gore in it um you know the plague shit is disgusting and you know but i've I've mentioned these movies lots of times man it it plays off the whole religious hypocrisy of religion and stuff you know mark of the devil we talked about mark of the devil in in um you know basically last top 10 that we did and stuff i love these type movies which find our general it's such a savage period in time you know like the fact that people truly believed in the supernatural shit people truly believed that these humans had this supernatural ability to be witches and shit and that they were it was to the point where you know i get the whole fact that they, you know you believe in god and you, you truly are ble- doing god's work and stuff and you got to go and do this shit but like doesn't it ever become a point where people are like this this isn't real you know it, it, it's so fascinating to me that so many people fucking died um I did read in the trivia on this and it says uh, like 500,000 people were or women were, you know, put to 
to death in this in this period and stuff i thought that was kind of interesting because from what i remember what i've researched and stuff i didn't think that was right and it actually says in i think it's in the goofs here too it's to say that only about 40 to forty-five thousand people were put to rest or killed at the stake or whatever um so you know that number is a little bit off and i was actually reading the goofs here and stuff like it's not a perfect movie and stuff but they it says that someone's called a moron in the movie and they said that wasn't even used until 1910 and then there was another thing some <laughs> references ice water and that wasn't used to the 1800s and then there was another one someone says blown to smithereens that wasn't used to the 1800s i thought that was really interesting because i would have never even caught on to that because who really knows about sayings and when they were you know when they came about in the movies and stuff but Anyways, I digress. I thought that was kind of interesting, but overall, really good movie, man. I think it's got really good tension. Um, I love the whole shit when it, when she's in jail, and you can just feel that shit, man. You know, it's like Mark the Devil. It's kind of like a dumbed down version. If I didn't mention that before, it's like a dumbed down version. It doesn't have the the nastiness to it, but it still has its moments and stuff. And it's got a great ending too. So, but again, I don't understand it, man. I'm reading here on IMDb. There's 2.7 thousand IMDb reviews on this, and this thing is at a 4.7 out of 10. Um, that's pretty rough it is rough man i i just don't get it man there's nothing visually wrong with this i think the story is fine i mean it's nothing overly new but it does a good job in what it's trying to do and you know there's a lot of effort put into this i just think it's fucking blasphemy that this thing is getting shit on and pretty much every review i saw and everything I saw, like they were just like, nah, Neil Marshall's new movie is fucking garbage, blah, blah. I'm like, well, I got to yeah, check. I didn't it. hear any good things about it, to be honest. I, I, and that w- that's what made me check it out even more. I was like, what? I'm like, Neil Marshall made a garbage, garbage movie? I'm like, when did he ever make a garbage movie? I mean, I never saw Hellboy, but I don't know if it's any good. I'm sure Jeremy it's did. It's probably good. not that bad. It's probably just people it's mad because okay. it's not the other Hellboy. I See, didn't think I, it was overly I, great. Right. It was okay. Yeah. I, but, I, I, this was actually one of the more hype. I think this made my like my top 10 most looking forward to list last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, I don't know, it just came out and everybody was... I think we were in the middle of a prep for some show or something, so I didn't want to watch it when it first came out. And then by the time I was ready to watch it, everybody was talking bad about it. And then, I honestly, I kind of just forgot about it by the end of the year. I think it's so. because Neil Marshall's been kind of out of this realm. He's been doing TV for so long. And, you know, he did Hellboy and stuff. I mean, this is kind of his first major horror feature since what? I guess if you want to count, it's Doomsday. But, like, 2005, really? 2008? Well, Hellboy's one of those movies that was doomed production for the whole time, you know. Right. It's one of those movies. Yeah. I bought the Blu-ray of this, but I didn't watch it. That's so crazy. So you didn't watch it, GP didn't watch Wait, it? So you didn't watch it either. I didn't watch it. No, and Carly, did you watch it? I did not. Holy fuck, man. That is so crazy. <laughs> Duncan, people- Duncan McLeish tore this movie to pieces so bad yeah, that I was like, was. I don't know. Oh, man. That's who, uh, and he likes Neil Marshall. He loves Neil Marshall. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe it's because Duncan's Irish and this is from the, I don't know. Maybe it has something to do with. Duncan's home not t- Irish. Scottish. Oh, Scottish. That's what I meant to say. Scottish. You're right. My bad. My bad. I, I, I'm not apologizing. It's the same shit. No, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. It's not the same shit. I just trying to piss you off. He's probably not listening anyways. And you know, but anyways, yeah, man, I just, I really don't understand. I, I just don't get it. Um, I, I'm completely floored that no one saw this, but me, 
considering it was a Neil Marshall movie. <laughs> like, what the fuck, you guys? Because you're not on the internet. You don't. I, I, we listen to all these other podcasts, and everyone's like, "That's shit. That's shit." And you're just like, "I guess I'm going to watch this Neil Marshall movie." Well, like we would have been. We didn't see all those other people. I'm different yeah. though. Like, if I am interested in something and I keep hearing that it's really bad and really shit, like it makes me want to check it out more because I'm like, if I was interested in something. And everyone's saying it's terrible. I'm like, I need to see what the fuck they are hating about this shit, right? It's very intriguing to me. I don't know. I, I seriously don't get it. I don't think it's perfect by any means. Obviously, by the goofs, they use a lot of long, you know, wrong dialogue in this and shit, apparently. See, that um, kind of rubs me the wrong way a little bit because I, when you look at something like Edgar's The Witch, it's like so perfect with dialogue. Like, I feel like when you're doing a period piece like that, you at least can't have like modern phrases. Yeah, but I mean, at least the costumes are fine and stuff. I find costumes because with 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 scenes and dialogue and shit, like, I mean, really, like, can you really stamp a date on when someone said you're a motherfucker for the first time? Like, I just don't get it, dude. Like, ice water, you know, blue smithereens. Like, really? Well, they don't fucking have ice. Well, <laughs> the ice water like makes ice water makes a lot of sense, but blue to smithereens and shit. Like, come on, man. Like, that could have been I know, said. It depends in- the tone of the movie. It depends how serious it is. If it's a little goofy or a little elevated or a little weird, I probably wouldn't care. Like Hansel and Gretel, which general witch finders or whatever the fuck that was. That movie was in a weird alternate universe. Right. So when they said stupid shit, it was fine because it wasn't a real fucking time. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Yeah. yeah but I, like if it was if I was watching fucking a Civil War movie and he's like, Go fuck yourself. I'd be like, What? <laughs> well if it was something obvious, especially something super modern, <laughs> but like blowy to smithereens seems like something that would have been said a long time. I mean apparently was like Nathan I could hear a pirate yeah, saying what, it. How, what are you gonna blow up? They didn't did they have fucking dynamite back then? I doubt it. They could blow shit up. Oh, they, they definitely blew shit they, they definitely blew shit up for sure. Um they had alchemists. But I mean, overall, I mean, besides the obvious, I guess, parent goofs and that, and I mean, there's nothing like the co- like that's the type of shit that would bug me. I've mentioned this before, like watching yeah, Civil War movies matter. and I was watching the Civil War movie and like there's totally shit that was like not around during the Civil War. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I noticed that. Like, I'm not an expert <laughs> on like fashion. A, like a I'm not an expert on fashion or guns and stuff, but I noticed that the guns myself. Bother me. That's like when I see it. There you go. See, that's something period, I'm that saying. Really, it bothers me. That's what I'm saying, because you notice guns, too. And like, I've noticed that shit too and one thing i really noticed in movies and you guys probably because i've mentioned a thousand times it's like when you're watching a film and you you hear fucking tires screeching on pavement but they're on fucking dirt or some shit like that shit drives me <laughs> fucking bananas it's dumb shit it's dumb shit but anyways i digress eight out of ten um for myself on the reckoning i just don't really get the hate but whatever it is what it is i liked it i enjoyed it i like those narratives that era is freaky for me Plagues and witches. All right. Coming in for me at number 10 with an 8 out of 10. Dude, shut the fuck up. What are you doing? <laughs> you okay? know he does it just to get Stop. you going. I know. Or maybe he's like, just... Maybe he's just a joke ran its course. He's just retarded, and I think nope. he, does, he doesn't even do realize. it every time. <laughs> same, you know, the same I thing with your fucking it. list every time, JP. You're like, I'm, I'm changing my list. I'm making That's my list. That's not a joke. <laughs> it's literally not a joke, well, Stop though. saying I, I don't want to hear about it no more. I don't want to hear about it no more. You said you changed yours, too, you fuck. Yeah, but I didn't say nothing. Just, fuck you. Yes, you did say something. How else would I know? <laughs> All right, eight out of ten. Frig off. Frig All you. Right. I have documentaries on my list. This is actually what? Very good. It, it is. You have documentaries I, on your list? He he did it since our first show. So. Oh it's my first lord! Show, so those those are the you. things I totally. I, even though I love them, I, I wouldn't put it on a fucking okay. 
JP had Paradise Lost. Just let the that boy was a get joke. the joke. It was your number one. That was not a joke. This is my number two, and it was a joke. I look <laughs> back on that. I, it would not be included. Today. Hey, that was on my. If top he says all hail the deadites, so. I'm gonna fucking die laughing right now, Matt. No, all hail the deadites. Not the story of the paranormal activity. And I agree with you. I watched this a couple days ago, and I really liked it. I thought it it's it actually great. spent a I lot of time. I didn't on even know that sequel. existed. Yeah, it, 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 they spent they spent time yeah. on each sequel, so it wasn't like just only about the first one. It was really cool. Wow, it's like it's like it's cool. It's actually like a history of paranormal activity with everybody involved. A lot of interviews with Jason Blum, and it gave, they go through movie by movie, like Crystal Lake, but and uh, the Nightmare on Elm Street one. Better but they don't, again. yeah. But they don't go as like in depth as those movies. But it's still very cool. They go by movie by movie, and they have an entire cast of each movie and the directors and the writers and everything like that. And they talk about each of the paranormal movies. And it's really well made. I think it's one that people didn't know, even know exists. There was no promotion for it. Like they, yeah. it, they I, dropped it on Paramount Plus with no. I, I only knew about it because you said something. You just dropped Dave some shit Z, on me. Who's a huge fan of the franchise didn't know about it. I brought it up on the show that I just did with them and said that Jeremy had told Dave Z to check it out, and he's like, "I didn't know about this." Yeah, it's great. You should. You, everybody should check it out if you like the paranormal movies because it just about? gives a lot of. It's on Paramount Plus. The same. Okay. It just gives, uh, you know, insight about how every movie got off the off the ground and how the first one became so influential and how, you know, the studios go back and forth with the sequels and how, you know, the first movie was pretty much one that was going to, you know, never come out. But then, you know, it gained traction. They were going to remake it. That was the yeah, original they plan. They, yeah. they bought the film and they were going to remake it with like named actors and stuff like that and make it more of a big budget film. And the director really didn't want that. So they did some yeah. test screenings and everybody was walking out and they're like, fuck, now they're going to make remake it. But the thing was, they were walking out because it was too scary for them. You know, yeah. usually these test screenings are like moms and shit, but <laughs> um, th- there's a lot of actual test screening stuff in there. Like th- this franchise was very influenced by test screenings throughout um yep. which is is interesting and and also they go into a little bit of like the hit like they got the guy that did ufo or uh the mcpherson tape on there talking yeah, yeah, about they, like yep. early found footage and like the influences before they talk about blair witch and cannibal holocaust last, and stuff like last that. broadcast yeah it, it was yeah. A, it was very well done for for a small it doesn't overstay its welcome and no. they also have their finger on the pulse of the franchise like they know four is the weakest they know that yeah. uh Six the, is the, um, the what's the uh the latino what's one ventures no, oh, the Latino one. Marked ones. They know that that one's like sort of a unique one that people like really gravitate towards and stuff. It, it was, I I really enjoyed that so much more yeah. than I thought I was going to. Because I was, I thought it was just gonna be like, oh, they're just gonna talk about the first movie and that's it. But like, I was surprised that they actually like gave each movie its own own time. Yeah. To shine and all that kind of stuff. So I recommend check it out. What's it actually called? Unknown Unknown Dimension. dimension. Unknown dimension. Yeah, it's so crazy. Like, obviously, if I had known about that, I would have watched it because I, I'm a documentary horror. We just watched all the movies. <laughs> yeah, like but I love document. It doesn't even matter. Like, I'll watch documentaries on shit that I'm like, oh, now I'm a fan. You know, it's like, I, I you know, I just love documentaries in general. I only watched two from this year. I think In Search of Darkness two and Hail the Deadites. I think is like the only two that I watched yeah. all year, that I can think of. 
that watch weren't like couple. special features. I meant like ones that were released on their own kind of thing. Watch Clapboard Jungle. That was this year. I mean, yeah, horror bail, ones. Bail, horror bail ones. Bail I watch water. documentaries all the time, but I meant horror related ones. It was just those two. Uh, yeah, order that's murder. horror related. Does that count as a uh, 2021 Mail Order Murder? Um, I'm not but, sure. If that came out this year, that's another one for me. Hmm, I didn't know about that one. Cool. Oh, uh, you got to see Mail Order. It sounds intriguing already. It sounds intriguing already. It's the story of Wave Productions. It's like literally in the Oh, yeah, that's great. They would would send like letters to this movie company and they'd say, I want a movie about a mummy with a woman with big tits. And they'd send the money. They'd quote them and then they'd make the fucking movie. That's what all those movies they're releasing. Vinegar Syndrome. Really? (laughs) No, uh, Saturn's Core put it out. It was their first one of the partner labels. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. So like that sounds um, interesting. That movie yeah, Psycho good. Sisters from '94 is a wave production. Um, that awful movie Female Mercenaries on Zombie Island or Cannibal Island, whatever the <laughs> fuck it is, that's a wave production. All of them have Tina Krause in it, and it's all like wow. ran by this one guy. It's Gary Whitson. Yeah. It, you'd love that doc. Trust me. If it, if they did that today, there would be so many Natos. Oh yeah. Nacho NATO. Nacho, Nacho NATO. NATO. I want it. But it has to have a girl with big tits. Yeah, got to have tits. Dude, I fucking didn't even know, man. I thought Mail Order Murder. I didn't even realize that was a documentary, but like I totally have it. Yeah. I didn't even like I haven't watched it yet. I haven't I haven't got into the Saturn Score shit yet. So waiting to watch those uh, 94 yeah, releases. I was like, that sounds cool. I also gave uh, Unknown Dimension an eight out of ten. Um, it made me appreciate the franchise even more. List. What's that? You don't get to rate it. I, I rated it. I'm just I'm letting other people know to check it out that I gave it a high rating too. All right, JP, quit stealing all the thunder here. What? <laughs> you talked for like 20 minutes about Neil Marshall. Whatever, I man. It. I was because it was flabbergasting, man. And the fact that none of you guys saw that shit, like no one could speak, so it was just me. Right. Okay. There you go. It happened again fucking awkward cricket pauses <laughs> what the fuck is going on here what the fuck is going Wait on for anyway. us to get their number nine all right so jeremy um we, i never we never even discussed this but do we have like a group top 10 or anything or uh, i i didn't make it because one i forgot and then two i really didn't get we didn't get that many submissions this year i think everybody's been kind of not around well i clicked and, uh, the group a lot page of people the other said day. they didn't watch enough movies. that's what i saw and it was like what the fuck no one watched 10 movies this year i was like you gotta be shitting me, yeah. man Wow, I am man. keeping track of all the statistics, and before we go, I'm going to add them up before we get out of here and just do them at the very end real quick, if that's all right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I write down everyone's list all the time, too, just for reference after the fact. So, But I'm going to do our overall list, too, like okay. our overall rankings, our top ten, all okay. of them. So. All right, okay. Just with the additions and stuff. Yeah, back to you, uh, JP. Okay, uh, my number nine is a film that I suspect will be on at least one other list here coming up early on mine. Uh, and it is a film that I watched very late in the year, just a couple days ago, and it is uh, a New Zealand film. I saw Dave gave it a lower score, uh, and that is Coming Home in the Dark. Uh, curious to see what Dave's issues was with it, why yeah. it wasn't a huge movie for him, because I've seen it pop up on a couple lists now. Um, but for me, I, my only real issue with the movie was I felt like the backstory was not painted properly to justify what we were seeing. Um, it just I, I felt like there was something off about it. And I know that you don't want to give away, give like too much of a story sometimes. But I was like, wait, that's it. That's all that happened to him. Like, I get the sense that there was more abuse going on. But I just 
Well, it's not that it's not like what happened to him specifically. It's who he targeted. That's I thought was kind of the interesting point of the movie is that like Mm -hmm. because what we know about the teacher and what becomes factual is that he was more of a bystander in what was happening. He did here. it once. He didn't. Yeah, like he. I mean, he wasn't he like. The, well, he did. He didn't stop it. Is what it well, that's what I'm saying. Like he he was there. He wasn't like you know the full blown participant in you know in the abuse and stuff. But but like I thought that was an interesting angle to do because you think that you would go after the people that. Well, he were, didn't go after him. I mean, I literally get the sense that this was happenstance. You think this There's was the thing you think, at the end where the guy says that none of it matters. I don't want to spoil the whole movie, but none of it matters. It doesn't. So you, it, it was more coincidental that he, that they ran into him. It's not even the guy. Didn't you hear what he said? Did you watch the movie? Yeah. Well, he's not the guy. The other dude's no. the guy. He's, yeah. he's or he was there. Yeah. Well, that's what I meant. Yeah. He was at. He was there. I just yeah. feel like the other, his accomplice guy was the one that was getting fucked up. He wasn't. He wasn't there. He might have been there. It just might you never not know. It doesn't do. matter. That's the point. It does not matter. It's what he's getting at. We're the same. You were the same to us, and we're the same to you. Oh, you're talking about the native guy. Well, the no, no the, what uh, the white guy the, said. The mandrake at the end. The native guy actually was there. Oh, of course, yeah. because because he yeah. he he stresses through the film in. a he couple says, times. I hate this place. Well, the reason yeah. why yeah. he does what he does at the end of the film is and and says what he says is be or the reason why he does is because. He fucking hated that place, right? Yeah. And that he ended up back there. So, yeah, I mean, th- but, that makes but, sense because I, I I saw people talking about it after. I'm like, well, what the fuck? Why did the fucking guy do this to that guy? And I'm like, well, because, because he, he ended him. up back he there. He didn't him. because he put him back into the position. Yeah. Well, well this is that. this is the it's reason why that. I think that the, the well, Mandrake a, dude was there is because he recognizes the dude's name. Mm-hmm. Right. The nickname. Yeah. Right. You get what I'm saying, Dave? Yeah. Oh, the what? The the the, the, the main the main antagonists. The reason that I think he was there, it might not have been him, but he was there, is because the the whole point is he recognizes the dude's name. Possibly. Or he heard the nickname and he wanted to play in on it. When you get something personal about somebody, kinda like Devil's Rejects, they kinda dig into it. He definitely was abused as a young man. The white guy, but the Aboriginal guy was there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. No, they were no, definitely the they were definitely the both Nazi there. I think they were both there too. I just Possibly. think that it. No, they were definitely well, both I, there. But I'm talking about the initial because if you look at the narrative of it, you know, I mean, you think if you know if you're going to go out and you know exact revenge so far after the fact and stuff, you think you go after the people that were you know, physically responsible for hurting you and stuff, not just bystanders. Well, they didn't, how do you know they have, but how we do you know they haven't they already did. killed them though? They didn't yeah, track how do you know they down. haven't killed them though? They didn't track them down. It was a random act. Yeah, that's, random what I, that, that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. So that's why it has to be more coincidental and random that they just came over those hills while they were picnicking kind of thing. Right. Yeah. yeah well, and they, they just were just going to rob the them. And then he said his name. No, but I, I know I'm just saying it's, that's the interesting fact of, the story yeah i like that aspect i'm not i'm not i'm just saying it would be more likely that you would go after the people that physically harm but this is more coincidental and that's what i thought was so interesting about the storyline and then how it develops towards the end and then a lot of people had problems with happen with what happened at the end with the antagonist and i'm like well i'm like that's the only interesting part of the whole fucking movie to me (laughs) (laughs) i don't think so at all i think it's fucking crazy dude i mean there's a lot of shit 
interesting in the fact that it's uh, somebody who was a bystander. It didn't do anything about abuse is being abused by them and doesn't do anything either. But here, if I talk about why I don't like this movie, it'll spoil it. Well, it but there's something matter. that we happens. Let me, let me get, I don't want to spoil all the movies, but I will talk just briefly. The first 20 minutes, something happens in this movie, and it basically shows all its cards. If that happens, this movie's over in five minutes. Any human being is going to get killed right after that or kill them. End of story. I cannot believe any other thing about it. It's a very serious, very grounded movie. And if it, if it, if it, that there's just no fucking way that mm-hmm. middle-aged people would have a will to live afterwards. Because mm-hmm. you know what? When that happened to me, nobody in my family wanted to live. In fact, the next one was dead. <laughs> like it, it's just stupid to me. Well, to be, there's nothing you can yeah. say. It's just like no. Hunter Hunter. I do not buy the characters. I cannot believe it. No. The whole story is bullshit. Within no. 20 minutes of the movie, I don't give a fuck about anything that's happening. It's a well shot, well acted movie, and I don't like it. You're talking about because the we can't have a show without Dave losing his fucking shit on something. I'm but anyway, well, I'm not mad. I, I, there, I, there is I, a yeah, point I, though. But there is I a point though. Too, Dave. Yes. Who there, gives a fuck? After there, that, I don't care. There is a point me. though. You're not but gonna stop. The wife doesn't want. Well, there there's a point in the movie where the wife doesn't want to live either. The wife doesn't want to live. She obviously doesn't because of what she does and stuff. They drag it out for an hour and a half. It's a five minute movie. But it's also called shock. I actually agree with what you're saying that I felt like the people didn't act appropriately. No, um, and the whole movie's basis is the on the same acting. time. Like, well, he, he doesn't act upon it because he's trying to I save would... his wife. He's trying to save his wife from the start. He doesn't want her to die for what he could have been part of, kind of thing, right? Yeah. I get why he's not who doing anything. Gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck if he was? Oh, I didn't do anything. Both people did something so awful. Nobody gives a fuck about their feelings anymore. You've turned into such a monster, and I'm supposed to have any fucking remote sympathy for that guy? Who gives well, a well, fuck? No, Everybody they, in the that... world has watched somebody do something bad and do anything. Stop acting like you're on some fucking high horse you piece well, of shit he's the, but, but dude, you're not he's, supposed to actually be sympathetic for them like you're, you're supposed to understand yes, you're, where they're com, coming I, from and guess what extent, but, but they're still the, the bad is, guys he's carrying a conversation on with them if that happened to me i'm in one mode i'm, I'm two different modes i'm comatose in violence to where yeah, but I he was gonna even kill think, him if he didn't say anything yeah but that but that's the like, but that's the wife me, she's comatose at that point you got to remember, though, man. No, nah, fuck that, yo. I ain't letting nobody kill me after yeah, they did that Yeah, I'm going shit. to try to kill them. Listen, I'm going to try to kill them at any cost. If that happens to me, I'm a very violent person in that situation. <laughs> I'm going to attack them until they shoot me or they are dead. That's the I end of the story. The movie is five fucking minutes. Huh? It's 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 dumb. Um, this yeah, guy's never but, faced but, yeah. real tragedy. Right, Carly? It just doesn't make any I, sense. It's a five-minute movie stressed out an hour and a half. Nah, I have a problem with a lot of movies. 100%, 100%, 100% disagree. 100% disagree. Okay. And you're, I'm sorry. I understand what you guys' point is. I don't buy it. I don't think that's human nature. I, well, I mean, but the, but the, thing, but the like thing is, though, Dave, fair, the thing is, though, Dave, is not the same person. But that's no, what I'm saying. Yeah. That's that, what I'm saying. You're when telling you're, me nobody's people ever been when you're put into situations or anything and went on to live. If it's my kids, I'm sorry, spoiler. If it's my kids, I've failed at life if they're dead and I'm going to die nope, right now. I agree, but do you don't think there's people out there that, that aren't that way? That went yeah, on. Well living? I guess there are people I don't want to watch. The way I perceive it, the way I perceive it, the way I perceive it. The way I perceive it is that, you know, the, okay, something happens to the kids. And, you know, at this point, at this point, he know he, he, you know, he's pretty much figured out what this could possibly be about. So now it's about saving his wife. 
right? So he doesn't want to. Yeah, but his wife dies, and then the movie goes on for another fucking hour, man. Well, I mean, that was the goes on for goes on for another thirty minutes. I mean, at this point, it was all about saving his wife. Gets the phone, and he instead of running away and making a call, or just running away, he sits in the phone like, dude, run the other way. Your wife's that way. Run this way. The movie's full of that kind of shit. I can't stand serious movies that have dumb shit. I will not get it's not though. It's, it sounds it's, like you should have rated it like a it's, four. It's human. No, it was it's too human. well shot and well acted to rate that low. I think I think, it, it I think it's what, completely well appropriate for humans well to act acted. like that though. I mean, you've already. You, I mean, I, I you never want to accept that loss, but at the same time, do you need to lose your wife by doing some stupid ass shit? Maybe you can get out of the situation, you know, without her being harmed in a different way. That's when you think yeah. rash. I mean, it's hard to think rash when something fucking terrible happens right in front of your fucking face. But at this moment, yeah, you can make that decision to go for gold or, you know, and, or just fucking lose your life in two minutes. Like you said, and the movie's over in five minutes. You know, because at this point, it really happen. It'd be over in five minutes. Not everyone's the same. Though. But that's the difference though. between I'm, that's the difference I'm, I'm, between I'm rash people and two fucking ornery to just let them win like that and kill me too fuck that no i'm the exact same way man i'm the same way that's because you're fucking psycho and i'm more reserved and calm maybe maybe i would completely (laughs) at this point in my life i know what i would do i would not let anyone hurt my wife I'd be like, fuck that, man. Take whatever. I'm going to work. I'm going to this situation. I'm going to play the situation. And and I want her to make it out of here. It's fine, but I'm not going to go for it right now. At that moment, I mean, look what just happened. You're not going to rush. You're not going to bum rush him, dude. He's got a fucking, you you would have been over in two seconds, man. I explained to three guys at work what happened exactly. And they said this. Oh yeah, I'm the next one getting shot. I'm charging. I'm charging. Every yeah, single y'all are fucking idiots. It's so no, easy not. to say I'm that though. It's so easy to say that. And these characters are not. What? They're not humans. Hey, remember I, in uh, Devil's I, Rejects listen. when those two guys try to attack Otis Driftwood? That's what would happen. Yeah, I agree with you that I don't think that they acted how most people would act. Well, she was However, in shock. I she was, feel like she was in shock from the start. Most people would act, but she was in she shock from more the start. Realistic. She yeah, acted the more realistic. She acted more realistic. Yeah, and then when she came for, to her senses minute, after, but then, but then later in the movie, she's like, it's like she forgot about it. <laughs> you know what yeah, I, mean? I agree. Yeah, I want it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Think I, just so. don't, I don't. I don't. It's not, not for me. These movies belong in the seventies, and they just can't do them right anymore. I agree with most of what you're saying, like, but, but at the same time, like, what about like the Hills have eyes, for example, right? Like the Hills have eyes. Isn't it kind of the same thing? No, they still had something to live for. You see, if they would have shot one of the kids and said, do what I say, I would have done everything they say. They killed both of my kids. <laughs> you, you got nothing. It's like this. It's no, like you playing don't, a game of but you art. do though. You Here, have your wife. I show you my hand. I show you my hand. And then I say, let's take bets. But you have your you, wife, or though. you show me your hand. You already show me your hand. You cannot do anything worse to me right now. Yeah, I, you I, could. You could kill I my wife. It. See, I'm different, you know, man. I, I would still fight for her, man, but in a different way because I, I would try to get my my ass out of there safely without being fucking killed too. Obviously. Yeah, I'm not letting these people You're kill me too. I don't think that they even want to live after that. I certainly wouldn't. Yeah, I would. I get it. I, don't, I, don't, I get what you're I, saying, but I, at the same time, you still have another live, life. I don't want them to fucking kill me. Okay, I'll do it on my own. Like, I think that I get, I really do get where you're coming from. I just think that certain people, there are differences in people. And some people, like, it, just on this podcast, you're saying you wouldn't want to live. I'm saying I would. I you know what I mean? That's what I'm living for. So I'm not going to stop and think, well, maybe if I'm that club. No, you're going to be either in shock where you can't talk or you're going to attack. No, nah, there, there, there's different. I mean, 
There's a, everyone's there's different, a range man. Of Everybody deals with trauma I mean, so there, differently. There's tons man. of stories of people watching their family members be murdered in front of them and not. I think kids. I'm saying attack. kids are different. Kids are different. They're your kids. To me, if you have kids, your responsibility is to raise those kids. That's your number one job. But if see, you don't this, do this that is well, this is what I'm having a hard time with. What you're saying, though, I have kids, and I've I made the decision right there that I would not make that rash decision to rush. Yeah, so they just shot my kid, but I'm not letting my wife die the same way. That's the decision I make, and I have kids, dude. I know what it's like to have kids. I know what it's like to have kids, and I know what it's like to protect them and and be very in situations all the time. You worry about your kids every single fucking day because this world sucks. But at the same time, I don't want to lose my wife over that shit, too, when it's not about her. Like I said, I have no control. I've been somebody who's just waiting to snap my entire life. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean... (laughs) You know, I used to be an angry person too, but then, but then life is too short to be like that, man. You learn, man. Like when you have shit happen to you, I threshold for shit. But when I hit that point, I snap and I cannot come back. Well, nobody's wrong here. That's the thing. Like, like Dave's Dave's right in the sense that a lot of people are going to react like that. I just don't buy the movie. I can't believe it's right for him. But everyone's going to have a different reaction. Like, who gives it? I don't... If the dude's trying to fucking talk to me, like, and then, like, and then at the end, he takes him to the school, and he's like, it's crazy that we met each other. Why are you talking to this fucking dude? Just shut the fuck up. It's And he didn't even... Dude, I would not say a fucking word. I'd be looking for a weapon to bounce him in his fucking head. Yeah, I don't have... also a movie. Anyone at that point. I'm a maniac. But you and, can't... And also, but it's also you, though. We're talking about a character in a movie. That, like, this guy's obviously a little bit more reserved, a little more level-headed. He's a, he's a teacher. Like, he's trying to fucking... He's trying to, you know, save the situation as best as he can here. There's different and levels he, of and people. He also seems Not, to have some sort of like demons. But he that, also, like, I get the sense that he has demons. Well, he's been living with this because he saw the trauma that this caused and stuff, and it hurt him too. You can, you know, it hurt him that he didn't do anything. It's bugged him every day of his life, and he fucking struggled. Yeah, but then with he that. says he deserved it. So I, I, I sense that like maybe he isn't being a hundred percent honest about his involvement in the different abuses that went on there. Yeah, I don't. It, it's. I think it's a little bit subjective it, to it's think it's very, though, too. It's not concrete. Like nothing in this movie is. I, I feel like super concrete in like everything that's said. Like, and I don't know. I. I feel like there's some. I think it's a range of emotions, though, man. I mean, you're going to be at the point where you're going to be, you know, kind of. It's just going to change. You know, it's like I mean, he's done some bad shit to you know your kids and you know your wife and and shit like that. And you know, you get to a point where like your emotions went from. You know, okay, I'm gonna kind of listen to what the fuck you're doing right now to like fuck you. I, I want to fucking you know do something, go some fucking Dave rage on your ass and shit like that. I mean, emotions rage, man. They change all the time. Like I, I, I think can, I can relate. Shit. I can relate. <laughs> I can't I'm telling you, I can't buy this movie in a million years. I, I can relate. Hunter, Hunter. I can relate because I've like been through character. so much bullshit I mean, when, in my life, and like I wanted died. to kill people, and next minute I'm just like, you know what? It's not fucking worth it, man. And I'm talking yeah, like, not, I'm yeah, talking my, I'm talking like, about it. who gives a shit tomorrow? Will be fine. <laughs> Me and my wife will go on vacation. We'll I don't know, dude. I'm going to move on, man. Like it sucked oh, that my kid died. I'm going to be really upset for a really long time. Yeah. But I'm going to fucking move on. Yeah. Not me. I, I mean, I, I, my, when my dad died, my mom completely shut down. Right. I, a lot I, of people I, do. Yeah. And, and like she didn't shut down. She was still alive, but she didn't care. She didn't want to live. Mm-hmm. right there's a lot of people kids. that are like that's that man kids. i just don't buy the grief man i just don't i, I agree I, I don't buy the grief i don't buy what you're either. selling me man i don't <laughs> buy it. 
it, it doesn't work for well me. it's, it's funny that it's funny right. because like my like when my grandma died my grandpa fucking had like he was married for what 40 years 42 years or something like that i, th- I swear a month later he had a girlfriend that's like funny. my yeah. grandpa did that I'm, yeah, I'm serious dude people deal with grief in different ways man like it's like he didn't even care that she died it was fucked up everyone's like what yeah. the fuck is with this guy see i couldn't do that i couldn't if my wife died today i've been married for fucking 15 almost 15 years next month if my wife died i would be a fucking wreck i would not yeah, be moving on anytime soon but it's different because like i don't have anybody i only have my wife and kid that's all i have in my life Right. So it, it's different. It, it depends on your situations though, too, man. It's like, but like when I was 21 years old, my grandma died. My grandpa's like, well, I got a girlfriend next month. And he's like going on vacation. I'm like the fuck you were married for like 42 years. And it's like, she didn't even, it was, people <laughs> deal with shit in such different ways. It's so yeah. fucked up, man. It's yeah, so crazy. Kids. kids are different than a, a dad or a spouse. Kids, kids are so are different. different. Yeah. These people were supposed to protect them and they're already middle-aged. It's not like they're going to start over. These people are, are not going to ever be able to function as human beings again after that kind of situation, especially if he has that sort of blame. It's just like, yeah, but even uh, carry on conversation. Uh, whatever. My kid's around. adopted anyways. I don't even have a connection to him. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jeremy. I know it was your pick and I didn't no, even want to get into it, but you guys pick. asked I it was your pick. Sorry, I know Jeremy's going to have it. I was joking about the adoption too. joke, by the way. I know. People. <laughs> no, I, listen, dude. But I, I, I think that those were all good points because I it for is the valid points. That, I thought about it when I was watching it, but then it just lost me, and I was into it. Yeah. I thought it was great so far, and then I was I liked the characters, and then okay. after that they lost me. I just didn't see the point to it. You I got mean, it, they, they though. One of the kids. Regardless of how your end thoughts are on the film and stuff, you have to admit. The scare of the year is in this movie, man. <laughs> Holy fuck. Oh, no, yeah. it isn't. No, it isn't. Oh, my <laughs> God. I haven't jumped in so long. In, uh, and I might have been watching this shit too loud or something. But, oh, my God, dude. Like, it fucking made me jump, dude. I was like, holy fuck. That never happens to me, man. It put no, a smile on my face. the scare of the year is in we should do something. Hands down. Mm. We should do something. I don't think I watched it. The to- one. Did, did anybody watch that? No. Well, yeah, I know the cover that I did. I mean, you got to admit, this shit's out of left fucking field, right? It's just like, Bro, I'm telling you, this, scared, this shit's out of left field, and we should do something too, man. It scared the fuck out of me. Really? Okay. Um, well, I didn't that that movie is, it's pretty decent, but the, I had issues with the father in that. It's a bunch of people get stuck in a bathroom um, during like a tornado or something. And they can't get out of the bathroom. It's like a family, but it was pretty interesting. JP, what there, there's a really good cameo. Yeah, I gave um, coming. I'm sure it'll come up again. Coming home in the dark. I, and I did have issues with it. No, JP, um, say what you like about it because I fucking so it was brought up and I just no, no, it. it's it's fine. I, I like. It's funny because I started off with what I didn't like, but I, I, I just thought it was a really intense movie, and I thought I really hated the criminals, but I also didn't trust the father either. So I was like, who do I really root for? It, like, who is the good guy? Who's the bad guy in this? I feel like everybody was kind of bad, except for the, the innocents who get, you know, the innocents. Well, the, the mom, innocence. I, the mom, I think, was innocent. Right. and She and, didn't know either. And the, the sidekick seems mentally handicapped of some the sort. sidekick is the most interesting character in the movie right me. yeah i he he is to me too. probably the best performance too right because the thing right. it does but, come um, across that he's a little bit handicapped but i don't think he is at all i think he's, he's just up. i think he's just fucked up uh, from what he went yeah. through yeah well maybe it is maybe it's like 
but I feel like sort of more the of fact that like trauma thing that he was taken to he was being taken to a place that was just triggering everything and that it was like make it was almost like mentally comatosing him a little bit and then yeah you know, right. and also happen. what he did at the end I mean I think that it's kind of like the proposition right where you're with somebody who's just so awful that you're just like right. well this person just they're just worse right yeah they don't yeah. they don't they don't deserve to live right. Yeah. <laughs> Because he hated right. he hated watching the kids die, even if he partook in it. Yeah, it was a very depressing movie. Well, that's that's like. that's the interesting thing about the movie because <laughs> they show that really early on with that character too when he's when he's doing something with the bodies and stuff and he's in his underwear and I was like, what the fuck are you doing? But he's like he's cleansing himself, right? He does it a yeah. few times throughout the movie. He cleanses himself and he he does this thing where he flicks up the water and stuff and it's that's a mental thing, man. Mental cleansing, man. I, I really am a fan of these sort of movies that I feel like anything can happen. Like if you start off the movie with like in a martyrs-esque way with just blowing people away, I'm like, all right, you got me peaked. It doesn't waste um, any time. Yeah, that too. It starts fucking right away. I mean, um, it it doesn't in the beginning, but then it's just repetitive. I I mean, I didn't really get that, but I, I... um, I don't know. I, 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 I like the ride. Good. I like I like I, the ride I for lack of like a better it as much as term. some people probably, but it's my number nine. I mean, I the, the landscape, the landscape is beautiful. Like it's fucking it, the cinematography is the best part of the movie. Oh, too, it's, I think. I mean, I mean Carly, Zealand, dude. Yeah, yeah, beautiful man. You kind of agreed with me a bit, Carly, didn't you? You didn't love this one. Yeah, and it's the same reasons. I was like, I told JP, this is and Jeremy. I was like, this is really depressing, and like it. But I'm just thinking the whole time. I feel like I'm more depressed than the parents are. Like I don't know. It was just yeah. I kept thinking about it, and I'm like, okay, the movie peaked at that point, but it it's kind of a downfall to me because I'm like, all I'm thinking about is your dead kids up in the hill. Are you thinking about them? I don't think you are. The, but the, the one part in the movie that actually kind of bugged me was what happened to the the wife, and it, it was just the cinematography. What you know when she ends up where she is she was stuff. still alive yeah man that that bugged me because i thought maybe that she was you know somehow like i it would have been ridiculous yeah. if you know did pop up or whatever but but it was just the way it was filmed because it is giving you the notion that you know she's okay you know she's in the water but she's gonna make it but they don't even they don't even ever come back to it it's just, no that's what i'm saying but then by the end of the movie you're like oh i guess she didn't make it <laughs> you never know you never know but, that's but that, what that's same thing you never know if he was the kid really and I, he does have a good line where he says something like you were the same to us and we we're the same to you you know it's like a you know it, yeah but i also everybody's like oh that guy's so evil because he didn't do anything and it's just like no there's human nature we all have he never does he never does anything. show the evidence of his arm right of being scrubbed because well, he it, never was he was not him. that kid he was not, not yeah. that kid right yeah Right. I think he was there though. He knew too much details about the place. He could have learned it, about it from his friend though too. He could have, and you're right. But um, I don't know. It, I, I get the sense that they were both there. That's why they were friends. I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah. A whole feature review on that shit. <laughs> but the thing is, like, he but, did know. He did know su- certain things though. So yeah, I mean, it is definitely yeah, the way he was like questioning him. It was like he knew. Well, you had more, to have information. Like, he knew for he, fact. He definitely you know, knew shit. Some of this stuff. Yeah. Right. Um, but anyway, that's. But he I obviously mean, did. But dark. he obviously. I mean, he could have been told that shit from his friend about the the swastika right. and stuff like that too. But at the same time, I mean, if he didn't, I mean, he obviously had this information that the teacher knew too. Right. So there's something there. There is. 
it's the, just also like he knows everybody's shit. acting like the teacher's the most evil human being on earth because he did well that's what thing. i told like, you who I gives a fuck i mean justified like the i don't feel like they painted a picture properly of the abuse there you he know just didn't I mean? do anything he just didn't do anything which i think it was he, hard yeah, too because he wasn't the abuser the because he, he actually the i mean they they i mean i think it's factual that he wasn't tech he was just technically a bystander so i think it's harder to paint the picture when you're seeing it from that point of view you know as a bystander yeah it's just i don't know anyway yeah i'm sure we'll come back so jeremy or jp what was that rating eight out of ten okay all right cool carly all right on a lighter note my number nine is psycho a gourmet pg yeah, PG. Um, now I barely even remember this. Man. This was what'd you say? Preposterous boar man. <laughs> yeah, Dave Z hates this. Um, well, Dave Z's a I... fucking pretentious asshole, then, man. Fuck. <laughs> you hear that, Dave? Called you pretentious, motherfucker. Hey, you like that, Dave Z? If, if Dave Z didn't say it, it ain't funny. <laughs> Dave Z says same jokes, hilarious. Psycho Gorman, not funny. oh fucking christ but i had a lot of fun with this movie i don't remember it like at all except for the i shall give you a warrior warrior's death or whatever and the and that whole scene yeah and then the cop and like it's so loose in my memory it was such an early on film but i just i laughed out loud multiple times and i just had a really fun time with it um, you know, the two kids in it are annoying, but it's in a funny way. And Especially the little girl, man, she's yeah. super annoying. Oh, she killed yeah, her. She, 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 she's she's so funny because she's, she's so got that fucking song. mean. She's just so fucking mean, dude. <laughs> I'm the heckin' best. Yeah, that's yeah, all. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just love how she's the they younger sister. Girl, she's not I even think. the older <laughs> sister, dude. She's the younger sister <laughs> picking <laughs> on her older brother. Yeah, that's, that's what's what so funny, it about funny. It. Yeah, I know, it's hilarious. But it's a fun move. And yeah, we, me and Carly both loved it. We, when we watched it, we just had so much fun with it. Oh, it's hilarious. Yes. Dude, uh, Steve Stanislavski, man. Oh, fuck, man. I love him, man. Yeah, fucking Jeremy. He looks exactly like Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally looks identical to Jeremy. It's hilarious. It's so funny. But uh, honestly, Astron 6, man, they do no wrong with me, man. It's really yeah, funny. They're all good. So, um, they're just fun movies, dude. Like, fuck. Very Power Rangers influenced, which is fun. Yeah. Yeah. I shall give it an 8 out of 10. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. Uh, well, uh, Dave. I think, it's, I think it's me. All right. I'm talking like this. Right okay. So uh, this one I... I had like, you know, it's the bottom of your list, the bottom three. You're like, this could be like one of six movies this year. So, mm-hmm. but I kept thinking about it. Coming home like, in the dark. We know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking shocker. Um, <laughs> did I just act like I never said any of that shit? Right, right. That, that would have been classic <laughs> like, material, like, man. What are you? I'm all mentally ill. <laughs> no. But, um,. Anyways, this one was something I thought back and I was like, oh, I can leave it off my list and throw maybe one of these other ones. And then I was just like, no, this movie's too much made for me. It's too much me. Like I and I just kept thinking about it. It's got great visuals. It's got a lot of shout outs to uh, uh, Italian cinema takes place in a fucking movie theater. It's a gory ass slasher. It's the last matinee. 
from our Argentina, I think. You know, I kept calling this movie the last manatee the entire time. <laughs> Are you fucking dumb? <laughs> I seriously did. I just, After you watched it, you called it the last no, no, manatee. I never seen it. I'm just okay. saying when people would mention it in chats and stuff, I just read, you know, how you read without yeah, like yeah, actually yeah, looking you, at the words. You think I just it was kept a sequel to the last unicorn all the time. I thought it was about a fish or something. What is that about a killer sea cow? Is a killer sea cow. No, no, man i am I, so pissed i'm so pissed. this is now. totally up your alley moods that's why i you should have got to try to see it i know you could dude this is totally up moods alley this would made moods top 10 i'm sure of it. oh my god that's so annoying now i, I might as well just buy the blu-ray then fuck the killer J- jeremy ripped me off he i has had to a, send him this and he didn't even win he has a fucking jar of eyeballs he collects everyone's eyeballs in a jar it's fucking it's it's like a bunch of italian posters in the background the movie uh, playing in the theater is some dog shit frankenstein movie day of the day of the beast frankenstein it's a real movie that nobody watched oh, but i'm really? sure you know what it is. Yeah, it's, <laughs> right. it's so bad that you think it's fake but i was like i thought oh, it was fake yeah yeah it's a bad movie i think but no the gore effects are great um they do t- spend some time with the characters and people were complaining yeah. like nothing happens for 30 minutes I'm like dude no, you nothing happens fucking- for an hour no no dude these hour. motherfuckers watch fucking 80 slashers where there's 45 minutes of fucking absolute nothing and bad dialogue and they're like yeah but when they die it's great it's like this is the same fucking thing but also it's a beautiful looking movie because it's more like stage fright than fucking 1990 fucking i mean like 10 dollar fucking camp background slasher or whatever the fuck movie <laughs> um which i love those too but those movies are like ten dollars and they're like pitch black and they're like talking and fucking around like take for example death screams which i like but there's like an hour of talking and there's a but this one it's stylized they set up all the characters so when they die i felt bad it's gory it's fun it's fucking i'm not saying this is the most amazing thing ever it's a 7.5 just like the stylist Damn, hmm. still at seven point five. Seven and a half, man. Crazy. Yeah, I'm and now I'm I'm very annoyed because this is one I wanted to check out. It's not like I missed it. And I obviously set it off the top of the show, but um yeah, man. I oh. I, I knew that it was set set in a in a theater and I was like and it was a slasher, and I'm like, man, I gotta fucking see this, man, because I love anything that's set in theaters or malls. And yeah. the, the killer's like a little troll man, dude. He looks so cheap. Oh man, and this is this like, is bugging the hell out of me now. And uh, see him and, right uh, in the first shot of the movie, so he's not like a mystery or anything. Yeah, no, it's not a, it's not a mystery. Who he is. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like fucking stage fright. Like you're like, oh, escape per- mental patient. And he's uh, fucking, you know, it's just a crazy guy. Um, so also, what I love about it is they use music cues that you would know. Like I'm pretty sure, like I, I'd have to watch it, but it was one of those ones like where it was a movie I've seen a million times. Like I think like they use a music cue from like I want to say it might be House on the Edge of the Park. It's one of the movies that I've heard a million times, and I was like, oh, is that music cue right there at the very end before the credits? You'll recognize it. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I didn't know it. On rewatch, this could go up to an eight very easily. I only got to watch all my movies one time, except one. Yeah, it's a seven five. Moods, I'm telling you, I Is think you'll at least get this. one. Your number one, uh, possibly. <laughs> Did you? Do you have the Blu-ray? Yeah, yeah. Cool. So does yeah, Jeremy? I, I got to grab. Me off. I don't. I don't oh, ever I buy. I'll be. I'll be honest. I'm. I'm one of those. I'm. I'm one of those. Um, kind of assholes that doesn't buy modern Blu-rays from like Arrow and stuff. I, I stick to like the retro shit. So like no, when modern stuff a, comes uh, out, I'm like Dark eh. Star. Yeah, I'll, I'll pass. You could have ordered it from Vinegar Syndrome. Yeah, Vinegar Syndrome. Oh, from yeah, yeah. I'm just modern stuff, man. I'm just in general. I'm just like, eh, whatever. I'm very sparingly with it. You know what I mean? Like I ordered the last matinee here and there. I don't buy all yeah. of the new Did stuff. You, buy but all the old- you want you want yeah, to get something fucked up? 2021. I bought 
two movies released in 2021 all year. Two. Um, Actual 2021 <laughs> movies. I'm, I'm Obviously, I bought hundreds and hundreds of movies that weren't, but two movies, which is Psycho Gorman and fucking Malignant. Those are the only two movies I bought from 2021. Oh, I think the only one I bought was Leprechaun's Game. And I only bought Malignant <laughs> because I wanted to fucking rewatch it because I watched it in the cinema with Godzilla. And I really, really, really wanted to rewatch it again because... You know, it's one of those it's one of those things in your life where you go into a movie and you don't know a thing of all I knew that it was James Wan. I didn't know the narrative. I didn't know anything I hadn't seen. So it kind of fucking took me by surprise. And I, I like Malignant. I really liked it. But I wanted to rewatch it to see if my opinion was going to change for the better or worse or whatever. And yeah, that's why I bought the movie again. So I only bought two movies in 2021. That is insane. I'm. Jeremy ripped me off and made me buy him one for 2021. What's that? You said that 30 times. <laughs> yeah, because nobody's acknowledging it. <laughs> Just like the Pittsburgh Penguins winning nine Jeremy straight. That's what Jeremy do, man. That's what Jeremy do. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he do. That's what he do. That's what he do. Why hey, by the way, the Pittsburgh Penguins won nine straight. Bullshit. <laughs> That's like... Me and this guy at work were talking, and I was you're like, "You're gonna feel oh. like a dickhead when that Sunday comes around." And they're fucking. I still win, so it doesn't. I know, matter. but you tricked me. I didn't trick. They, they the fucking won with once. They fucking won on a two point version. Dude, they were what gonna was the lose movie? The fucking game. What was the movie? The Last Manatee. The, oh my god! Hey, the Last hey. Manatee. Yeah, Jesus. it's a sequel hey, to the. Hey, it's a sequel to the Florida Project. It's called The Last Manatee. And I'm not <laughs> counting New York Ninja, which was released in 2021, which is a 1984 movie. I'm not counting that as a 2021 release. It is a 2021 release, it but it's not a new. No, it's, that, a, it's a retro. That's a true 2021 release because yeah. it wasn't finished until 2021. It's true, but the whole movie was filmed in, in you know 1984. So I'm not counting that. But if you want to, not then completed. three. Then three whatever <laughs> and it will say um, what a beautiful release man Ooh, finger syndrome that company man boners straight boners all right all right um david's oh it's dared give oh it's my turn oh my god where am i here uh so what are we on number are we nine are we only on number nine <laughs> Well, yeah, we spent now talking. Well, midnight's coming. <laughs> midnight's going to come real fast. Okay. Yeah, we'll be going home in the dark. All right. So, <laughs> well, because we got all the fucking awards after, and then no, I'm just joking. We don't have awards. Oh, I was about to show. say. Wait a minute. <laughs> no, we don't do we don't do the awards anymore because they're they're just time consuming. They're boring. Nobody listens. Yes. Nobody even cares. All right. So, anyways, my number nine is actually a very very recent watch had this queued up for a little bit and once i heard the homies talking about that they were watching i was like i need to watch this one and of course i wanted to check it out because it's alexandre ajah oh nice new film oxygen uh i thought this was kind of a different one for him it was you know i mean not really crawl was kind of kind of like yeah, I guess you. I guess contained. you're right. I guess you're right. It was more of a contained film, but I mean, we know him from like uh, High Tension and fucking um, Hills Have Eyes remake and Piranha 3D. Piranha. I get he Wars. really kind of went different did, ways after his first two. <laughs> but I really like Piranha 3. Honestly, dude, that movie's ridiculous, but it's fun. It's entertaining. But I personally really liked Horns. I thought Horns was cool. Yeah, horns. 
uh, crawl, whatever. I mean, it's okay. I like, I like horns. Crawl. Horns is great. I thought horns was horns really is very good. fun. Yeah, it is. With, uh, with I laughed fucking, a lot. Yeah, with Harry Potter. Yeah. Uh, so Oxygen is a movie that I, I thought was really had an interesting premise because I, like JP, really like these confined horror films and stuff. And, you know, this is a great example of a movie that's made in the, the COVID era. I mean, there's one person. There's literally one fucking person in this movie. It's crazy. Uh, so basically the storyline is um, our main character. Uh, I think Liz, her name's Liz. Elizabeth. I can't believe I remembered that. <laughs> Played by Melanie yeah, Laurinette. She's the chick from Inglorious Bastards. And I couldn't, like, I'm watching the movie going, who the fuck is this chick? I, I know who the fuck she is. I'm like, quick little INDB. I'm like, oh my God, it's the chick from Inglorious Bastards. Awesome. Yeah, she was the French That's chick. That's a Tarantino movie, by the way. Yes, the, yes, the Tarantino movie, not the original Inglorious Bastards. The best Tarantino not the, movie, by the way. The it's best. not. Did you say okay. the best? <laughs> no, that's your favorite. All I his would, movies are great. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> I would. That's your favorite. I. Who cares what the best is? Um. So, anyways, it, it, interesting premise, man. She basically wakes up in this cryogenetic chamber, and the thing is she only has about 72 minutes left of, uh, of oxygen oxygen before she obviously suffocates to death. And now she's got to figure out what the fuck is going on because she can't remember how she got there or even who she is. But the cool thing is, is that there's like an automated computer system in there that she can talk to. It's like and even, super high tech. Yeah. It's like super, like super high tech. Let Mooch review the movie, dude. Computer technology and stuff. So, Relax, so basically it, it's a really interesting premise where she needs to figure out how she needs to survive this, but she needs to figure out who she is and, and, and all these little things. And, and communicate and they, she can literally like get this computer system to communicate with the, you know, with everything, you know, kind of thing. And I'll just leave it at that. It's a really interesting premise. And I had, I was kind of blown away by the reveal in this, to be honest. Yeah. It was like, you kept like, I was so invested in like, what's going to like, where, where it's going, like the mystery yeah. of it. Cause it, it's like, it it's layered like on onion, you know, you just get more pieces, more layers of like the story. And I just, I was so invested in it. It was interesting. Right. Because like immediately you think it's something like one of those movies where what's that Ryan Reynolds film where he's buried, buried. buried. <laughs> <laughs> what's that movie called when he's buried? <laughs> That was classic. That was fucking classic. But anyways, you know, like I just she, watched that a couple months ago again. I've actually never seen the movie, but, uh, but yeah, like it, it's, I love these kind of mysteries where you wake up and like, what the fuck is going on? Like she doesn't remember shit and like she's got to figure all this stuff. And it's really cool how it develops and what it turns out to be. It's one of these movies you don't really want to say a lot about because you can't really right. say anything. It's literally her in a cryogenetic chamber and it's filmed with her on her back the whole time. Like there's no, like it's, it's very, it's like three feet of room, you know, it's like there's, it's shot brilliantly. It's acted really well. Like I got to give it up to her, man. She fucking plays this role so well. You see the emotion Mm -hmm. in her and it's, it's so well done. Um, and I'll say also that where it ends up going was truly not disappointing. No, it wasn't. I had this feeling in the pit of my stomach that it was going to be disappointing where it, where once things are revealed, but it wasn't, I was like, Oh, this is really cool. And I don't even want to say what the disappointments could have been because then it'll kind of give maybe certain things away. It's like the matrix. That's all you got to think of. It's just such a (laughs) cool disappointment. It's just such a cool idea, man. I I really like these type of movies. I don't even want to say too much about it at all. Like, I I, I think I'm even done. 
I really don't want to spoil this because I yeah. feel like people haven't seen this one. Maybe not. And it's really well, Dave easy. Hasn't, it's right? literally on. I ain't watched it. It's on. Um, home with it's, the fucking dark instead. It's on. It's on. It's on. It's on Netflix. So I do almost. It's on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. it's on and Netflix. I tried so to get it's... Carly to watch it, but she hates space moves and she hates science moves. And she Shut hates up, oxygen. dude! Not, she she that's hates a oxygen. Joke. She only likes yeah. carbon dioxide. <laughs> I was like, watch Oxygen. She's like, I hate space moves. It's a joke. (laughs) I would have watched it. I ran out of time. I thought maybe she wouldn't like claustrophobic movies, man. Because if you get that feel, like, it's very claustrophobic. Barry, man. Barry is even worse, dude. Yeah. Barry is even worse than this movie. Yeah, uh, that movie's horrible. It's it's I wouldn't say it's like overly intense. It's just a it's a really good mystery, and I like how it unfolds. I like how you know the people that she contacts, and like how it kind of it just kind of comes full circle. It's a very interesting premise. It's very interesting. I think it's very yeah. good for like more of a low budget type film, and and uh, really I don't want to say anything else. Yeah. So would you rate that? I gave it eight out of ten. Also, nice. so. Yeah, eight out of ten, and that was from France. That's a French film, so mm-hmm. got some UK, France on my list. All right, yeah, Jeremy. All right, next up, we have a, I guess you could say, COVID influenced kind of movie uh, released by Neon from a Mr. Ben Wheatley titled "In the Earth." Now I know when this movie came out. Hmm. Uh, JP and I had conversations about it, and you know he liked some ideas of this movie, but the feeling I got from him is that he didn't really dig it that much. But I think this movie's cool as shit. I love the main antagonist in this movie. He definitely has a Mick Taylor kind of a feel to him. Um, you know, it's basically in this post-apocalyptic world where there's this uh, virus that is ravaging the Earth, and we follow these two scientists who are. Uh, going outside to uh, do some experiments about growing crops, and they come across this guy pretty much living in the middle of the woods, and um, shit hits the fan as the as the film goes on. And this movie's super, super uh, avant-garde-esque towards the end of the movie. A lot of, you know, if you have epilepsy, you definitely don't want to watch this movie. But it's uh, a really interesting experimental movie by Ben Wheatley. You know, his last few movies I haven't been too hot on. I know he made some, you know, that stupid Rebecca movie, which is whatever. But he made Free Fire, which was it was just okay. I thought Free Fire was alright. It's kind of a, a gangster-inspired kind of movie. But of course, you know, he's known for Kill List and Sightseers. But I've never seen a field in England, but I heard that one is actually quite good, too. And he's he's directing Mech 2 whenever that ends up coming out. But I thought this movie was really cool. I thought it, it had really good acting and some really some really gnarly effects. This is one thing where um, where there's this, this close-up of this guy's foot, and it's fucking nasty. And um, I thought this movie was really, really cool. Something that you probably wouldn't have seen in the theaters if it wasn't for the pandemic and there was nothing else to fucking release at the time. And uh, Neon releases some cool stuff. I like whatever they put out. They put out Pig this year, and they put out Spencer, and they put out some cool stuff, Neon. Uh, What was that other one? Uh, Green Order, which I feel like nobody saw. But um, this was pretty good. I gave it an 8 out of 10 in the earth. If you like like experimental... uh, 
eco kind of horror films, then you're probably going to dig this one. It's not for everybody, though. Yeah, yeah I, I, I also dug it quite a bit. Yeah, I gotta I say, man, they, this is this is my least favorite fucking Ben Wheelie movie, man, so far. Yeah. I've loved everything that... Actually, I haven't seen High Rise. I'll, I'll be honest, I haven't seen High Rise. Holy shit. I don't care for Field in England very much. I liked Field in England. I didn't love it, but I thought it was pretty cool. But Sightseers, man, that movie is fucking oh, Sightseers funny. Sightseers is gold, man. Fucking yeah, funny as hell, and everyone knows Kill This. But I, th- I, w- I was. This is actually one of the movies of the year that I was really disappointed with because I was like, man, Ben Wheatley. So was I. Has a fucking like movie him. out this year. I'm like, shit, man. And I approached this with, you know, not caution, but I, I was really looking forward to this. And I don't know, man. I, I don't think I really cared for I the just story. Don't like where man. it went. Yeah, I just yeah, same, same. I did same. Not love it. The, the that, second that was, half did a lot for me more than the first half. The first half, I was like, oh, we're doing this shit again, like twenty minutes of water. <laughs> and then, like the second half, I was like, oh no, we're gonna mix fucking folk and trippiness yeah. and science, and it got real interesting visually. Love, and, and the gore spot. Well, the visuals were yeah. really good in it. I just Cringy didn't. Fuck, yeah, man, I, I just didn't really great. care for what it was doing, though. To be honest, like I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm kind of the same way with you, man. It's like, I like the movie. I just thought uh, yeah. I, I expected it more. I liked more. it, too. I liked it, too. I just wasn't blown away. I bet away our ratings it. are all the same, and we're fucking, like, acting like we're so far apart. <laughs> I gave it a 7, I think. Yeah. I think I have it at a 7. I might have it at a 7, too, actually, to be honest. Stop it. Just check my NDB. <laughs> I have it written down somewhere here, but... But I mean, I mean, again, you know, for me, it just wasn't top 10, but it was interesting enough. And I always like trippy visuals. Like, you know me, I love visual type films. Like this scene where all the fucking, like I said, I saw it a while ago when all the fucking strobe lights are going off. I mean, that shit is fucking yeah, trippy. Yeah, I, I thought about right the there. epilepsy thing when I was Dude, in the theater. I me was like, too, yeah, man. Yeah. I thought the same thing. I was like, there was no warning before this movie was there. I well, was trying to think about it in the theaters, like out by the concessions. Oh, did stuff. they? Okay, because usually noticed. when you watch yeah. these things, like they'll give you warnings because epilepsy is a serious fucking thing, right? So I, I was trying to worry about it and think about it, and then I realized I was on the fucking floor biting my tongue. <laughs> 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 One minute I was eating Cheetos, next thing I know is on the fucking floor. <laughs> Next minute, I'm on the floor with the Cheetos. Yeah, fucking, <laughs> my fucking dick and my face were orange that, as hell. I think I'll have some of that too. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> that's fucking hilarious which is like oh man i ate all my popcorn i'm just gonna have a seizure now and eat the person's next to me that fell to the floor yeah boy. You're, <laughs> you're you're literally on the ground fucking shaking and it's like accidentally biting the fucking guy's ankle next to you he's like <laughs> <laughs> sir i'm trying to watch the movie can you stop eating me at that point both you guys could sue the th- uh, the cinema man for not having a warning up <laughs> i tried to eat the guy Oh man, that's great. That's great. All right, so that was Jeremy, right? I think it, I don't think it got a Blu-ray. I think it just got a fucking DVD. Isn't that insane that we live in the golden Stop era of collecting? We got fucking just straight DVDs now. Yeah, and a visual movie like, like spontaneous, that. like spontaneous. They yeah, get no a fucking shit. Blu-ray. for a movie that's obviously shot in you know fucking high def. You know, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah. What did you rate that? Eight. An eight. Okay. So Jeep or Jeremy actually started with eights. Crazy. So Dave is the asshole who starts with seven and a half. Man, fuck, we're we're the ones complaining about the air being so Frig horrible, off. and he's like, "Fucking seven and a half." Frig off. Frig you. Don't tell no, me this only you. has a DVD. It's fucking <laughs> fucked up. That is fucked up. All right. So back to the top. 
JP. Yeah, okay. So uh, coming in at number eight for me, um, film I watched quite a while ago at this point, I think. I watched it in the theater. Um, one of the theatrical releases that I actually enjoyed I already know this what year. It is. I already know what it is. No, you don't. Yes, I do. Guess. You're going to say Halloween. Don't say fucking Halloween kills. It's Candyman. throw up. No, it's not Candyman. No. Don't um, say Halloween kills. I'm going to puke. Shut up. <laughs> From a representative of my top 50 favorite directors who has been really impressing me over the last couple years, and that is M. Night Shyamalan's old. Ooh, M. Um, Night Shyamalan Ding Dong. Damn. Crazy. I, I never gosh. even thought... You know, I will say before you get started that everybody knows I'm not a big M. Night Shyamalan Ding Dong fan, but I enjoyed old, and I'll tell you why briefly because i love thanks i love movies about aging for some reason it's like the weirdest thing but i think it's so intriguing then why don't you like warlock holes there's plot holes like how the hell do they know how to swim even though they were little when they got on the island and they wouldn't know how Did to you swim. not know how to swim but, magically, but now magically they could hold their Wait, hold on. you, you don't know you didn't know how to swim when you were little not that well. He probably doesn't know how to swim right now. I knew how to swim when I was like fucking four. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, they didn't dude. know how to fucking navigate all these fucking corals and all this other bullshit. I don't know. How old are I the kids? There's, they were like eight or something. Eight. No, you eight. can fucking swim when you're eight. Yeah, dude. What the fuck? What are you doing? I grew up on a I just think that they didn't. I just think that they, they lose life experiences that they ought to we talked about this jp well they're, they're literally out. rapidly growing by the minute kind of thing and i think the brains are too and maybe their abilities are and their, their brains are definitely growing yeah away. and, and their abilities i don't think so. they don't do have things. those life experiences so how the hell but they, they know they might have known how to says the guy that's lived his whole I know, life but, in I his remember, fucking... but i remember we talked about i i haven't seen it but i remember another point that i brought up when i was watching it that we talked about that they wouldn't know how to do that. Like them having a kid, how would they know how to have sex? They how, they were fucking little. They wouldn't know anything. Bro, about how does anyone? They were know like how eight years sex. old, dude. Dude, dude having sex it's like is a natural, a natural how thing. Do dogs know how to it's have a natural sex. thing. Honestly, procreation is just a natural thing, man. It doesn't. You don't have to learn how to have sex. Just you, you just know, know how, how to have, have sex. sex does not mean that other people. You know what? You could go as far as to say that having sex is involuntary. Right, you have no control well, over it. You know it. how to hey, do it. Boots, Boots uh, uh, actually likes rape. You heard him. He said sex is involuntary. <laughs> I'm saying having sex is like your heart beating. It's involuntary. You just know how to. Your body just knows how to do it. Your brain just reacts because we need to procreate. The, the point of life is to create more. How did cavemen know how to have sex? Exactly. Can Boots' new nickname be Rape Man. <laughs> Jesus, I'm, I'm trying to fucking have psycho, a civil conversation about man. how the psycho human, the human brain <laughs> already knows how to have sex, and I'm fucking rape man part six. Are you serious? You're, you're psycho rape man. I'm psycho rape man. But they even point that out in the movie where they're like, you know, they they they, they they're saying that like they don't know what's the feelings they're getting. You know what I mean? Well, like, it's just like because, when you're six, seven years old and you wake up with a boner. You don't know why you have a boner, but your body is is telling you why you have a bone you just don't understand it yeah, i don't even remember when exactly, i did so they wouldn't it's, it's hormones it's hormones telling you no but your body's telling you yes wait mm -hmm. what was that carly but nothing i i just said masturbation like i figured that out when i was like five i don't remember how and you know why you figured it out because you touched yourself and it felt good you don't know why it right. does but you just your body you just your brain knows these things it's a part of it's, it's a part of life it really is insert it's, just, it's involuntary 
if it feels it's just good. That Jeremy, Jeremy, since Jeremy has not had sex, he just doesn't believe Jeremy, that there's like eight year olds that have had sex. He still hasn't even him. figured out masturbation yet. Probably, he's like, "What is masturbation?" Jeremy, did you get your pubes this year? Yeah, and my, and my Sports Illustrated football phone too. <laughs> you didn't tell him about my pubes, did you? <laughs> <laughs> Guess what? Um, I got Sports Illustrated football phone. No way. <laughs> no way, dude. Dude, I love fucking love Wade's. Dude, bro. I oh, literally had one of those, man. Those football Ooh. phones, they're fucking awesome. It's <laughs> her pleasure. So, <laughs> shut up. So anyway, old, um, thanks for reviewing it, guys, but this is my pick. Can we get your ratings on that, guys? JP, can you stop talking about the movie? That's enough. <laughs> like, just give the rating. <laughs> Um, so for me, I, I will say that like I didn't love how the ending happened with the coral and stuff like that. That that was a little bit of a negative I had, but overall, I I just found this movie extremely freaking depressing too because it, it basically encapsulates your entire life into like a couple days, which is really sad when you think about it. it kind of puts in perspective how short life is in general. Um, but like even like the parents and and. and it just i know the mystery of it was cool too and then how they explain what the reason for everything is was interesting um and then i, I like, thought the refill was underwhelming i thought it was interesting um i didn't think it was fantastic it was not, but i i, it was I not accepted an M. it ding dong level twist yeah yeah like, but you don't have like i hate that everybody expects that from him because it's like just let the guy make a regular movie you know what i mean without some crazy twist no, um, gotta have a twist it's and like shamalama ding dong every one of his yeah, movies that, has that, a twist it doesn't have to be fucking six sense bullshit but the visit's yeah. better anyways um the <laughs> visit is really good that's his only r-rated that's his only r-rated movie he's ever and, made the and visit. it's probably his it's, it, maybe that's why i like it man because it's fucking it's actually no, no, legitimately it's, good it's pg-13 what's the one yeah. that the happening that's his only r-rated yeah, and movie. that's that didn't have a twist Ooh, i've never seen that one the twist was kind of a. <laughs> I, I like that happening. There's no twist. Yeah, I never it's saw the, that it's one. It's the plot of the movie. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, so. <laughs> a reveal wasn't like a twist. Everyone yeah, thinks that in these movies. <laughs> um, but. But uh, there's the character named Midsize Midsize Sedan in this movie. I swear to God, every time they said that, I fucking laughed in the theater. What is it, big guy? It's just a parody of like the SoundCloud rap era with all the yeah, fucking it's a big black. Oh, it's the fucking rapper. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, yeah, I yeah. didn't watch old. I didn't watch old. Yeah, it, it's a it's a parody of like the dumbass names of all like the SoundCloud right. rappers of today that fucking kid boo and shit um but <laughs> um I, I don't know i just thought this movie was uh, you know really interesting I, I like the concept of it felt very twilight zoney which i'm always a fan of um i gave it an eight out of ten cool man all right it's all right i liked it for what it was i wasn't the biggest fan of it i gave it a six uh, Carly. Great. Well, <clears throat> now my number eight. I almost feel embarrassed by it. Old. No. It's Halloween. It's Halloween kills. Oh God! I'm gonna twenty twenty one. Go ahead. You know what? Just go throw up and no, then I'll finish my review. Just yeah, ah. you speak first. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Halloween kills. Now let, let let's. I, I saw this with JP, JPEG, of course, and then I really liked it. And then I went and saw it with my mom and my aunt and my cousin, too, like a week later, because my mom wanted to see it. And I still liked it, but I saw 
all, all the ridiculous flaws to it, but I still liked it because I was quite entertained by it. Unlike Halloween 2018, where that movie just pissed me off the whole time and everything in it annoyed me. I am a sucker for the fan service. I do not care. I am a Halloween fam girl, and this is what I wanted out of the Halloween, uh, I guess you could call it reboot sequels, whatever you want to call these. Um, and I don't know. I just loved all the flashbacks to the 70s. Um, I thought Michael Myers, uh, the performance of him was really good. Um, reminded me very much of the Michael you would get in the original film, uh, just his movements and everything. And um, like I said, I kind of like the fan service. Uh, some of it is very cringe and a little forced, but even that I find funny. So it, it just this movie entertained me. And I liked it, and I would rewatch this one a lot more than I would 2018. Who is laughing? I will kill them. No, I agree with you. You're right. I inhaled. Okay. I, I, laugh. I laughed because you're right. The fan service is so over the top, it becomes funny. And I don't yeah, hate this like, movie either. I, it's terrible, but I like it. <laughs> like, I it, it really, like, I really realized the second time around, I was like, wow, this movie kind of isn't that good of a movie. But I, it's entertaining to me, just like... That scene in the fucking... Insane asylum with the guy running into the hospital. It's fucking the most retarded thing I've ever seen in my life. <clears throat> I still and when think. Tommy Wallace goes, "Hey, it's Michael." It's like, get the fuck out of here. You know, Michael's not a fat fucking dude. Evil and dies tonight, Jeremy. That's all yes, that matters. God, you know what? Michael pisses Paul, me off. That, you know, that scene is fucking awful. You know what fucking makes me laugh about this movie? Doesn't bother me. The fact that yeah. this movie is fucking awful that makes me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what else makes me really laugh while this movie is that one of the biggest issues that people always had with the original sequel to Halloween was the fact that Jamie Lee Curtis spent the whole time in the hospital. Yeah, I said this Fast forward day. 40 fucking years. Guess what she does again? She spends the whole fucking time in the fucking hospital. It's hilarious. To me. It's yeah, so like fucking funny to me that that's how it ended up being feels yeah, like, like it doesn't you it? know what Curtis shouldn't even be in these movies anymore so i was fine with it like you, you know like, what carly and i just know this next what I, I think the things that you liked i didn't like the um the original <laughs> the, the the scenes at the beginning of the film you know those kind of fake flashback scenes or whatever you want to call them i i thought that shit was all cringe man i i was like oh, what the I, fuck the oh, that stuff pretty was rough so good man. i didn't like those things the that, acting was really rough in this movie it was just i yeah. just didn't feel the need you you honestly didn't have to have that shit you could have just went into the sequel like they kind of did you know but but it was so cool that they were able to make it look just like the fucking movie and Loomis looked it just like no, no dude really i don't i don't think you're right makeup. dude i don't no, think it looks right i don't think it looks right at all that's all practical moods yeah, I, I don't think makeup, it looks bad. Guy really looks I think like the Lewis. editing is terrible in that scene. The fast. What do you mean by that? Oh, dude, I know. At first, I thought it was CG on him, and I was like, "Holy fuck, man!" I they got this think. guy to look like him, but then they got the guy. They had a guy play the makeup. voice, who just sounded just like fucking Loomis. Too. I was like, "That's crazy." That was uh, interesting. My, my mom thought they brought him back to life and had him play that character. <laughs> no, that whole scene actually baffled me a little bit, but I just didn't really care for the fact that they even did that for it. But it, you know, that's minor shit, man. Like my biggest fucking problem with this movie, besides the whole stupid mob thing, in which I will say a lot of people were confused. I'm like, why the fuck is this fat guy fucking running around? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, man, he also escaped from, with Michael in the first film. They just yeah. played it out in the second film. I think people kind of forgot about that part. It's They're the like, same day. Yeah. It's and that, not it's Halloween. Yeah. It is. But people, people didn't realize why 
this guy was being a focus and stuff. And I'm like, well, because he would also escape with Michael. I'm like, fuck you. People miss that shit. But the mob shit was a little over the top for me and a little bit too much. It was a little over the top. And at the same time, like, I don't think that people making a mistake that someone wearing a Smith Grove sanitarium jacket or, or shirt is Michael Myers who escaped from Smith Grove sanitarium is that big of a mistake. Well, I have a thing in this movie that it's just so over the top coming home in the dark that pissed me off where it's like that I do not believe whatsoever and I'm going to get destroyed on it by you guys. But I think it's totally true. It's the fucking nurse and the doctor. I do not give two fucks if you live in a small town and you're a nurse and a doctor and you know shit is hitting the fan, you are not going to go out and fucking hunt Michael Myers. You're going to go to the hospital and help people and save people. Probably. That is a bunch of fucking those bullshit. those nurse and a doctor Halloween outfits? No, that really That's what I thought they were, too. No, the, really no, the joke doctor. was the guy was the nurse and oh, the girl okay. was a doctor, but they were actually a doctor and nurse. So it was just oh, like... Yeah. It's fucking, it's yeah. like all this training. Like, That's oh, ridiculous. But isn't that, isn't that what a mob Myers. is? Like, couldn't you make that argument for Frankenstein? Like, oh, all these regular people but, aren't going to hunt but, down this monster. Yeah, they would. Yes. But also, I'm just saying this. Like, this tone of this movie is entirely goofy. So the stupid <laughs> shit to me, it, it, it makes me cringe, but it also makes me laugh. And this is going to be a cult movie that is so bad it's good later. But I feel like good. that's the wrong tone to take with it because they, they play off the I, first part of it as being serious. And this one is yeah. goofy as fuck. Sure. It, and a, I feel it, like it's, it's a mismatch. Shit. I feel like it's a total imbalance in the – got to remember, I, I again, it's the same night. I disagree with that. And that's mm-hmm. kind of my but, problem with it. And I, Michael Anthony Hall, dude, like I just, I just uh, want well, weird science again, dude. Like what the like what the fuck are you doing? Like his character as Tommy Doyle is ridiculous. Like it's, he looks like a meatball. I wish it was funnier that the I could be like I love this character because it was funny. But his character was like it was so over the top. It was like bad. It was like bad. And I'm like they brought some other characters in. And I'm like oh my god, dude. But everything about this movie was just the mob shit. But I don't understand why you put social commentary into a slasher film like this. Like you're trying to put some commentary into there, and I'm like. It's a fucking slasher film. There's a time and a place for for commentary, which is, you know, there's certain type of films, man, like a fucking Jordan Peele film. It's fine. It's fine. I love that shit. But we're watching a slasher film for stalking kill. We don't need social but, commentaries, man. Like but the we, commentaries in the fourth one, they have the mob mentality. And, and these movies, I know they're a direct sequel to the first one, but they cherry pick a lot of the parts from even Rob Zombie's Halloween it, movies. Yeah, and, and they that, cherry pick what they like from them all right. and they mix it in there. So they have the mob mentality. Right. The one thing that Jeremy, right. when he watched it with me, he liked this more than me. I give yeah. it a six and a half. I enjoy it. I think it's dumb, but I enjoy it. And it's like the fucking 13th Halloween movie. I don't know what people expect. But um, the one thing about it is he said, I am not a Halloween like fanboy or anything. I don't really give a shit. But this being a direct sequel to that, you know, the third one in that series, they instead of, you know, they're trying to carry that mystique of Michael Myers in one movie. So they're having this supernatural element gain and he's basically coming becoming Michael Myers over one film instead of all these other movies built up. Oh, so yeah. he's, and then he's he gaining imagined- his supernatural ability right. and becoming this serial killer throughout the movie and making his mythology within this movie because they want that in the town. My and big problem with a lot of people yeah because technically this is taking it's one night it's definitely one night that happens happens in every i don't give a shit it pisses me off even more my big thing with with like 
and it's partially the fault of the the filmmakers but it's partially the fault of the fans too i think my biggest gripe with the the a lot of the reviews that i was hearing is people are imagining michael myers as if he was in 13 movies and that he's this mm-hmm. like super well-known mi- mythical yeah, creature that's not how when in fact it. he's just a guy that killed like three people on right. halloween like 30 years ago like that's why i'm saying like they're not going after you like jeremy says going after michael myers they're yeah, going, they're going after, after some, some old, old dude, dude. You know what I mean? It's not Michael Myers to them. And they're a bunch of idiots, so they don't know what they're going after. They're just it's like, what's him? Right. Also, it's gory, man. We gotta get you gotta give it props for the yeah. kills. The kills are great. Yeah. Good kills. Like man. I said, I expect I know why people don't like it, but I don't hold these in high I don't have a connection to the franchise. So if I get something that entertains me, that's all I ask for. I, I will agree the dialogue sometimes is horrible. I so the characters It's really it's poorly. it's like cringe though. It, it, it at I, times I understand. It's super I felt the cringe. same way. Like the sh- the sheriff it. bracket thing that Dave mentioned a few episodes ago, I like I do laughing. agree. That's, it's, it's, <laughs> the, the whole evil like, dies tonight thing. Who is? Get really I heard one reviewer. They're like, "Can he walk anymore?" Because like, <laughs> I'm not trying to be a dick. Because like, he's like on the ground. He's like evil. <laughs> but that's the thing. It's it, uh, it feels like it's almost parodying itself. Even though you gotta you gotta disconnect yourself from the rest of the franchise. But it's like the evil dies tonight thing is like. It's so funny, though. You know, if you put that, yourself into this, where the first film happened, and we had this is the third part in this trilogy, but it, it, it's become like a satire of itself with that saying, like, you're, evil dies tonight. You're, it's you're like, right. it's ridiculous, dude. It's so fucking funny, but man. Like, but bad, years, though. At 10 years, you'll watch this, and you'll laugh till you're in tears, and you'll enjoy it. <laughs> I'm telling you, watch. I think watch. But it is true, though, man, because you like almost need time to resonate with this shit. Franchise. You almost need time to resonate with yeah, these type of I'm things because... This, this will be a classic in the comedy sense. I will admit, yeah, though, maybe. I think the most cringe... Well, not the cringe shit, but like the mob shit was like... It was driving me a little bit crazy because it was so much of the movie. And so it took so much time. And then the demise of the fat dude was actually gory as fuck. And it made me laugh in the theater. I was like, well, I guess that was kind of worth it, right? <laughs> and was like, it was kind of funny. Which, yeah, I was like, is really good with the firefighters. I was like, fuck, man. But and, and I don't want to hear anyone complain about Rob Zombie's Halloween if they like this. Because dude, oh, speaking of that. Movies. Oh, my God. Like, speaking of that. Rob, 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 Rob Zombie's two times. movies are like masterpieces compared dude, to 18 and, I love and 21. It. I love how this just got brought up. Okay, so I got a comment today on what episode is this? Episode what? What is this? Episode 100. Okay, I have to say it's because it's actually it actually makes sense. So episode 100 here's a comment that we got on the show today dude is a moron on rob zombie halloween michael i suppose to be evil for no reason rob makes him a typical serial killer it kills the story and character you should quit podcast horror and do podcasts on the dot 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 go back to brazil bro (laughs) <laughs> clearly not from dude i yeah. completely forgot about this I thank god Portuguese someone brought up the rob zombie so halloween because it totally just triggered my memory on this i this happened yeah, about six hours remake. ago the rules don't matter they can change it exactly yeah that's and not it's like why do you want to give it a the same story. fucking thing again that's the i mean same i understand what he's saying but that would only work if it was a direct sequel to the original or a prequel to the original but since it's its own story it doesn't matter and i understand if you don't like it it. See, but people misunderstand remakes thing. because I said when, it a hundred times. The the original film is nature, and Rob Zombie's is nurture, which is fucking cool. It's like two, it's like two versions of what can the, happen. The like, problem, I, I just think it's, the problem is with remakes is that we have this argument right here: is people don't want 
a shot for shot remake because that's completely fucking pointless, right? Hence Psycho 98. Everyone hates that movie because it's the same as the first one, but just done shittier. But then when you, <laughs> but when you take right. a classic like Halloween and you just, you expand a story, you, you create a backstory for Michael, right? I mean, do you want the Halloween remake to be exactly shot for shot like John Carpenter's film? But the second you put any type of new story backstory in there people fucking hate it so what is it what do you want plus there had been fucking but, 10 movies but what do people want then nine movies you don't want the shot for shot remake but you don't want like, the new story why not do in, in, in like isn't it time after that long to like okay let's try something that we haven't done like look into the backstory a little people bit. have a prejudice against rob zombie i man. personally like, think they really rob do. zombie they is do. so misunderstood because at least he's a visionary I mean, I mean, you you right. look at you look at fucking Al Cooper. Cooper. Right. Alice Cooper even said like, and a lot of people consider Alice Cooper to be a fucking musical genius. Like this guy does a lot of crazy stuff that's really cool. And like he, Rob and, Rob, and, is... and Alice Cooper considers Rob Zombie to be a musical genius too, and a genius in general because he does a I'm lot of creative saying... shit. And even though you don't, you might not like his music and stuff, but he does things that are fucking in Rob his Zombie realm. Rob Zombie isn't a tour. He's one of the only tours of. He's got a mind this, of this of this century because when you watch when you when you watch a movie you know it's a Rob Zombie movie because he has his style. Yeah, I'm curious to see any if movie the you But Rob Zombie is a big horror film. He 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 said before he got into music because he felt like that was the easiest way to you know to get money so he could make movies. He felt like I mean, getting into movies, movies right away. Great, but no, yeah, thirty one sucks. <laughs> not but, every director makes most directors make a turd exactly i mean yeah. my fa- our favorite everyone's favorite director in this room right now has a turd they yeah, do mine has a couple <laughs> you know that's what i'm saying man it is what it is it's not a big deal you know it is what it is and say we will man i don't know what the fuck happened you know actually i do know what the fuck happened with rob zombie the internet happened the influence of one person too, saying Rob Zombie fucking yeah they cut his budget budget no. killed him yeah when well, he wait, had what? a lot of money he was making fucking fantastic flicks even when he doesn't have the budgets and stuff man I, I think that I mean honestly dude I don't even hate 31 I don't think it's a I don't think it's a terrible movie it's not great it's not great at all yeah, it's like a 6 out of 10 right I feel like 3 from he Hell would have been a lot he better he doesn't with a make budget, bad movie he doesn't really yeah 3 from Hell was a little bit problematic though too but but with that said, the dude still knows how to make movies. I don't care at the I end agree. of the day. I don't care he's if you don't like monster, that he, fa- so that he like put a fucking storyline to Michael Myers or not. He did it because he wanted to do something different. He could have done a shot for shot remake. Who couldn't? Does that, does that, does that make you a fucking filmmaker? And, and this guy was trying to do something different with Halloween too. I mean, although he did fall into some of the same trappings that they were laughing at before. We don't want I to make them that, supernatural. That, we don't yeah. want to go in the hospital, but they did all that shit too. But well, that's why you just don't say that shit before. I couldn't yeah. fucking believe it myself that that Jamie Lee Curtis was in the hospital the entire movie, pretty much because I it made me laugh because I was like, "You got to be shitting me!" That was what everyone always fucking hated about the first one, and then yeah. it just happened again. I'm like, "That's so crazy that that happened," but I don't know. I wonder in the next one if they're gonna have Michael Myers rape his niece. At least you can't have the argument oh, oh, oh. from the first one, right? Because everyone one of one of the biggest complaints with the first the definition in psycho rape man Halloween two that's foods what's the thought it's like psycho rape Halloween two 
people always criticize the movie for being, why is that hospital so empty? There's like no one around. Well, you can't say that for this version. <laughs> Everybody's in there. Yeah. Carly, so, um, Carly do you have anything else to say about it? I'm sorry. We're sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm Are sorry too, On behalf babe. of everyone. It always gets me um, <laughs> I That was like it, you're coming home in the dark. Sorry. I, I would give it an eight out of 10. I'm just saying I like it. It's fun. Well, I have the again. same rating. She legitimately, doubled, she's doubled my my rating on it <laughs> i'm a fan i like it too yes. you know what you know with, with all that said man you know like i like my franchises and i've yet to pick it up but i still need to you know i'll probably end up watching it again but collectors yeah. man we spend money on shit apparently <laughs> you need a couple more copies of friday 13th part 8 in your collection <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I've, had, like I've had two VH copies, VHS copies. I think I've had three DVDs and what, what, three Blu-rays now? Or three, Hold no, up. four, five, five DVDs. Before I give my number seven, I got to buy another Blu-ray of Spookies. This one doesn't have a slip cover. You know, I need them both. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucked. Uh, I love you guys. Love Dude, you I had literally have a couple copies or a couple slip covers. Just they haven't even been unfolded yet. Yeah, just send them. I'm like, I don't give you shit. I know. I'm like, what um, the fuck am I doing? Uh, so basically, uh, it's my number seven. Is that what we're doing here? Yeah. Is that what's going on? Yeah. Okay. All Wait, right. So, no, number eight. Uh, it's your number eight. I don't know. It's oh the third God. one. Ten, nine, eight. So, okay. All right. Uh, this one, uh, I watched earlier in the year, so I don't remember everything, but I remember it last a good impression on me. And I really liked one of the performances in here so much that it kind of just won me over. And I realized that I really like kind of atypical uh, vampire stories, whether it's Martin or um, the Transfiguration or even like Bloody Mary, Mary, Bloody Mary, anything that could be kind of a vampire movie, but it's really not your typical vampire movie. Um, it, they're just kind of weird and offbeat. And this one is my heart can't beat unless you tell it to. Oh, man. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. I could not remember the title of this movie to save my life ever. I had to write it yeah, down. Yeah, I kept. <laughs> it's so <laughs> fucking hard to remember. It's dude. so tough, man. So I was I like, what's that heart and the beat and, and, and yeah. telling me to? My heart, blood pressure, pulse rate. But uh, <laughs> seriously, uh, yeah, the, the one thing that won me over on this one is the scene. Oh, the, the lead guy, what's that kid's name? Campbell from uh, Super Dark Times? Owen Campbell. I know. I what's his name? I know you've yeah, been Carly looking has up naked. A crush on that. Oh yeah, she's been looking up naked pictures of him. <laughs> uh -oh. Owen Campbell. I did not like him with long hair though, and that's what. To be. Yeah, I like. Uh, uh, I like the show. I don't like long-haired guys. I like. Short oh, hair. so so when he was in the bathtub, you weren't like freaking out. Wait, so you're no. not digging my my new do? I, I try. I told you that. <laughs> do? Do? Is that your win, <laughs> If he just won't go get a haircut, do. Uh, oh. <laughs> just shave it. Um. Anyways, this one, there's a scene in the movie where he's like this kind of um, sickly person and he's his family taking care of him. And they he have looks to make like in your bean is what you're saying? What was that in English? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know he fucking deep throats his mic every time. Dude, yeah, I was go just going to say, you Brazil, fucking Jeremy. totally... Go back to Brazil. He just ate that thing. Jesus. <laughs> what were you saying, Jeremy? Are you talking about Sharknado over here or what? Fuck. Now he's away from the mic. Was I flicking my penis? Is that what you said? Because now he's reaching for his 4Ks and he's talking away from his microphone. Want <laughs> <laughs> to open some cases while you're at it? <laughs> he snapped those things for us. <laughs> Which one? I could do uh, Here's Candyman on Blu-ray. Yeah, let's check out Candyman on 4K. Let's no, snap that case. Nobody wants to And then to we'll compare it, it to something else. 
and then want to move some furniture. Okay, um, but anyways, I they have to make the ultimate sacrifice for their younger brother. It's just kind of interesting. But the point that really won me over is that this character never sees the outside world, so he doesn't know how to interact with anyone else. And they have this stupid fucking piano game where they play complex piano songs on the piano songs, songs on the piano, and they have to guess what they are. And there's a point where he lures. Uh, no, 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 no. They don't guess what they are. They guess what uh, they guess what era Composer. they're from. Composer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. Basically, he calls in this this stranger to kind of have like a human interaction with somebody normal around his age, supposedly. And he starts playing the piano and looking at him, smiling like a fucking creep, like Renfield or like, some shit. Yeah. <laughs> the guy's like, okay. Like, it's so it's, awkward. I love it. So anyways, this one again is a 7.5. I really enjoyed it. But a, a one that I watched one time, I enjoyed it quite a bit. And really, it's kind of – I, I think – I know everybody's saying – all three performances are good, but Campbell and the the female, the older sister, I think, are a little bit better than the male, the older male to me. But that's just the way it is. Anyways, I really enjoyed this one. So my heart can't beat unless you tell it. Yeah, I figured that you're that you'd really like. And I like these offbeat fucking ones, too, because Martin's like one of my favorites, man. I love Martin. Martin's, Martin's a masterpiece. I think what happened for me with uh, the, the, with this movie is that I'd watched Dead and Beautiful just before. What's Did that you, one? Is that the Korean vampire movie? Yeah. But again, it's like, it's another one of those movies that's like, you know, it's a vampire movie, but are they vampires? You know, it's like, it's very kind of suspect. You know, it, it keeps you kind of, you know, it is what it is. But I don't know, man. I just watched this one and then I watched this and I was like, okay, I just, we, we're going to do this again. I liked My Heart Can't Beat unless you tell it to you a lot more. Um, it's a very it's a very downbeat movie. I actually felt really sorry for that kid that that comes into the house and the shit goes yeah. kind of down, man. And like, but yeah, it, it was an interesting he movie. He like gives him blood and shit, you know, cause he just doesn't know. <laughs> yeah. 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 Interesting. Interesting premise, man. I, I like that shit, man, where they don't really tell you what the fuck is going on, but it's cool. All right. So number eight, for myself is a film from Italy. Yes, 2021 Italian film. No, this is not November. So fuck off. This is a film that was on Netflix. And I actually rewatched this last night because it stuck with me all year. I watched it about fuck, I don't know, six, seven, eight months ago, whenever it came on to Netflix. It was a long, it was a long time ago, and I really wanted to rewatch it again because I liked it, and I like these type of movies. And it's called a classic horror story. Um, I can tell by the crickets that everyone in here hated it. That's fine. No, I I, I think it's pretty good. Movie. I, I liked it. It's good. I think this movie was so much better on rewatch. I really enjoyed it the first time I watched it. And, you know, the thing is, I the first thing I heard from this movie, people were like, oh, I love this satire. And I'm like, this movie's not a fucking satire. <laughs> it's a fuck. it's like a meta. Yeah, I didn't um, see a satire. I kept switching what it is. It's like four different movies. I wouldn't say it's full-blown satire, though. Right. It, no, I, I, I don't think I would either. I, I'd say it's self-aware of. Oh, the it, it's very meta. It's very self-aware, but it's almost like a it's almost like a meta homage 
You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, but foreign movies aren't as um, grating as American movies. American movies are like, hey, remember Scream? We're doing something right. like, yeah, this is funny. Um, well, that's, foreign that's, movies haven't caught that stupid bug yet for that, some reason, and I, I love that. I love how they, they even comment in the film about how Italian filmmaking is really hard to do and things like that. So they had to come up with this idea. I think the whole premise of this film is actually really cool because, I mean, we've seen things like this in the past you know you know the i don't really want to give anything away if you haven't seen the movie to be honest i I really don't want to ruin it but i do like that the movie is based on a real like the real urban legend of what they're doing in the film they incorporate this idea into many ideas that we've seen before and it kind of creates its own thing hence a classic horror story so basically what it is the premise is we've got these uh these five main characters that are traveling uh, they're carpooling. They're carpooling to, you know, the the same destination kind of thing. Something happens. They crash. They wake up in a field, and they basically can't get out of the field. Um, you know, we've seen these things before, and then some crazy shit starts happening. I've seen this one. You know, kind of people. People. You know, they 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 talk about it as being like Midsummer mixed with you know a bunch of other fucking movies i don't see midsummer at all really well maybe the dinner scene yeah me neither maybe the dinner scene yeah but texas chainsaw man it's more texas chainsaw than yeah. midsummer yeah i mean i could see where people are making the correlation with the the one scene kind of thing but uh well they're like it's nature so it's midsummer right right <laughs> it's like wicker man wicker man has a cult in it so it's just like the midsummer movie right in fact midsummer's a remake of wicker right. man i think <laughs> see i think what i think what people what, what throws people off in this Classic movie a little dude. bit is that it starts off with our character and he's like all he's like an instagram or kind of youtuber and he's doing all this shit and stuff like that and then you you get the impression that it's going to be one of those type of things where it kind of you know it goes somewhere else and stuff, but they do have this core narrative in there. And I really like the idea of it too, man, because I didn't know, but you know, the urban legend that this thing's based on is, you know, the also Masarasso and, and Conrasso, whatever the fuck it is. Apparently these are the guys that eventually ended up creating the, the three major, you know, um, mafia families. And I'm like, that's fucking really cool. Because I didn't know that the first two times I watched this, I was just reading the trivia after the second time I watched it. I'm like, oh, that's fucking super fucking cool. Because they talk about the mafioso and they make jokes about it and stuff like that. I didn't realize it was actually connected to these three people. The backstory is, is that these three guys were ostracized from uh, Spain for killing their sister's uh, rapist or something like that. And then they went to, you know, Italy and did the fuck what they did and stuff like that. Um but so that's kind of like the core narrative in here, but there's more to the story. There's more shit that's going on. And, uh, I think it's played out really good, man. I love the line in the film where the main character is like, he's like, yo man, we crash. And then we fucking wake him in front of uh, Sam Raimi's house and we can't get out of here. And I, I love that shit, man. There's lots of references. They reference everything from the evil dead to even Titanic in this fucking movie, man, but it's not overdone. I don't think it's overdone to the point where people can call it straight up satire. I think it's a homage. I think it's very, very meta. It's very self-aware. Um, but I think it's done properly. And I love the ending. I think the ending is fucking fantastic in this, especially where it goes into even to the credits and stuff like that. So um, anybody else seen this one? 
Oh yeah, I, I think I, didn't it, see I, it. I like how it keeps switching, and it, it leaves you guessing. Like I would have right. never guessed with the first twenty minutes by the end of this movie, because it completely changes the styles. Doesn't it feel in the first twenty minutes it's going to be like Triangle? Yeah, well, I've never actually seen Triangle. That's oh. the uh, Christopher Smith movie. I've seen a couple of his movies, and I like. Well, them they reference they refer- like, they don't great. reference Triangle specifically, but they reference the fact that like we're the like he literally he literally kind of says we're in a classic horror movie. They're setting yeah. it up like that. That's how self-aware it is. But I mean, well, it's setting dead. it up evil like dead. they're in they the fact out of the woods, right? Right, right. And and they're also setting it up like they're in they're in a time continuum where they wake up every fucking day and they're in the same shit. So they're giving you what? all these ideas and all these angles of what it could be, but then it goes somewhere else, right? The it's, funny it's, thing is, this somehow manages to incorporate like every subgenre within the kind of in the woods genre. Right, you know what right. I mean. Like without yeah. spoiling too much, like it becomes almost yeah. Bolt, I'm trying not slasher, to yeah. Um, mind fuck, and then there's even more twist on top of that. I, I there's like one it. movie I specifically one I don't want to mention because I know if I mention that people are like, oh, I know what the fuck you're talking about now, fucking blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, and it makes sense. It checks out once they reveal something. You're like, well, that makes sense now. Why everything happened like that. In my opinion, everything actually kind of flowed. Like I said, that's why I wanted to rewatch this one because I watched it months ago and everything kind of resonated with me. And I'm like, I want to go back and watch this to make sure everything kind of checks every box that's yeah, you no know complaints. floating in my mind. So I watched it again and I was like, and I remembered this one from like eight months ago, which is a really good thing because yeah, yeah. generally you don't remember shit like this eight months later or seven months later or whatever. But that's I remembered as I was watching, I remember dialogue. I remembered everything. And I was like, fuck man, this one has to be in my list because you know, I, I just, wow, I, I really liked it. And you know, I think they didn't do, they didn't overdo certain things like the comedy aspects and you know, this and that and stuff. And again, I don't want to give it away if you haven't seen it, but uh, it's a fucking fun one, man. I think it's pretty damn Gore's cool. Pretty solid too. Gore's pretty solid right right it's <laughs> the ending man is good it's fucking good yeah. man um yeah there's some nasty shit that's going on in this one too and there's a chick that's wearing some white fucking daisy duke shorts that looks pretty good in it and you know what it is what it is but <laughs> yeah. like i said everybody should have to wear daisy dukes all the time right <laughs> that, that should be just the only style it really should be actually it's psycho 20 degrees right outside now. it's t- i'm the new psycho right man put on your daisy dukes Mm-hmm. See, but, cycle rate man's like the windigo. It passes between persons. <laughs> it's like the <laughs> right? If you That's kill good. moods, you become the psycho rate man. <laughs> oh my god! You got to rape moods to become the psycho rate. Oh man. fuck! That's oh, terrible, dude. What are you I don't suggesting? Like anymore? <laughs> he's, he's, he's suggesting I'm not even rapeable. I'm so disgusting. I'm not even rapeable. He's like, fuck that guy. I'm gonna rape that guy. That's gross. Um, Sex with your friends is not pleasant. That's not a pleasant thought. I don't think I've ever had sex with a friend before. No, it's just gross. They even think about. Right. Okay, so classic horror story, uh, 8 out of 10 again. Um, Yeah, I mean, Italy making it into the top 10 in 2021. I can dig it. Can you guys dig it? I guess I guess can we did. Can you dig, dig it? it. Same thing. Can Jeremy. you dig it? <laughs> I don't know what is with that. Oh, the Goonies. But anyways. Um, that's the world? That's from the Warriors. No, it the sounded Warriors. like you were, it sounded like you were hey, Sloth from the Goonies. That's what hey, it sounded like. Guys. That's what it sounded like. Uh, Jeremy, you saw this one? Yeah. Did a you, while ago. 
did you like it? I liked it? it. Yeah. Carly, yeah, did good. you watch it? Yeah. Um, again, like Jeremy, a while yeah. ago, but I thought it, I thought it was interesting for sure. It was I think it hang it. Yeah, I was just oh, curious because yeah, JP's did. the only one who didn't watch it. Okay. Well, I had to go pee. Yeah. I didn't even but. know it existed, dude. It's <laughs> on fucking Netflix. It was on Netflix like eight months ago, man. And it's still there. I probably wasn't watching a lot of 2021s eight months ago, honestly. I'm surprised that a classic horror story wasn't, you know, at least on someone's list. So you would have been like, oh, I probably should check that out. But but it, the, the title of the movie seems very generic. It's not a good title. But it plays. I it was it, like, but it plays American into horror story No, it plays into the narrative because they he literally says it and why the movie is a classic horror story. I like that, man. I like that. And you know, if you're gonna self-reference that shit, like it's it's pretty cool, man, to me. But classic horror story, eight out of ten. Fucking Italy, make it in there. We got UK, France, Italy. So far in the top ten. Jeremy, you're up. Well, you can now add South Africa to the list. Yeah. The better of the two Echo movies that have come out this year. Last, last Echo or you mean Eco? About. Eco, whatever. What? I was like, what the fuck well, is he Echo? I'd be like, Echo. What? Is Ghostbusters in your Echo, top Echo. ten? Ghostbusters uh, make us top Echo ten. Echo is literally an Echo. Like, hey, hey. Echo, hey. Echo, whatever. You know what the fuck I'm talking Ectoplasm. about. Ectoplasm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it begins... Let the sweats begin. <laughs> oh my god, that's so awesome. Alright, what's your number eight? Gaia from South Africa, like I said. Uh, this is a this is a beautiful movie. Probably one of the best looking movies oh. of the year, in my opinion. This is the other what? one I was trying to think of. The Last Matinee, and I think it's Gia. I don't know. But this is the other one I wanted to watch, but I couldn't find something with subtitles. So Yeah, I couldn't find the Angelina Jolie movie you're looking for. <laughs> Is that Gio or is that Jiggly or whatever? Isn't it G? How do you pronounce it then, Dave? I don't fucking know. This is Gaia. Yeah. Gaia, Gia. I don't know. But Moots, this Moots called it Moots called it Gia or something. Oh, I thought it was Gaia. I think you're right. Gaia. Yeah. yeah. How's it spelled? G A I A. Hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. Guy. yeah, maybe guy. Yeah. Maybe. Anyways, it's on my list of shit that I didn't watch. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, this one was good. I actually saw this another one that I saw in theaters back in June. I think it was a while ago. It looked good. But this one, yeah, we basically follow kind of a similar story to In the Earth. We follow uh, these two uh, forest peeps who are hired by South Africa and they go around in the forest and they, you know, do scientific things with trees and things like that. And one day when they're flying their drone around and it goes down and they decide to break up to try and find where the drone is, uh, our main character ends up fucking her foot up with this spear trap thingy and she fucks her foot up and she wanders around the forest a little more and uh, she comes across this hut in the middle of the forest that we see our other two characters now who are these like hermit kind of characters they lived in the middle of the woods and um we learn more about them and why they're living in the middle and why they have uh haven't been in civilization and all that and as the film goes on weird things start to happen to our main character and it uh, it ultimately ends in a pretty mind fuck kind of uh kind of situation 
But like I said, this is a really beautiful movie. Uh, a lot of awesome scenery shots. Cinematography is really, really well done. And the creatures are pretty cool, too. There's a bunch of uh, forest kind of creatures spread throughout the movie. But uh, I thought I'd duck this one. Not too many people saw it. I feel like I know JP and Dave saw it based on their letter. I feel like not too many people were talking about this one. But I think it's it's pretty good. The visuals are really good. Yeah, it bums me out. I didn't see this one. I I just had this feeling it was going to be on someone's list, maybe multiple lists. And yeah, you know, it is what it is, man. I can't see them all, I guess. Good to hear that it's that it's that good. Good body horror. Yeah, good. And you gave it eight. Yeah, eight. All right, back to the top. JP likes being on top, bro. Hold you, up, guys. You love being on top. <laughs> I'm. I made a crucial mistake. Oh, you fuck. No. Oh, I'm not even. Jo- I, made, I made the fucking dumbest mistake. Did ever. you I'm seriously tell idiot. your shit out of order? No, I fucking started at number eleven. Oh, you're. Fu- I had eleven films. So so your number 11 know. is The Night House and your number 10 is Coming at Home in the Dark and your number 9 is Old? Yes. Hold on, hold on. You have to say this all over again. Oh my god, my power just went out. Okay, so uh, the reason that I'm giving number two right now is because I'm an idiot and I started my list at number 11 because I w- wrote 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 8, 9, 10, and I'm a moron. So uh, you guys can make fun of me forever. I would definitely do it if it was Jeremy who did this. Um, so yeah, I'm going to give my – so the Nighthouse falls off my list. It would have been number 11. Coming Home in the Dark would have been 10. Old would have been 9. And my 8 would be – Nia DaCosta's Candyman, uh, which I know that I think nobody really liked as much as me. Uh, I think that I think that there is a little bit of problems with it, it w- much with like every film on my on my list this year. Like most of the films actually have a few issues, but that just because the year wasn't like super strong. Like this film probably wouldn't make my list on a lot of other years, but uh, I really like certain aspects of this film i think that what they did with the mythology of Candyman and making it a true sequel like a Candyman 4 and not a Candyman remake and what they do with uh the original characters from Candyman, i thought was really neat i also like how they take the mythology and basically say that Candyman has became like it's there's not one Candyman, right it's 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 like a a concept what's that he's a hive Candyman's right. a hive. He's a nest. Yeah, that's what a they imply. It's a hive. Multiple Candyman's come. Yeah. That's the best part of the movie. That's genius. yeah. That's literally the best part of the movie. Yeah, yeah. I, I like, thought that was like really cool. Yeah, I thought that was cool. It has too. problems. It does have problems. But that yeah, part it does is, have some problems. That concept is good enough for me to almost include it on this list. I, I almost did. Oh wow. Okay. I like interesting. The yeah, I, I, yeah, I thought no. that that was like one of the coolest ways Maybe to either. like do a sequel with, especially when you're talking about the setting of like this urban history and story and stuff like that. I just thought it worked really well in in terms of that. Uh, also, I think that the the little thing that they did with the marionette pup- puppets was so cool. Like I love that stuff with the little shadow puppets. Yeah, yeah. it was cool. Yeah, um, that that was super neat. They did um, Tony Todd wrong. God damn it. 
I thought, thought they did Tony Todd cool. right. I yeah. think they, I think they yeah. did the kills wrong in this film, man. I, I just. I wasn't impressed with the kills at all. I was expecting them probably, to amp up the shit, man. I mean, really, there's one decent kill. I think most of the shit's kind of off screen and stuff. But I think my biggest but issue, man, is really not known for kills, though. But I mean, the first it, it feels like it was it was kind of fucking downplayed from the first one a little bit. I thought the first one was a little bit more gory than this one, but but it's the not one really kill on the first Candyman's real brutal when he flies through the window and hits the dude in the back of the neck with the yeah. hook I remember that that's embedded in my head and I haven't watched Candyman that many times I just feel I like the, the third act Candyman. in this movie was a little bit rushed I shouldn't say a little bit I felt like it was super rushed oh it was super rushed that's yeah and that was problems. the major problem in the movie yeah, they, they, dude, it, it, everything just kind of like it, it went like bam, 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 and over. And I'm like, what? The, like me and Dylan, me and Godzilla were like, what the fuck just happened, man? Like, yeah, I thought really? Like ten minutes were cut minutes from this movie. Dan yeah, did it dude, feel it was, like ten minutes were cut from the yeah. ending? Like yeah, that cop yeah. was like he had a name. He was like a main character acting like it, but he had, and then he was it, he didn't he was acting like he was already established, but he wasn't. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. And that that brings me to my main complaint. Like the way they do that scene, I thought was actually really bad. It's like they're trying to prove a point. Uh, we know what the point is because it's it's very a social issue right now. But I just felt like if you're gonna do that point in the movie, it has to feel realistic, right? It felt like a fu- it felt phony like the whole conversation with the cop and it, it just didn't feel natural to me yeah right. so that kind of that kind of really tanked my rate i took like a half point off for that um but overall i really loved the aesthetic i loved visiting the locations like the, the history of cabrini green and the the previous characters and just i i really liked how they did the actual story i did have a few issues but overall i thought it was pretty good and that is an eight out of ten as well at my number eight good good move on can i move on to seven yes hurry up all right coming (laughs) in at number seven is a film that i really didn't even hear of until i think it was um jeremy told me about it um because i was like what the hell's even good out there and it is uh, a film I believe that was for Hulu, and that is a the Nightmare Dream Logic film come true. Uh, did everybody see this? No, it's I've seen Midnight yeah. Your Retard. Yeah, I oh, saw yeah, it. that's right. I saw yeah, it. Yeah, I saw it. I saw it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so this is the only film that I watched a little bit more than once. I watched it like one and a half times. Um, today, today I threw it on again just to sort of refresh my memory. I was so like, I'm not sure if I want to include this. Mo- so on my the list. second time you watched, you missed the best part of of the movie. That's weird. The ending. Yeah. 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 I love the ending. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, well, I I kind of like half watch it. It went through the whole movie. I just I I wouldn't say it was a full watch because I just right. Just kinda, kinda, I get it. You know, in and out. Um, but like Dave says, when you're trying to refresh your memory, sometimes you just throw it on and like catch pieces of it, and it kind of pieces it together. But yeah, this one, I I just love the look and the aesthetic of this film, the music, like this whole dream world that's set up is is just really cool. Like there's these shadow people, and uh, this sort of um, I like this idea that like people have a primal memory of something that's like almost like a hive, like like Candyman, like where where people might have this like common like ancestral memory of something and and people sort of sort of share 
it and they're sort of investigating it. I also like the blending of t- technology in this film where like some stuff looks really old, but some stuff looks really modern and I won't speak too much on, on that, but it's, it's interesting. It's hard uh, one to talk about without spoiling. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, the main actor is fucking phenomenal. Yeah. She, well, I've seen her before. What was she in? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, she's too. I thought she's I saw super unique. Um, but yeah, it, it like the the music, the the blue, like everything looks dreamy. You know what I mean? It's just I, I just really got into the yeah. The, whole the aesthetic is awesome. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm gonna go ahead and give that an eight out of ten as well. Cool. All right, Carly. <clears throat> All right, Dash. I'll give my seven, six, and five. Just kidding. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Good one. Thanks. Okay. You mean your six, that's really your five, and your five, that's really your four? And- yes, my six and six. Okay. Yeah. No, but we're at what, number seven? Um, my number seven is a repeat, and that is Old by M. Night Shyamalan. Um, you know, but JP and I really enjoyed this. We saw it in the theater together, and um, like he said, it seems like we're you know, a lot of people weren't that high on it, but it was really, it really kind of spoke to me. I thought it was depressing and, um, just uh, the ending itself is sad too. Like, I don't think it's necessarily a happy ending. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, like it's kind of a happy ending, but not fucking really. (laughs) Yeah. Like, so just anything with aging and just dying and life ending and losing loved ones makes me sad. And this one really kind of hit me. So I enjoyed it quite a bit. I like how you have um, all the different characters in it, too. So it's not just like one family. You have like a bunch of different issues and everyone has their like, you know, illnesses and disabilities and stuff. And it's like, you know, getting worse as time goes on. So I thought the movie was cool. It had some crazy moments and sad moments. And at the beginning, it was kind of funny, too. So it had a little bit of everything going on. I gave it an 8.5 out of 10. 8.5? Nice. Switching yes. it up. High number for M. Night Shyamalan Ding Dong. All right. So All right, it looks dude. like it's my turn. So it's my turn, right? Yep. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to give my proper <clears throat> number in the proper order. So don't have another fuckery. <laughs> And uh, this one, actually, you know what? I'm going to bump it up. My original rating was a 7.5, but I'm going to give it an 8. Because I'm looking at this list, and I'm like, this is better than this. Um, This is the second movie on my list directed by a a woman. I watched this early in the year. And I I, I felt bad. Like, when we did that top 50 directors, and I was like, I'm going through them. I'm going through all the female directors. We were legitimately trying to find a woman. Nobody directed more than one great horror movie. And it just goes to show you how fucked up the the climate was for film direction back in the day. But now we're starting to get it. Um, And I kind of set it up that it was going to be a different movie by saying that. But this movie is St. Maud. Uh, I watched this early in the year, man. And it's the only movie where I was watching and I was like, both these characters I don't like. But I feel really sorry for both of them at the same time. I hmm. truly feel deeply sorry for them, but I don't like them. I understand them, and I know where they're coming from to a certain extent. But um, the end of this movie is why it made the list, I think, because it's a, a image burned in my head that I couldn't forget. The mixture of the UK and like the the what is it like the Chinatown area? What was it? Where was it located? I remember having a super uh, oh fucking Coney Island, Coney Island, UK on the boardwalk there and all that shit it's just very pleasing aesthetic well acted um yeah it's a good film i'm going to give it eight out of ten that's saint maude 
that's one that I wish I probably would have rewatched because I, I just couldn't remember enough about it. You know, that what was one I, mean? I was I w- supposed to get a theatrical release. Didn't get a theatrical <clears throat> release. Was supposed to get a theatrical release. Never like did. The first movie we watched came out on. Yeah, I wanted out, to rewatch this on one. VOD and finally just came out on disc. Yeah, that movie got ago. fucked. Yeah, yeah, it was a well, good movie too, man. I, In that ending, yeah. I agree. Just wow. I remember being I still really have to watch it. I, man, I am like, like I watched it once, and my initial thoughts was, I mean, I, I wasn't into it, dude, and I, I, I wasn't as high on the ending as a lot of people are. I completely get the movie completely. I don't want to give anything away, but I don't know, man. It, it didn't resonate with me that well. But Dave, you went from seven and a half to eight, so your shit's yeah, out of order. I had it. I had it as seven and a half, but I was like, eh, it's a good movie, so I bumped it up. And yeah. like I said, uh, it's just well acted, and it's also yeah. one of these movies that's a slow burn. This is right. what you need to do with a slow burn. Right. It needs to be an hour and 20, an hour and a half. Don't yes. make your slow burn two and a half fucking hours long, because then you're yeah. going to have 45 minutes. Well, no, you can't do that. Looking in the you mirror. can't do that. <laughs> like, come through with slow, but it was a normal length movie. I had no so problem with good. the slow burn. I just was a little pain, bit indifferent like, on the narrative itself. Yeah, I, I know you didn't complain about the. You didn't say it was boring or anything. No, no, like, no. I was boring. I no, mean, it was fast paced for a slow burn, if that makes any sense, because it's only like an hour and twenty minutes, which right. was refreshing. Like I was into the movie, but like I was, you know, the end result for me was just a little bit less than other people. It's a good I mean, movie. It's, it's a good it's movie. It's kind of predictable, right? Like it's so it's, grounded that you really can't see it going any other way for me. I know JP hates when I say that on shows and he's like, oh, that was predictable. I'm like, fuck, everything's predictable. Fuck, we've had this argument a million times. Nothing but honestly, to, it was predictable. Doesn't make like, or break a movie. Doesn't make or break a movie. This movie's not about twisting it. I mean, there no, is two possible no, outcomes, but no. I think if the way you think, there's one way or the other, right? Right. Exactly. Yeah, pretty cool ending, though. Moods, I think. Yeah, back to me. All right, so coming at number seven is uh, a film that um, I was very intrigued by the premise, man. I really was intrigued by this because, okay, so it's kind of a it's kind of a mixed bag for me because I love underwater movies. Absolutely love underwater movies, and but I don't like modern ghost stories at all. I hate modern ghost <laughs> really? stories almost with a passion. Oh, like, I mean, I can't even think of more than three or four that I even like, you know, but I thought for, you know, you put the shit together, you put an underwater premise and you put, you know, ghost story together. And I'm like, oh, okay, man, that sounds a little bit interesting. And it is the new Alexandre Brustulo and just, I'm not even going to fucking butcher that shit anymore. The deep house. Cool premise bad execute I, I don't admit, I, cool I don't, premise with good execution I don't think it was a bad uh, execution good at story. all I think Not that a good story I think this you know I like the story man I love I love the story yeah. of these you know you see people I mean the the fact that they they go to they go to find you know I mean this underwater kind of you know community city kind of thing and stuff yeah I, I love that premise man I mean that is is really cool it's like Atlantis you know you know it's like the unknown sure. shit right but you know it, it you combine claustrophobia with with a haunting it's kind of cool man it's kind of cool but you know what kind of makes this shit cool is the ending because that's what i like about it you know i mean 
it's it's not really where it goes where a lot of people want it to really go you know as i'm saying but um, i just i just feel like i didn't really care for it too much I don't know. Maybe I'll have to watch it again. Honestly, dude, I think I think the pacing is really good in this movie. I think it, there's so much going on in this. It's just nonstop like intrigue. That's what I liked about this man. It's underwater. There's a lot of shit happening. You don't really know what the fuck is going on for like the longest time. You're yeah. like, okay, what the hell is this? What the like? What 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 is really going on? And then shit starts to kind of like you know make its way through, and then it just man, could you? But okay. For somebody that has scuba dived in their life, and I love scuba diving, and I need to get certified. I really do. Me, me and Dylan were talking about this just the other day, and he's like, he's a certified uh, scuba diver. And I'm like, I need to get certified because I love fucking doing it. This is like the ultimate fear in everyone's life that that loves water is to be trapped in something. Right? That scare is crazy. Claustrophobia at its best. Mixed in with, with haunted shit, man. And just other shit that's going on. Really cool, man. I, I honestly got a lot out of this film. It, it, I wasn't expecting it to be as good as I thought it was going to be. Um, But it worked. It really did work for me, man. It really did work. And um, I can see- Technically, it's really, really cool. The way that they... The way they shot it, they they shot it in a water tank. I would assume it's really done technical. It's a marble. The way that they shot it, well, it's I just shot- thought the story was kind of eh to me. Well, I mean, honestly, dude, what do you expect? For, like, but I think it's more about the the appeal of what you're watching, though, and and sure. you know the the scares of it too. I mean, you're underwater. You're dealing with it. You don't really know where it's going. That that's what I liked about it because, and at that point, it's like it doesn't matter how strong or weak the story really is. It's it's a matter of the 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 whole approach and you know the experience of what you just went through, hence the deep house being in the water, man. That's that's scary shit, man. Sure, it really is scary. And but I thought it was shot really really well. Everything was crystal clear, like the like everything was done so well. And I just feel like, man, if if you're like in you know if you like water shit and stuff, like this is something you got to check out, man. It was one of the ones that really stuck to me with the year and like. That's something I've always wanted to do is go in the water and just explore some shit. Like, could you imagine going down in the water and just exploring like this fucking house, you know, like this under sea city fucking cool, man. I, I love the premise, man. I think it's super cool, man. Yeah. Anyone I else? See it? Did, I didn't watch that one. I mean, I, I, I fucked up. I, I, I thought it would be all right, but it was, I was getting mixed reviews, but I honestly don't love those directors. I love Inside. I didn't watch uh, Levide, um, but I don't like Among the Living very much, and I don't like Leatherface very much. So I was just like, I think I was well, starting to think that maybe they just got lucky. For I'll me. tell you. I'll tell you one thing. Levide is fucking awesome. Oh, I have the Blu-ray. I have an yeah. import, so yeah, I'll watch yeah. it. I've had it for fucking Inside since it came out, which is insane. Awesome, Levide. Inside, is, I love Inside. It, I'm not is, gonna badmouth Inside ever. Is not. I like among the it's living. not it's not gonna fucking you know it's not gonna parallel inside but it's really <laughs> good it's really good among the living has a lot of problems yeah it actually has some narr- it actually has some holes in it sense. that are really fucking like actually kind like, of bad I know I know yeah, Tom's like, a big fan the of it kids buried next to the poor kid like at yeah the end. I'm like what the yeah there's like- some real bad narrative problems in that one that that kind of like actually hurt the film uh, I personally like Leatherface. Um, I don't know. So I, I was intrigued with this one and it, 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 it worked for me. It worked for me. So 
I'll check this one out. Like the premise is cool, but you know me, me and you are similar. I'm not a big on modern day ghost stories, but no. I do like the foreign ghost stories. And these guys probably have a di- they have a good flavor. So, but huh. I mean, really, the the selling point for me was the fact that with it was underwater. Yeah, that was kind of a selling point for me too. I just it's got a cool gimmick, it. and I'm like, well, if you're gonna do a ghost story like a modern ghost story, do it differently, and they did it differently. That was the cool thing. So. Eight out of ten. I dig it, man. I thought it was cool, man. Whatever. Nice, bro. Nice. Glad to see that that on someone's list because I was curious about that one. It makes yeah. me want to check it out more. I really. Jeremy and Moose, the only ones that watched it, huh? I watched it too. Um, I thought that I didn't really like the ghost story aspect, but the underwater thing freaked me out, and the final shot of the movie really bothered me for like days. So I will say that. And that's like, like if you've ever scuba dived and shit, man. That's like literally everything in that movie is everyone's fears, man. Yeah, that's why I won't. Sc- <laughs> that's something that and, like splunk. And I love it, dude. Like I would, I would like even after watching this movie, I would go down into that house. You know, like it's <laughs> yeah. fu- just yeah. to, like it's fucking that exhilarating, dude. Like it's crazy. You, it's scary as shit, dude. It's a scary premise. It really. Yeah, is. I'm not a big fan of like doing any shit like that like i ain't trying oh, to get man. deep on water <laughs> i love yeah, I like scuba either. dude scuba diving is the most empowering feeling in the world because you shouldn't be able to as a human breathe underwater and when you are you realize you're doing it and you're like that is fucking so cool man do you feel that way when you ride on a plane uh what, no what, i've never felt like that actually maybe back when i i mean i've literally i'm not even joking i've taken I've flown probably over seven, eight hundred times in my life. Like I've flown, every, like I've flown tons of times. It's crazy. <clears throat> I've only flown once, and I was four. I've flown so much. I might as well have been a flight attendant. But, uh, dude, you sure you weren't a stewardess? You a stewardess? <laughs> I knew someone's going to say that, right? No, I love flying. I actually <laughs> love flying, and but I understand the fear in flying so much. Like I get it, man, because there's. I I've don't seen shit on get it at all. No, I've seen shit on planes, man. It, it freaks the f- people. Get you got no fucking control, JP. If something up, goes man. wrong, you're fucked. I know, but dude, people like, are but, so but just, anxious. I'm, I'm a fact person, and statistically, you just have a very low chance of dying in a plane. The guy flying. Oh, you don't. There's stories of pilots who like just crash planes because they're suicidal and they just kill everyone. Yeah, uh, but don't you? Like, don't, yeah, there was don't one a few years ago. Yeah. You have more of a chance of dying in a car wreck than a plane crash. Yeah, but you got to do that too. You gotta do both. Yeah, the right. the, the pilot that saying. flew that one into the mountains there that that's literally only happened maybe twice in the history of fucking aviation. And you gotta <laughs> okay, remember, in North America, planes, in North America, there's something like fifteen thousand. Well, I wouldn't say recently because every flight has been canceled, but there's like fifteen twenty thousand flights a day. No planes ever crash. Right. So, it is. Yeah. Right. It's like a roller coaster. There's right? hundreds. Like, yeah, I know of that something could go car accidents wrong and I every could single die day. Hundreds and hundreds of car accidents and people die every single day aviation accidents almost never happen well right. let me tell you some real true incidents that happen on a plane oh boy. drop zone 9 11 passenger 57 cliffhanger snakes <laughs> on the plane. of the living dead these all happen <laughs> right 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 
<laughs> cliffhanger. Cliffhanger, man. That's alone. That's good <laughs> like shit, cliffhanger. man. That's good shit. Cliffhanger is actually that. a really good movie. Yeah, my, it's very that's solid. My favorite, film. like Stallone movie, even though it's not his best. Yeah, yeah. I always like it. John Lithgow is a badass bad dude, man. One of my favorite baddies of all time. He is a baddie, kill, man. Kill, He's a baddie. Kill one, you're a murderer. Kill a thousand, you're a conqueror. Right, right, that's right. Uh, Jeremy. Yep. The uh, hour flight discussion over. All right, number seven. We have another film, which is, you know, a a smaller based kind of movie, I think, of course, because of the pandemic. That is a film titled The Bloodhound. Now, this was released by Arrow. And uh, this movie's fucking great. It's super atmospheric. Like I said, super low budget, only has a few characters. And it has some of the best acting of the year, in my opinion. I couldn't take my eyes away from the screen watching these guys so basically we just follow these this guy francis francis it gets called one day by his friend to come and visit him and his friend is basically you know he locks himself in his house he hasn't been out in a long time it's a little bit crazy and he has a sister and his sister you know is locked away into a room uh he says that he's sick and that he can't see her and and the film basically follows around there it's kind of like a cabin fever kind of a story a little bit but like i said this movie's super super uh basic it's just a bunch of characters talking but it's the way that the script is written it's very uh poish would you say dave uh yeah i mean i think the director did mention he based some of it off poe i did watch this i yeah. could have swore this came out last year i did not even think about it i don't even know i did watch it i reviewed it did, did i go I, fuck I up did i fuck I up no no, I think you're good. I, I don't. I, it says March twenty third, twenty twenty one. I just completely forgot it was a the twenty twenty one movie. I, I think it had a, a, a very limited release last year. But I never no, even I mean, heard of it. It's a pretty cool movie. It's fucking weird. Jeremy. It's basically a two a two or three hander in that big house, right? <laughs> I said fucking Jeremy. Fucking Jeremy, man. So three of the first four movies on Jeremy's list I haven't seen, and I watched <laughs> wow, one hundred seventeen films. That's, that's fucked yeah. up. I seen I Gia. Although Gia, Gia that Gia. was the one I, I actually did want to watch. These two or the paranormal and this one I didn't even know about. So I hope I didn't fuck up. I think it's a twenty twenty one movie. I don't know. Let me I, fuck it. I don't know. I don't know how I missed Nobody Bloodhound. else fucking I, saw it, so I just I mean, it came out from Arrow in twenty twenty one. Yeah, the the Blu ray disc did, so I think it is a twenty twenty one movie. I don't remember a single person talking okay. about it last we're year. Not, so we're not we're not gonna crucify you, man, like the Jews did to Jesus, but. <laughs> because of uh, but check it out it's short it's only 72 minutes with the credits so it's like 70 minutes before right. the credits wow some really really great performances and uh it's a very quirky uh simple movie which is what i like a lot of dialogue hmm. and uh well i like movies like with a lot one? of dialogue as no. long as it's good that's why i like I liked it Smith too movies. i reviewed this nine months ago so yeah i i Came out this year. I forgot about it. So I guess I'm at 64. Maybe I had it on my list. I can't remember. Oh, it's so Dave, weird when he's like, Dave, now your numbers are all crawling. fucked up. Your percentages are all fucked up now. Yeah, I didn't do any percentages on that, but he's like <laughs> fucking crawling on the ground, wrapped up and shit. Yeah, yeah no, it's I didn't. Weird. Like, the beginning of the movie is very strange. It opens up with a very weird imagery. And what it was just the post story they based this on? I can't remember. There was actually one the that House they said. The Song of the Usher, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. But he wasn't, the, the director wasn't even a huge Poe fan. 
they asked him about it, and he was just like, I don't even really like him. I think I read the story. It was kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. But it's check it out. You could pick it up. You could pick it up from Arrow, from one of their sales. Pick it up. I man, Arrow's been releasing a lot of modern films. Man, it's crazy. Yeah, not and like I, I'm just not into buying that yeah, shit. I don't, and I don't I, buy those modern. No, arrows. unless yeah, I some like, of them get up. I bought a couple from Arrow, maybe like two or three, but those movies made my top ten list and shit. So, yeah, but a Ghost Waits was really fun from Arrow. Kind of in the vein of like a comedic Beetlejuice to somewhat. Extent, I saw that you'd watch that, and I was like, yeah, that was another modern one that I was like, oh, okay, yeah. I, I, it's I, more I, of a comedy art house, less of a horror film. Yeah, I never got to see it, man. I yeah, it is a ghost story though, right? I kind of figure so. <laughs> <laughs> all right gp by the title i don't know what you think gp that. what number you on number one by now or number shut two up. i'm Fuck uh it. i'm number six now so <laughs> you number five shut up I, i'm surprised that there hasn't been that many i think only two repeats so far yeah um, but I'm, I'm about to repeat again for only the third time um and i believe it was with uh davy park um and that is my heart can't beat unless you tell it to uh, this was a movie that I didn't really know anything about, and I, I've seen it. I'm shocked. What's that? I'm, I'm shocked that this is on your list. Really? It does not seem like something you would have that high on a list or even on a list. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Crazy. It was, uh, so when I was – what I did this year was something different that I haven't done before. I looked at Rotten Tomatoes certified fresh movies, and they had a list of 40 that came out this year. And I pretty much watched almost all of them. I think I missed like The Queen of Black Magic and maybe another one. Um, but this was the number one on there. Hmm. Um, it had like a 98% fresh rating. So I was like, oh, cool, interesting. And then I realized it was on Shutter, um, But I don't think it's an original or exclusive or anything. Uh, but I checked it out and I just love the concept, like very small movie, simple story. Um, but, uh, and we've seen, like you guys mentioned martyrs or Martin and, um, transfiguration. And so we've seen stuff like this before, but I just thought that the acting was really strong in this one. Um, you felt like really bad for this sort of, um, you know, like the, the, the brother, not the one that's like the, the vampire, but the other brother, you know trapped in this sort of hell where he has to kill people that he doesn't want to i wouldn't say vampire i would say he's the one that drinks blood okay (laughs) like i mean there's i mean really like are we gonna i mean i mean when you're watching the sun hurts him but even if if that didn't happen you're watching the movie and and like interpretation is like oh i think this is a vampire situation well of course it's Um, the blood thing but uh i don't know who's to say i mean i mean you stand in the door it's i mean come on i mean it's not it's not literally killing them but i don't know maybe maybe the sun hurts him because he hasn't been fucking able to leave the house you know don't you remember the end of the movie movie? yeah the end of the movie like (laughs) literally yeah (laughs) it's like a bliss situation right right um yeah i think you forgot that but um anyway. i might have i might have yeah. i don't know I watched <laughs> a lot of you watched a lot of movies this year it's not your fault but i love bliss uh, i love bliss yeah, yeah bliss, bliss is, is great bliss is better than any movie that came out always year. in my top 10 I don't know that, <laughs> from that year big time big time i think um, it was like number three so, like number two or three yeah number two or three or, yeah it was high it's like what do you do for your fam you know what i mean like like this burden of and you can relate it to and any type of caring for an ill family member 
uh, like you look at Pet Cemetery with like Zelda and stuff like that, like frustration of of having to do something you don't want to do because of the family and yeah. stuff. It, and it it's it's torturous, right? Like, you so, know what I would do for my fam? What? Nothing after they were shot, and I'd probably just fucking <laughs> bitch the rest of the fucking movie. Right, That's exactly. <laughs> but no i I, it's like i like these very small stories right like because it's not overly big it's not overly there's not a ton of scenes in it there's a lot of just like like that you know hanging out or talking a lot of dialogue and stuff like that i like stuff like that it's very like sort of slow movie but i just thought it was like really interesting held my attention the whole time uh acting was really good and uh just that you know messed up uh sort of family dynamic thing um i gave it an eight out of ten did they ever say what what happened to the parents in that one i can't remember i think it's not discussed yeah it was never an issue okay to watch it like but you wonder like is this dude was he like this from birth or is did this happen like later in life no i get the sense that he's like that for a long time i remember it was like questioning a lot of things that I just had so many questions, which I wanted to know. It's different. If you, if there's like one question you want to know, it's like fine. But when there's like four or five, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> holy shit, dude, give me some here. Come on, bro. All right, Carly. All righty. Number six is another repeat, uh, with J pig. And that is candy. A man. Uh, yes. I enjoyed Candyman. I liked how it wasn't just like a remake. It was a sequel slash reboot thingy. I thought it was very well shot. I thought it was rather creepy. Um, You know, the scene where Candyman comes out of that wall at that kid and he's got like actual candy. That dude is super creepy that's playing Candyman. Um, I like how he's kind of lingering in a lot of shots throughout the film. the whole marionette thing where it tells the story of the first movie basically was pretty darn cool and yeah i didn't i mean i you know all the issues people have i have similar issues but uh they're not major in my opinion to make it a bad movie or anything and i thought tony todd you know did his part and he's probably he's probably getting rich off of that part and happy (laughs) so um i I liked it a lot i gave it an eight and a half out of ten plus we actually saw that at the convention we were at um in gettysburg which they just by the way carly they just announced the dates for the next one but it was yeah. Th- that that convention is really cool because it's next to a really nice movie theater, so they do screenings there of like the indie stuff. Like um, we saw a horrible Friday the Thirteenth fan film there, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we also saw our friend Madison's film Spirit Animal, which was really fun to see with an audience. Which is a Madeline. shot on video movie. What did I say, Madison? Yeah, Madeline, right? Madeline Daring. Yeah, Madeline. Is her name? Yeah. I haven't yeah. seen it, but I was JP, you're being a whole bunch of retards today. Yeah, um, but it, you know, it, it was a really fun experience. And and during one of the slower days, we went and seen Candyman during it, and that was just a really great time to see that as well. Um, yeah, should, it was like late at night too. So Carly, that was cinematography. Eight, eight oh, out sorry. of ten. Eight and a half, right? Yes. Eight and a half. Yes, eight and a half. I give high ratings. Yes, cinematography I liked in this, but the lead actor, yeah. man, the lead actor in this movie is fucking awesome. 
He's great, yeah. dude. I dude, loved him. I am complete. Oh, that, that was a woman directed film. That's right? my completely yeah. okay. Yeah. That's awesome that you said that, man. Because I completely disagree. I thought he sucked. <laughs> I, thought he was, I thought he was the best part of the movie. Yeah, I actually, yeah, I actually, did, I even said to Godzilla in the theater, I was like, man, I'm like, this guy sucks, man. Like, I really didn't think, like this guy at all. I feel like, I, I think like most of the supporting cast actually kind of sucks. Yeah, a lot of the supporting the, uh, cast does suck. Supporting man. cast is rough. I was not digging the lead in this film as Kenny. I was like, oh my god, it was. I thought me the nuts. lead was the best actor in the movie, hands down. Oh, I thought the rest were kind so of sloppy, amazing. and especially the art the dealer, cop, the white the art dealer. The cop was weird, but the art dealer, the one guy, he was terrible. I don't know yeah. what the fuck he was. Right. He wasn't even in the same movie. But this movie's a lot like Velvet Buzzsaw. Right. That I really I liked a couple years back. That. It's on Is that Netflix. the Jake Gyllenhaal movie? Yeah, it's really yeah. fun. It's like a comedy version of Candyman, except it doesn't have a lot of the racial stuff in there and the gentrification. It's more about, you know, profiting off of disgusting art. There are people, blood, yeah, art, I you know. definitely <laughs> like that movie a lot more. I mean. I love Velvet Buzzsaw. I really like this one too but yeah i know that people were saying that like i know i don't want to bring it up but like every character in this movie like i know they were saying that singling out certain people were bad but everybody in this movie was not a good person like not one like not one person was a nice person even the main guy was like hey they said my name on tv like so everybody was kind of a piece of shit like it's not just one group of people that were not everybody in here was not exactly on the up and up but Mm -hmm. One it thing would, I did like about the movie is old people telling scary ass stories to other yes. people. Like that, I love yes. that. He's like, yeah, and then they, I was like, oh shit, I'm in, I'm in. If it, yeah, like, I just, like stuff like that. I too, want man. campfire stories, man. I like it. I'll eat that shit up. I love legends and myths. Yeah, and stuff me too. Like, it's just cool, especially when you got old old dude telling it. I kept yeah, reading this that. He almost made my list. Almost. I kept reading that people were like so offended that like, did you notice that every single person in this movie that died that was white? And I'm like, yeah, I, well, it kind of made sense of, that the people were dying was white because it was Candyman. <laughs> candy I mean, man. it was racially motivated. I mean, considering what the backstory is, I mean, why would he be killing his own fucking people? Because it's and, people who don't know the story. They're probably like, oh, a new horror movie. They don't know yeah, they're like, all oh, this fucking social commentary. These, these movies are so damn racist because now they're just fucking killing off white people. And I'm like, are you fucking you, you know, kidding me? The storyline, if you look at the storyline, it makes complete fucking sense, man. It's not just they're just killing white people for the sake of killing white people. You know, black killing white people has nothing to do with that, man. Well, look at the story. Uh, my th- like normally whenever someone says like every man in this movie is evil or every uh, white dude in this movie is evil. Like I usually pick up on that stuff where I feel like the movie's doing that. I never even like it never even crossed my mind while watching this one. So I, it's I don't very really heavy social commentary, uh, though. It really is. It, right, it really is. I, I feel like. I mean, it's that's very all very heavy. Is. I mean, read from the killings of like you know, it's all white gentrification, all that type. Of, like it's very, it's very specific to the point, and it makes a lot of sense, man. I mean, Peel produced the film, right? And yes, you know, I wrote, mean, look at his look at his films that he does, man. They're very specific to what he's doing, and. You know, it made sense. I mean, if you're not specific what or if you're not familiar with what Peel's doing and stuff and I mean, I have no problem with these these type of things, man, at all. Because given what the storyline is, I just have a problem with when you're doing a slasher film like Halloween and you throw in this bullshit commentary and it's like, fuck off. Like Evil Dice tonight moves. But, but right, you just don't need to have it in in that type of shit, dude. It's a different type of movie with Candyman. I know, I but have, Candyman isn't really like a slasher slasher either. No, though. it's not. But there is still a story 
conceiving from slavery and things like that, right? It, there's yeah, a ra- I mean, there's a racial point to it, so it makes sense right. of why these white people are only dying in these films, right? It's like I did, is, was it only white? I don't remember, but like I don't every everybody single, that was at the art exhibit who uh, every I think single person or anybody dies. connected, yeah, every single person dies in this film is white. Well, yeah, Jeremy brought up a point when we watched it. He was like. This guy was the number one. He would be the number one suspect in all these murders, yet no cop interference until the very end. You can tell, like, stuff was cut out where that cop interviewed him at one point and had him pegged. For I murders. feel like you're probably. Yeah, that's probably that a good point. It, 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 the that. cop acted like he knew it. Right, right. And that and ending is just. Great point. Man, who who said this. that, Jeremy? Jeremy, when he was watching it, like, and I agreed. We oh, like, you're, yeah, there's something. Oh, missing. you're Jeremy. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, our Jeremy? It, Holy yeah, fuck, no way you said that. <laughs> there's no fucking oh, there's way Jeremy's something cut out of the movie. I think sure. you're right. I think. Jeremy's oh no, that's a really good fucking point, man. I never even if thought. If there about was it. a director's cut of this movie, this movie could be excellent. This could be like a, a nine out of ten. But there's something fucking missing. There's something wrong with this movie. Okay, like, and that's it. I just have too many complaints to include it. If, if it, Dude, it was, it was pretty long, things. was it not? Maybe. No, it was too we, short. We, this we, movie should be an hour and forty. We walked out of like the 30. cinema, oh, and I said to Dylan, I said to Dylan, and I was like, man, dude there's something wrong with this movie and I couldn't put my fucking finger on it, man. I was like, you know how your brain is just like going crazy after you watch? Like, I'm like, I'm trying to figure it out and shit. Maybe that's exactly what it is. It's like a story, a murder story. You're like, why would he do that? Something did not connect. There was a missing piece. Right. Yeah. It could have been, it could have definitely. So subconsciously, uh, like I knew something was, yeah, I, that's why I never connected. I, yeah, I didn't dig it. It could have, it could have been hour 40, hour 50. I agree. And I, I normally am telling people to cut it, but this one, I know, right? We use ten we, minutes, we man. Literally, because I was enjoying that it. so much, and then we all like the time. We're like, it wasn't all the time <laughs> because we the preach. movie was at a pace, and then like the last ten fucking minutes was were like, all right, that's it, we're done. It was like Oz season six. People I felt are like the third act was like nine. was like seven minutes and thirty one seconds. <laughs> what the final act? Yeah, it was like thirty minutes, forty minutes, ten seconds. It was. It was like it was like bam, 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 done. I'm like, what? like yeah. Me and Carly even. I'll never forget walking like, out of that's the, it. <laughs> the cinema. I was like, something was wrong with it, that ending. It, it's also really brilliant how Candyman goes from the mirrors to the real life. How he gets out, and there's yeah. like, we oh, needed a vestal man. He needed a fucking hive, and you right. have to tell that story like Freddy Krueger get the fear and the people to bring him back out again to say his name it's a really cool movie man it's just it's almost my favorite movie of the year but it like i said man it just fell short enough to like where i have questions like real yeah. genuine questions about it that just confused me yeah it, it's a classic example of like a film that i thought was pretty good but could have been great yeah, yeah. Like, that, that's no. the thing it's not a bad movie at all it just didn't fully resonate with me the way it should have either yeah all right. Yes. Sorry, That's I talked so much about Candyman. Dave. I, Dave. I did that. I didn't even bring up the bathroom scene, which I felt like you know. I me and Dave right. talked about it. Me and Dave talked about it, and you know, I, I get why, like, where people are coming from with the bathroom scene, but it does feel completely disjointed. It needed gone or more. There needed more of it or right. none of it right it felt it felt jarring it felt jarring in the film all of a sudden we're in the scene and then they're trying to throw some like kind of like you know narrative i don't know what the fuck they're trying to do with this scene and then it just cuts out of it and then we move on 
it was never fully developed. I don't. It, it like was maybe they had to rush it to like camera. Like it's like they, visual exposition, man, or something like that. Like they're throwing this in there to see, like, oh, Candyman's in the real world. We're doing this and that and stuff. But it comes out of left field and it leaves in right field. You know what I'm saying? It's like it just, <laughs> it just. Woof. It was a weird one, man. And that was one thing that we left the theater when we actually talked about. We're like, what the fuck is with the bathroom scene? It's like we get the narrative, we get everything, but this just yeah, like it felt out of joint. Art exhibit, and it's like carrying out through her to other people, but it just didn't work. It didn't work. That's that's the thing. You're completely right. It didn't work. So, all right, Dave. Uh, I guess what what number? Is this number this is number five? Six. Six. Number six. This is number six. Like I said, <laughs> Candyman. Um, <laughs> I basically just should put Candy Ben unless and skip this one because I talked about it enough. Um, this one's actually from Thailand, and uh, this movie kind of blew me away. Uh, I, I the first half starts out, and I was like, okay, so we're essentially going to do another classic kind of uh, Asian horror story that I've seen, ghost story, and I was like, oh, we're doing this, and it's very mind fuck kind of movie. And then halfway through, it completely switches, and I said, oh no, we're doing something else, and that. And it just blew my fucking mind. I loved it. It got super violent. No, it's called The Maid. Oh, The Maid, yeah. That was this the is one. fucking violent at the end. That's I loved another it. Another one I didn't get to see. I, I wanted to watch. Fuck. Yeah, I didn't see that one either. <clears throat> ghost story, revenge story, fucking nasty. It's just really cool shit. I, I couldn't I would find it. it I couldn't find it. Times. It's gorgeous, too. Cinematography's gorgeous. Good stuff, man. Eight out of 10. I, I really dug it. No one else saw it? How, no. where, where did you watch it, Dave? Because yeah, I couldn't find that? it. It was just a release. It had a Blu-ray release, and I checked it out from oh, Epic you, Pictures. From yeah, oh, you bought Epic the Blu-ray. Pictures put it out. Yeah, yeah well, I, I got sent to me to review, and I was I, I requested it because I wanted uh, to check this one out, and they sent it over. I was lucky yeah. enough to get it. I'm not buying modern releases just to check out. But yeah, you're right. I'm if you got you, if you got a Delta, I get all Asian. Nice. I would have gotten any Asian modern movie. I buy them anyways. Yeah, I mean, for the most part, they're not really misses for me. But at the same time, to grab something like that for like forty bucks for me, I'm like, ah, I don't know, man. Oh, for you, import because that's usually yeah. cheap. It's like that's what I'm saying. Here. It's too expensive, it's right? And Detention was another cool uh, Asian kind of ghost story from this year that you had to buy the disc to see. I believe right. Detention right. that was a good. Yeah, one. that was on someone's list. Watson has listened. Watson, Watson had it. Had it. Okay, that's yeah, a good film. No, but yeah. the maid. I, I really recommend you guys check it out. And if you're watching it, and you'll you'll think of a movie but that we've actually covered on the show, right. you'll be like, "Oh, this is just this," but it's still good. But then, like, it switches, and you're like, "Oh shit, no, it's gonna do." Some I more. love when movies do that, where you think yeah. it's one thing, and then all of a sudden you're like, "Oh, okay." It is okay. that, but it's more. It's more. It's even more. So you know what I mean? It's like for me when I watched True Romance and the and the scene gets with James Gandolfini. I was like, "Oh, so we're gonna end with this great scene?" I was like, "No, you're gonna end with a Mexican standoff." Is that racist? I never understood if. It was or not mexican uh, no yeah i don't understand it like the term just pointing guns at each other three-way battle but anyways yeah well they, it originated in mexico so it's a mexican sound off so yeah that's what i figured it's just a, yeah guys people pointing guns was it some co- was it uh civil war or something i always imagine it was always in westerns and they always called it that so. no it's a it's a like it's nothing to do with civil war not the american civil war it's fucking straight western shit man yeah Way so uh I recommend you guys check the maid out. I really dug it. Yeah, what a shame, dude. I really wanted to check that out. There's a bunch of movies I haven't seen on your guys' list, too. This is not... This is the worst I think we all ever did, to be honest. Yeah. Wait, I did good. <laughs> Fuck you. Speak well, for how many? No, I mean, how many movies did you see? I mean, you seen? didn't do that good. You had the biggest fuck-up of the year so far. I've so. only not I, seen I, one on your I, list, and I've, I've three out of four of Jeremy's. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. What about you, JP? 
I had only missed. I missed two on his, and then two on Moon. Okay, whatever. Yeah, we all did shit. Yeah, yeah. I think Jeremy. Or this year is just around. fucking. But weird. without without thought though, man, because the maid in, in Gia, I didn't know about the paranormal activity though. I well, do you not have Prime or who? What was Gia on? Well, Boots Hulu? doesn't get the same shit we get. No, I thought. Yeah, I but thought, I've got Amazon like Prime, Hulu. but we get pretty much maybe 20% of the shit that you guys have on there. It's all regional, man. And like a lot of shit that we, that you guys can rent on, you know, whatever fucking yeah, thing it is. Your renting just, is fucking yeah, atrocious. We, we can't rent shit up. because it's all regional at the points. And it, it is, you could rent like everything, even here. Netflix, it's man. Really if you look at your Netflix horror section, like you probably have a hundred fil- more films on there than we do. It's yeah. fucked. It's fucked. And even shutter is fucking different. Yeah, yeah, I've seen like the but UK. Shutter has been like doing a movies. good job of trying to get everything for each territory. Right. They've been doing a lot better with that. Right. Um all right. All right, back to me. All right, so coming in number 6 is uh actually a repeat. We talked about this one. Um I guess I guess we kind of did. Does it even count anymore? <laughs> doesn't even count anymore. It totally doesn't. So this is this is the first time this is appearing on the top ten list. Ten. Uh, and that it's is in the, my honorable mentions. And that is David Bruckner's new film, The Night House. Nice. Holy fuck, JP! That is, that shit is funny as hell. <laughs> so it is literally the first time appearing on the top 10 yeah. <laughs> second time we've you don't get about to say it. nothing jp <laughs> oh, yeah, oh man role, right i mean we've really kind of said i don't really want to give too much of a away from the film but um it's uh i like these type of psychological like what the fuck is going on type things and i really like where this one goes and i really like the ending and jp's right man like what he said before like there's something that happens in the end that's that's creepy and i think a lot of people did miss and shit which is is a is a great thing um mm-hmm. but what man the it's the mystery of it man you know it seems like it's kind of straightforward at first and you know it's probably not going to go that way and uh rebecca hall does a great job in this film yeah. She's fucking fantastic mm-hmm. probably one of the best performances of the year man she's really she's damn great, good in this sure. Um, I like the way this thing develops, man. It's got great pacing. It's got really good atmosphere. It's got so many, it's got twists and turns in this thing where you're just like, damn, dude, really? But you really need to pay attention because of why this shit is even happening in the first place, right? It's a complicated movie. Not going to lie. I had to read about it when well, I saw it. Okay. I okay. It. So, but it's it, a strange film. There's sure, a, there's but. a moment in the, in the beginning of the film where, where she talks about uh, where she was in a car accident and you know she saw the light or she didn't see the light right and that's actually a really key moment in the film yeah it's a key point and then of course her husband ends up committing suicide and then you think that you know she's all fucked up from her her husband committing suicide because he really didn't have any issues but we know later on down that he has some issues and stuff but it's the development of all this shit of her prior things and then what was going on with him and it's really cool man it's a really cool idea i, I can't even think of another movie that's kind of like this in narrative wise like i don't know it develops really cool it, it honestly it's one of those films that i sat literally sat and watched it on this on the edge of my seat i didn't even sit it made me jump once it, it got me jump 
I it was just, on the couch and yeah. that scene where she's on the couch and she goes to sleep and her friend's like, I'll stay here until, and then she wakes up suddenly. Right. I literally jumped like a right. I scared me. I was like, Oh fuck. Yeah, dude. Very intriguing film. Um, I think if I had been able to rewatch this, it probably would have went up. I know for a fact it probably would have went up, but I like, I love the development, man. It's great. Absolutely great. Um, I'm in at an eight out of 10 on it right now. I know if I rewatch, like I said, it's going to go up for sure. I love this one. Um, from the UK. It also looks great, man. It looks great. The sets are great. The house looks great. The camera works great. This is a very professional movie. And it's oh, a no. version of another movie that came out like a year before. Uh, so I much good I camera work. Watch this I, again. I only got to watch it the once. I love when they go to the, uh, what do they call it? The, um, the nothing house or the, the, what do they call the it? Bookstore. No, the not the, not the bookstore. Like his uh, his kind of not kill zone, uh, but yeah, what, yeah, like yeah. the the other cabin kind of. I love that shit. Yeah, man. yeah. I love the that night house. I guess you want to call it night house, <laughs> night house or whatever. When he goes to the night, because it's the night house, you can only see it at night. Right. <laughs> I love the whole development with that though. Super cool stuff, man. Don't want to ruin anything. You got to see it. You got to see it. Yeah, got to see it. Yeah. Like if somebody said objectively, make a top ten horror list. This is definitely on the list. Right. Oh, yeah. I just personally, you know, just loved the movie. I thought it was super cool. I, this is right up my alley. I love this type of shit. Where it keeps and approachable you, for everybody. I it think. keeps you thinking the whole time, right? And, and and it's one of those films, though, too. If you do miss something in the early part of the narrative, you might be like, well, why the fuck was this happening? Like, yeah. Well, you they know, explained it at the end. They, they kind of explain it. They kind well, of. Yeah, I guess they do. I guess they kind of do. But it does help if you pay attention to the just dialogue, right? Yeah. It's actually in dialogue. It's in dialogue in the beginning of the film. I mean, you got to at least pay a little bit of attention. <laughs> right. But some people just don't pay attention to that just very kind of, you know, simple dialogue that's happening. But sometimes it's everything. All right. So, Jeremy. All right. Number six. First time on the list. Maybe we'll see it again. That is the. Uh, that's kind of a controversial statement. I was going to say the master of horror, but I don't think he's one yet. Uh, Mr. Wands Malignant. Um, this, he's a master, I'd say. Yes. <clears throat> I'm, yeah. not gonna, I'm not going to get into this argument right now. <laughs> All right. But uh, Malignant, such a cool movie. That's the thing with James Wan. He goes, he makes his Aquaman, he makes his Fast and the Furious, whatever the bullshit that he wants to make. Then he gets his money from that, and he goes and he makes whatever the hell he wants. And ultimately, he usually, most of the time, makes something really fucking cool. And this is what we get with this movie. Sure, it's a higher-budget Frankenheimer movie, but... Frank, Who gives Frank, Frank and Lauder. Did you say Hen and Lauder? Fucking I was literally just Frank, listening to well, Ari the Rugged me. Man review to, or uh, interview with Talib Kualitza and he was talking about Hen and Lauder and he was talking about bad biology said and stuff. Frankenheimer, which is the John Frankenheimer director. <laughs> so fucking funny, man. I love it. I'm tired, guys. Sure, it's a, it's a bigger budget bad... Uh, <laughs> A bigger budget basket case, but who gives a shit? I mean, I can I can understand why people didn't connect with this movie. It's not made for the mainstream audiences. It's made for horror fans, and I think that ninety five percent of horror fans probably really like this movie. 
because it's made for them and made by somebody who understands the genre. And this is a really, really cool movie. The, the third act of this movie, of course, is fucking absolutely batshit fucking crazy. Probably one of the most craziest third acts in a mainstream movie I've seen in, in quite a long time. It's absolutely fucking crazy. This reminds you of watching an 80s flick back in the day. Um, I had a really, really great time with this movie. Um, I recommend it, of course, because it's on my list. <laughs> really? But what did you guys think of I, I I disagree that it's not made for Main Street fans, because if you look at so. the type of film it is, I mean, it really does mesh up a lot of, you know, obviously the narrative is you know basket case sister there's so many movies that we sisters dark half basket case right there's a million italian influence all sorts of there's a scientist influence everything there's a million films that are for the you know the genre film horror film fan but then you look at the action and shit like that it's like the matrix mixed with fucking john wick and shit like that you know what i'm saying like there's (laughs) there's there's definitely appeal for everybody in there I think um, a lot of people were expecting something because if you look at James Wan's like filmography, like the last four films he made were like ghost type movies. You know, I think people were expecting something like that. Right. Yeah, I got yeah, no problems sure. with the movie at all. I, I mean, well, I do, I do, but I mean, it's <laughs> it, honestly, dude. The the biggest thing I have problems with is the fact that like it is almost a little bit too comic booky for me. Like, sure. okay, this is one of the movies I rewatched last night and rewatching it again. And I was so stoked to rewatch it because I really liked it the first time. And, uh, you know, rewatching, I'm like, man, dude, like, it is so comic book to the point where it's like, okay, I, I get what's going on and shit like that, but it just seems so outrageous what is happening with this, with this killer. And how their abilities are be able to... I, I'm just like... It's blowing me away. But it's also the look of it, though. Sometimes... It's like, very over the top. Like, it's very... The, not the founded scene, in reality. Yeah, but all the, those movies that we just listed are over the top, pretty much. No, but I mean... This one just played... It, it feels so comic booky to me. Like, when, sure. when, when they come out the window coming down the uh, the fire escape and shit that whole scene is just like it's like straight like marvel shit you're like what the fuck well, he like, did do a comic book movie so he has yeah. some sort of <laughs> but it comes off like that and you're like what the fuck am i watching right like and you know I, it's I unapologetically thought, bonkers and that's why i love it yeah yeah, yeah. I, I i mean i don't dislike it at all it's just i could probably do I mean, without a little bit of the the hardcore comic booky stuff but i do like the action scenes like i mean the jail scene's insane I mean, it's a goofy ass movie, but it's embracing the goofiness, and I love it for that. Right? What was that? An eight, Jeremy? Eight and a half. Oh, eight and a half. good shit! All right, my turn. I might have gotten yeah. completely fucking wrong here. <laughs> um, okay, so um, my number five is from the master of horror, uh, the return to horror after a half decade. Uh, Malignant by James Wan. Um, so that's my number five. Uh, yeah, it, it is like Dave said, unapologetically bonkers. And I think that is the appeal of it that it's just like, this is insane. Like, I knew nothing about this film going into it. So I did expect it sort of to be like 
what James Wan's been doing with the Insidious and Conjuring stuff. And he hasn't made, I mean, he did Insidious, Insidious 2, The Conjuring, The Conjuring 2, and then took a five-year break and did Fast and the Furious and Aquaman. So uh, I really was expecting more in the line, of, and even Dead Silence, right? Like the only, the actual oddball film in his filmography is Saul, because it's different than those ones. Yeah, but, well, that uh, sentence. I have that sentence. That, so. that sentence is maybe his best, one of his best. The smallest violent. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I've actually not yeah. seen that one. Um, but you know, it, it, so I was expecting something more along the lines of that, and like I don't know, malignant just sounded like some kind of bad, evil entity type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I just was like, when when it, whenever it started getting into like the hen and lauder territory. I was like, "Holy shit, this is insane!" And obviously, just the the the, the concept of of the actual like I don't want to spoil it, but you know yeah. what's going on is like, "Holy shit!" Like it's just I, I did not expect this type of movie out of it. And then, like you guys mentioned, all the influences from from a lot of people are calling it a giallo, which is like I don't agree with that at all. But I could see like giallo influences, sure. Yeah, the black, well, I mean stuff. The killer chasing the killer, all that kind of police procedural shit that happens in the Jalos where they chase them. And some of the lighting techniques, some of the camera work and stuff is, but it also has mad scientist shit. It has gothic elements. It has uh, fucking body horror elements. It it's a right. mismatch. It's everything. I mean, yeah, it's like a it's fucking like potluck. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I was very happy to see James Wan return, and I think Jeremy made a good point that I was going to make before he stole my thunder, but yeah, it's like James Wan will go direct a Fast and the Furious film, and then he'll do like something that he wants to do, and, and then Aquaman, and he'll do something he wants to do. So we got another Aquaman movie coming up, but and this film really feels like it. It really feels like James Wan, Wan this is not a studio-type movie. This no. is just like, oh, James Wan's like, the shit. This does not seem like something Warner Brothers would put out. <laughs> right. It's like, it's like James Wan's the shit. He kind of can do whatever the fuck he wants at this point, because he made fucking aquaman and fast and furious or whatever no, he made he made saw he really made it doesn't feel Insidious, like a studio he film? made the conjuring wow i feel i feel well, like it, it totally does in the sense of like the it's content a big film what it what's in it you, it's not a big film what, one of my one of my favorite things about malignant though is the fact it is filmed in seattle and the weird thing is is that you know i've been to seattle because seattle is very very close to where i live been there a million times i've never ever done the underground tour before and we always talk about it every time we go there and we never do it because we're always there for baseball or partying or doing some other shit right but i've always wanted to do it man i I gotta go check it out man i gotta go check it out it's kind of cool but yeah i give it an eight out of ten you guys never you never thought you wanted to go you guys none of you guys have probably ever been close i didn't know that was a real thing (laughs) oh so the well but they talk about it in the movie Right. Yeah. So back in the day, like it was late 1800s or whatever, maybe early 1900s, they had a huge fucking fire in Seattle and it basically demolished everything. And so, but they had flooding issues and stuff. So what they did, instead of building, rebuilding the city at that level, they built the city up a story. And so when you go to Seattle now, the city seems really high. It's because it actually is high because there's a whole nother fucking level underneath the whole city, which is the mm-hmm. old Seattle. And that's where and you can go do the tours and stuff like that. There's still like shit down there and stuff. Like, so what you see in Malignant, you know, that those tours down there, that's, that was filmed in the real, um, you know, it's filmed in the real uh, underground of Seattle. 
I did not know that. Oh, you guys didn't know that shit, man. Crazy. So we always talk about every time we go there, we should do the underground tours, man. We should, and we never do it, man. Because so if you go to Seattle, it's very hilly. It's very high and hilly because it's, you know, just, they got to be above sea level and shit like that. And it's cool. It's very, very cool. That's weird. Yeah, Seattle. I'd, w- I'd want to do that though. Too. Oh, yeah, that yeah I'd actually. It's a beautiful, cool. beautiful yeah. fucking. It's, you know, being for, like Vancouver and Seattle were only about two hours apart, right? So you know, Canada, America, Jeez. kind of thing. So when I lived in Vancouver, we were there all the time, and you know, and plus the Jays are in when they're in Seattle, it's like a Canadian home game. So it's fun. It's fun. Go see the Kraken. Go see the Kraken. Well, Last my fucking kid, my kid's wearing a fucking Kraken hat right now. <laughs> nice. Are you they proud of him now? Yeah, are yeah, you proud they, of him now? He's, a big, he's a big Steelers fan. He's a big Steelers. He's so bummed out. He's like, fucking Roethlisberger's retiring. Hey, all like, we well, need to do is have time. Jacksonville beat the Colts, and we're in, baby. And we've got to beat Baltimore. <laughs> are you kidding me? You're counting on you Jacksonville? Jacksonville? And you're sitting on your ass fucking at work. You're not doing what are you nothing. talking about? Like, this team cannot shit. survive without this. This wee so. shit. I love sports Day. fans. Like, we got to win, man. We got to win. No, you got to eat we. a hot dog and shut your fucking mouth and watch the game. It is we, motherfucker. It's not we. Yeah, it see, is see, we. see Dave, one nine in a row. Dave would never so understand fucking, Canadians, man, because, like, it's fucking, like, hockey up in Canada is, like, literally religion. It's crazy. Yeah. It like runs shit, dude. Like everything well, revolves around hockey. It's fucked up. It's it's a well, weird mentality up here. The NFL fans actually affect the game. Yeah, like with hockey the, up, up here in Canada. Fuck, it's it's just everything, man. It's everything. That's why all these games are being canceled right now because of COVID. Every every game in Canada, we have no fans, so they're they're postponing all the games because they want to, you know, you know, play them down the roads with fans and stuff. Have I told you guys Ugh. that the pens oh, are on fire lately? I gotta be out of here Did at you see midnight. That I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm leaving at midnight. I'm gonna talk about fucking hockey. <laughs> All right. We'll talk about hockey. Guess we'll break away. I don't want to talk about hockey. All of a sudden, his accent comes out. He's like, I don't want to talk about hockey. <laughs> I don't want to talk about hockey. <laughs> I never you noticed his accent in five years until he said hockey. He's like, hockey. <laughs> I'm doing it to be an asshole. All right, okay, JP, that was malignant. What was your rating? It's me. Uh, eight. Cool blue right. gate. Okay. No, it is. All right. So we are at number five, and my number five has not been mentioned yet, and that is Lamb. L A M B. Wow. <laughs> Fuck you. Wow. Uh, anyway. I am so shocked by this. You know, nice. Break off, Jeff. <laughs> it was just such a I weird didn't like movie. it. I thought it was fucking. It's Carly's turn, though. <laughs> you ain't got a fucking sentence that, man. Yeah, it's okay. But no, I, I didn't know if I would like this or not. I didn't really know anything about it going in. And I don't know. I was with it the whole time. I, I just thought it was a very unique, weird film. And I thought the lamb was really cute. I would take him home with me. But it was also really a really creepy concept. I like how, you know, the brother comes and he just he's just so weirded out by this. He's like, you, you guys can't do this. this is- Wouldn't you be weirded out by it? Uh, yeah, well, yes, Jeremy, I would, but I'm just saying the lamb was also kind of cute. But um, the you know, it's it, it's a more of a weird movie to me than horror. I feel until like the ending, but okay, I, I, I don't. Care. So <laughs> let me ask you something. Yes. Okay, so the ending of the movie. Do you have mm-hmm. any idea how to explain that away? 
Um, because, okay, so basically we have this couple that is obviously having issues having kids. They fucking have a farm and also they have this like misplaced fucking kid, baby, lamb, lamb thing mm-hmm. at their disposal and they raise it like their own, like nothing is wrong. Um, there's an incident where something dies and then the end happens. How do you like, I'm just like, I, I can't make sense of how it doesn't really make sense. It doesn't make yeah, any sense. It, like it, I thought about this forever because I watched the movie and I was like, I don't understand what the fuck is with the ending. Like some, like sometimes I'm just like, okay with bizarreness. Yeah. But do you understand? Do you understand what the fuck is going on with the beginning? <laughs> Well, no, not well. No, (laughs) at first, at first, I thought the movie was kind of in their head. Like, okay, so they're having issues, whatever. They have this baby, and I I felt like it was kind of like in this fantasy world. But like, and I realized that it's totally not when the brother comes, and I'm like, okay, so now it's set in reality, but weird reality. I, I couldn't figure it out, and I'm kind of rolling with it. And then the ending happens, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, where does this? It's just literal. What that a giant ram came and fucking killed him. How is that literal? How is the baby literal? <laughs> right. <laughs> I, it, it's but just but that's what I'm saying. Because if the ending is literal, then the, the the baby can't be literal. Like there's nothing that's literal about the whole thing. It's like it's such a weird. Like it's one of those movies I feel like I watched and I went, wow, they made some weird shit just to make some weird shit. Yeah. Like I it couldn't make any either, fucking either. sense of it. Like I, I, I really like tried. It's not the, a the, poorly the, made the, movie. The, it's, the beautiful. Dad, the dad it's a beautiful. It's a beautiful shot off, movie. <laughs> it's a beautiful yeah, shot movie. It's acted excellently. It's got a great somber atmosphere to it. Like you can feel the whole movie is just somber. Honestly, the effects were fucking outstanding. Yeah, there's a lot of good points to it. Like a baby. But you can't <laughs> end a movie with how it ends because it doesn't make it literally makes no fucking sense but but my thing is if you're if, you're if it's set in reality with the fact that there's a baby lamb that's acting like a human why can't you ride with the end well because the problem is is that you're thinking if you're setting this movie at that point in, in some type of alternate reality shit but then it seems like when the brother shows up, it's kind of grounded. It grounds itself after that point. It's like, it's kind of set in this world because we have an outside character that's bringing groundness to the narrative. Yeah. But my argument would, it was grounded from the beginning because there's nothing in there that shows that it's, you know, that, that anything was different before the brother came. Exactly. Well, you're right because nothing, nothing is different in the beginning, but then I feel like once the, the lamb baby happens. I feel like it kind of goes fantasy, but then it kind of grounds itself back out with the, with the brother. And then it goes crazy fantasy at the end because what the fuck, man, where does that even come? Like, like, is there some types of weird social commentary in this shit that I have no idea what the fuck is going on? I think think there is some social commentary, but if there is, and it even bugs me even more because like, fuck man, just, you don't do. I haven't seen this movie, but it sounds like a fairy tale. It does. It is. By the end of the movie, it feels like that because you're like, how do I make sense of any of this now? Right. I yeah. think you got to rock with Greek it. myth. Probably. I have no. <laughs> I think you. I think idea. you got to rock. I think it has something to do with like 
like thieving of uh other like entities like like other animals like taking what isn't isn't yours and shit like that and it has something um, to do with the fact that they couldn't have kids right like they were having it was like like, yeah some depression when not being able to have well they had lost a baby they had lost a baby i think that's what it was because they couldn't have kids they had lost a baby i think that's what the narrative is and then all of a sudden it's just random it's literally random they're in their barn and there's all of a sudden this like baby sitting there not tall then they give it birth then don't you see the lamb yeah the lamb birth births it yeah, yeah. it's, it's just it. like comes out of nowhere and you're like what the fuck like it's 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 one of the weirdest yeah. movies i've seen in a long time it, it is super weird but like yeah. i think you have to rock with it from the beginning you you got to be like okay we're doing this and then the, you're probably going to be oh, looking I for was an into it though i was into it pretty much until probably last i and when it ended i was like I don't know what to make of this, man. Well, I think you were just expecting there to be like a twist, like, oh, this is all in their head thing. But then it's just like, no, we're just doubling down on the fact that there's a lamb baby and this exists. Yeah, but I mean, it went pretty crazy at the end, though, man. Like, people were, there were some parts flying around and shit. <laughs> it was like, what the fuck? I really liked it a lot, too. Honestly, I dude, I fucking kind of, I, I got really upset with the dog again. It shit bugs me, man. It fucking bugs oh, yeah. me. It fucking bugs me. Yeah, everyone forgot about the dog. She was watching Pig, and she's like, "I hate it when when animals die in movies." Me too, man. It drives me fucking Fuck nuts. Yeah. All right, watch John Wick then. What What'd you give that, Carly? Uh, what did I give that? What What I gave it an eight and a half out of ten as well. But it also sets it up for three movies, Jeremy. That is true. Right. So and and four actually four five movies now. Yeah. Five. Five is going to be five? Okay. Well, that's even better. Because those movies are fucking amazing. They are amazing. All right. So, Dave. Uh, this is my number five. And I keep hearing everybody, this is the most overrated movie of the year. This is so overrated. Is. This is so overrated. It is Listen, overrated. Shut the fuck up. Because guess what? All I've heard about how overrated it is. I've literally heard like one other person say they fucking like it. Um, how do you guys censor know what it is? sucks? It's censor, it was, bro. You're fucking. You know what? Here, I'd rather have overrated good movies on my list and underrated shit movies on the, on your list, Jeremy. <laughs> fucking bloodhound. Fucking director didn't even like Edgar Allan Poe. He's like, hey, I'll just make a movie about Edgar Allan Poe. I don't know nothing about the guy. Anyways, I really like censor. And somebody said um, this doesn't do anything different with mental illness. It makes a big statement about, hey, guess what? The people that are censoring the fucking shit are actually the ones who are mentally ill and possibly telling people that you can. Oh no, watch the this, narrative's so awesome. What? I'm unfit to do this. Like, I'm in a mid sentence, awesome. man. I'm in a mid sentence. I mean, uh, anyways, I love this movie. Thought the acting was great. Thought it was like bringing out the dead in the beginning when they're pairing up fucking uh, people to, to to like edit the films. I mean, it's a period piece. It's also amazing how they set up the end shot in the beginning when she's looking at the video store. I like movies about obsession. I do. I truly do. I like movies about mental illness. Uh, probably can relate to a lot of these characters because I'm probably mentally ill, uh, as you can tell from my coming well, home. Well, you're, you're obviously obsessed though too with your yeah, fucking cleanliness. Your class. yeah. So this yeah, movie yeah, totally I mean, appeals. Yeah, I fit perfect, and the aesthetic's beautiful. <laughs> I mean, it's a movie where they plan an actress that normally like a character that I don't like, you know, because of what she does. But I don't ever dislike her, and it's something that happened horrible in your past that you can't let go. You just can't let it go, and no matter yeah. what, like, and they set it up, and throughout the end of the movie, you kind of realize oh shit we know what happened to her sister we know what happened to her sister i do 
but I love right. this movie. I thought it was eight out of ten. I think it's pretty great. Now I know you guys have problems with it. That's fine. I actually no, really I love the idea, love the narrative of this man. I did have issues the way it kind of played out and stuff. I wasn't really overly impressed with it, but I, I did rate it pretty high. It just didn't make my list, but I wanted to rewatch it, but I didn't get it from VS. And I was like, I just don't want to watch it any other way, knowing that they have this great release yeah, out there. I, I got you. I got so you. it totally bugged me that I didn't get to rewatch it because, you know, I mean, anybody that listens to this podcast and or watches my channels, I'm yes, a huge nasty, fucking so fan of the video. Yeah, Jeremy, we shut like the, the fuck up. Film. We like the history of film. Yeah, yeah Jeremy. Jeremy, seriously, not everybody like listens to every show, so they might not know. That's why you got to repeat these things. But I love that era. Video nasty shit is like my shit. I love that. We're obsessed with it. It's right? the most fucked up thing ever. The censorship is like, I am so against that shit, but it's so fascinating how censorship created wh- what we're doing right now. We're getting the best releases for these movies that never would have got this shit ever. And they would have been obscure. Well, well, right? Even the commentary about it's the amazing. person's killing whatever. So you guys fucking pass yeah. this movie. What the fuck? Right. Like, it's not because there's the movie, so much more to it. Yeah. It's fucking biased as shit. It's not based on what actually the, the rules that they set for passing things. It's based it's on what they want. On, on, right. Yeah. On the it's, personal it's shit. Super yeah. fucking pissed off. And it was based on the child's play incident. Yeah, I'm too. actually quite yeah. surprised. I'm actually quite surprised that this type of narrative never happened before. Considering yeah, how huge the video nasties, I would call it a scandal, you know, yeah. because it's, it's, it's a fucking scandal. It's bullshit. It's absolute bullshit. You know, so it's everything that we don't want in life is the censorship bullshit. And did I say bullshit? Yes. I just said bullshit. And, and also, that. it's but. similar to Evil Ed. That's the only other movie yeah. I could compare. Evil That's Ed. the comedy version of it. Yeah, I love that movie, man. Yeah. I, I love do that. too. I love Evil Ed. It's, yeah, it's, it's fucking, great. it's Evil Dead, but comedic version with censorship. It's it's amazing. It's so, it's so good. I, I pretty much agree with moods. Like I was down for the ride right away. I was like, oh, this is so cool. But it kind of lost me in the third act. I just, I yeah. wasn't. I felt like it was more interesting than what they ended up doing in the end. It's like, I feel like I've seen this before, but I, I also I, yeah. gave it a seven. So, I mean, we're not that even far over a point off. I know. <laughs> That's right. But I, I, I could see like, they do kind of lose you in the third act a little bit, but I think the payoff at the very ending with that shot is well worth it. And you understand, you understand, like, I don't want to spoil this, but I feel like everybody probably watched censor. Like it, it's, I don't know. I, I just like the idea that you're searching for a missing person, but you're probably responsible for it. Right. Right. Because you see she's fucked up. Yeah. All right. She can't deal with the guilt, man. I think. What was the rating on that? Eight out of ten. Eight. Stills on eight. Me too. All right. <laughs> so coming in at num- – what are we on, number five? Yep. Number five, and I know this is just going to spark. Dave is, uh, I can already see him. I can already hear him vibrating. He's been so mad and angry all show. It's a good movie. I'm just, I just. He's been so angry all show. It's. I love it. I love when Dave is like this because if you guys ever watch his channel, he is so, he's so, he's so Mr. Parker on his show, (laughs) on, on his channel. But when he's on here, he's fucking Dave. He's old man, grumpy fucking Dave. And he swears a lot and he just gets angry and shit. I love it. I love it. We bring the worst out of it. But Dave. he already he already mentioned something about this one that was a major problem. And I will say that I didn't have that same problem. And I mentioned this off the top of the show, which is very odd for me because I always have this fucking problem. 
And this is a what the fuck is where where the fuck is this from? This is this is a film from Germany. It's a German descent film. Wait, what? And it is Blood Red Sky. Uh, I, I we were talking about my uh, coming home in the dark. <laughs> love this well, movie, dude. It was two hours. This movie, I didn't want to check out for the longest time because it was like two hours. I'm like, are you? fucking kidding me dude i am so tired of these 105 110 120 minute fucking movies this year this is crazy i only got so much time in a fucking day to watch movies <laughs> so i'm like fuck this i'll check this out because i was running out of movies and i needed to watch some more movies and the premise is pretty fucking cool man like i i i like, honestly dude i worked in the i worked in the film industry i worked in the airline industry for like eight years and I understand how crazy shit can get on flights. And, you know, it, it's it's a scary premise when you have people going batshit on planes and stuff like that. It's, it's crazy. Let alone fucking, you know, terrorism and vampires on fucking planes. So this one's kind of interesting because it's got this weird concept of this, this girl that, or this mom that's flying to America. And she's going there to get treated for her well disability right now you know she's got vampire vampirism she's a vampire and of course she's on this flight where it's being overtaken by well we'll just we'll just call them terrorists and you know she ultimately has to well she ends up having to do something about this we'll just leave it at that um this is a crazy movie, man. You know, for a two-hour movie that is set on an airplane, you would think, "Holy fuck, dude! This is gonna be this is gonna be a fucking tedious watch." I think that they did this completely right. I was never bored for a second. I honestly, I never look back on this one, man. So they do it properly, man. They do throw in inserts of backstory with her and how she got changed and stuff like that, and I do appreciate that. It's not needed because you you know from the beginning what is what she is. You don't really need this. It's nice to have that. Um, maybe that's some problems that people have with the movie. Maybe it extends it a little bit too much. It does run two hours and one minute apparently. Um, but uh, this one is is freaky. I know Jeremy probably can't relate to this because he's never been on an airplane before. <laughs> But if you've ever been on a plane and shit starts going down, it's freaky. Because being on an airplane can be fucking scary for people. This is like Flight 193 with vampires. It really is. That's kind of what I was thinking, man. Because if you ever watch the documentaries and never know the story of what happened on that flight. And they, they did save a lot of fucking lives. And it's a crazy story. Um, that's kind of how we relate this story. Um did anybody else see this movie? Nope. Yeah, I didn't really hours. care for it. What's that? I, it was two hours, so I didn't watch it. Right. I didn't really care for it. So what? It had some good moments, though. I mean, what, like, what didn't you care? Got, what didn't you care about it? I honestly don't even remember that much about it. Honestly, because it was two I, hours, I, and you were like, "Okay, I'm not." So just like, <laughs> see, I don't understand that, man. I'll, because I'll back you up moods on this. I, I don't. I don't hate it. It's like a six. I don't. I, I gave it a six. I, I mean, um, I didn't hate it either. I, I'll, um, you know who was great in it? Oh, the I think it's, group. all it's, the terrorists are really good in it. But the intense, uh, the one that shines is the one kind of feminine one. 
yeah. the flamboyant one. He's great. Well, he's the guy that ends up getting shit. turned and shit like that. Yeah, yeah he's good in it. Honestly, uh, I, just, I felt there was too many storylines to it. You know what I mean? But that's what like, I liked it was like you had- But that's what I liked about it. So if you're gonna have a two-hour movie, man, you better have some fucking. You better have some shit going on in there, I man. I would have preferred an hour and a half version of this. Of course, it of my course, list. I would have been on my list. I would have preferred it to be a little bit shorter for sure. But to be honest, man. This movie never bored me for a second, man. It was fucking, it was high tension. It was fucking fast paced. Um, there was a lot, there was a it's lot like of like three movies gore. in one for me. There was right? a lot of gore in this, man. Like surprisingly, there was a lot of shit that was happening all the fucking time. And it's pretty, pretty big. Though. That's like, why. It's th- pretty big film. It was yeah. for, like for a film that's set in an airplane. You got to remember, this is like a confined horror film. Technically. And it was two hours long. I'm thinking to myself, this is what it took me forever to watch this. Cause I was like, I can't watch this. It's confined film set in an airplane for two hours. I'm like, this is going to be garbage. <laughs> and I went in with that mentality and came out with this. That's, that's how much I fucking blew my mind. I was like, what the fuck? It, it I was, was never, uh... I never checked my watch for one second, dude. And I'm saying, because maybe I have worked in this. I've been on a million flights and like, I've seen shit go down on flights and this gets scary, dude. When people start fucking doing shit, you don't like the second that fucking shot went through that window and they had to depress and they had to bring that plane down. Like, I know, like I've never been in that situation, but I know that can happen. That's scary as fuck, dude. It's scary as shit. Everything on this shit is scary as fuck, man. It, it's cool that they set it on like a massive airplane, you know, one of those big seven, I yeah, think so it's like a 777. Yeah, so it's a big double. The, the hordes at the end, which is pretty insane. It reminded me of Nightmare City when they start coming off the fucking Right, <laughs> right. So they set this on it with seven, it was like 60, 67 or something like that. So it's a double decker. So they're even packing cars in there and shit like that. It's huge. It's fucking huge. But the fact of what the narrative is, these aren't even like terror. They're, what they're doing, I don't want to give it away, man, but what they're trying to accomplish and how they set up the like, the Eastern Mid- the, the Middle Eastern dudes and shit like that. Like, there's a lot of shit that's happening in this film. The narrative is nuts. It's actually that part, nuts. That part where he's like, I don't speak Arabic, and he just shoots him right in the fucking face. But the fact that, like, they... they I don't want to give anything away, man. I really don't want to say anything, but... I think that made either was, Watson's or Jay of the Dead's list. It made a lot of people's list. It made a lot of... I think yeah, if, I, I I think if you're paying around. attention to all the shit that's going on, it's actually quite crazy, because how in-depth the hijacking was and it develops throughout the film it's so crazy what they're trying to accomplish and what they do with these other people and and the fact that like people are turning into vampires and like there's kids there's so much shit going on in this it's fucking the two hours felt like it really did feel like 90 minutes to me like i didn't have a problem with this and and like like I said, I'm the first person in the world to just discount any film that's two hours. It took me forever to watch this. It really did. I went in with a shit attitude and came out going, fuck me. <laughs> like, really? That never happens. That really doesn't happen with me. So, and I liked it, man. Like, there, you know, it, there wasn't a bunch of garbage CG gore and all that bullshit. Like, it was all practical. And they, they, I, th- I thought they did a really damn good job with this, man. I can see, man, like Jeremy didn't watch it because it was two hours. I can see that point. 
Yeah, I think also because it's like Netflix, it's called Blood Red Sky. I think like you might think like, ah, oh, this is probably gonna be crap. Absolutely. I was on the fence with it. Two hours, Blood Red Sky. Are you fucking with me? <laughs> but when I actually looked into it, I was like, oh, this is set on a plane. And there's vent. I'm like, oh, this could be interesting. It's like snakes on a plane, but maybe way better. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, I'm thinking, okay, I like plane shit, man, because I've been there. And that I'm makes like, sense. It, it means more to you. Like all these movies, they appeal to us because we live different lives. Oh, you know dude, what I mean? dude, I love. I when I was younger, I used to. I was terrified of flying. Terrified because all you as a kid, you're like planes go down. They never go down. Like, I'm, like they never go down. It's crazy. I love flying. I absolutely love flying. But like this type of shit though is terrifying, man. To me, terrifying. And. I was thrilled. It was a thrill ride for me. It's great, man. I don't know, man. I, I get it. it's different personalities when it comes to film and stuff, but I thought there was nothing wrong. I thought the acting was fucking like really good. There was a lot of good parts in this um, or a lot of good characters. And it just goes, I, I again, a couple of dogs get killed in this. And I'm just like, dude, seriously, <laughs> fucking dogs being like, she fucking grabs a dog, like this little, like, fucking Yorkie and fucking just gnarls on it. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, but the plane was, gonna, <laughs> plane was getting fucked up no matter what, so. Well, no, she... Man, there's, a, there's a lot of spread. But that's her fighting her vampire. Like, she had to fucking, you know, eat some well, shit. Well, I mean, right? in general, at the very end, nothing matters, really, you know? Yeah, right. <laughs> right. But again, you know, it plays into the commentary of, like, you see somebody that looks like a terrorist... And that's how they set it up. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. And yeah. they're like, okay, no, fuck you. You know, you're, you're the dude that did it. Like, it's just, I love that. I love that. So that was kind of cool how they set it up in the narrative. It wasn't just, it just came to that. It was done purposely. So it's kind of cool. But I don't know. I thought it was really cool, man. I, I know it's something that Jeremy would never change. Carly, you never watched it? No. I did not. Um, I thought I thought the uh, cover and the title seemed generic. I didn't know it was two hours though, so that probably would have really made me be like, no. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't get to that one. Yep, it's pretty much everything that you would scream generic, man. Blood, red right. sky, <laughs> Netflix, fucking two. Like, there's a lot of variables here that are pretty much saying, don't watch this movie. Yeah. I would yeah. say watch it because I don't know, man. The reason I watched it is because I, I was seeing it on lists. So I was like, okay, this, I mean, people are putting this on lists. It must be all right. I mean, give it 25 minutes. If you don't like it, turn it off. That's what I did with Army of Dead. I got like I 30 minutes in. I was like, this garbage. I, yeah, I can't do it. If I start something, I have to finish everything. I punish myself. Yeah. I'm, like at, I'm at like a 95% finish rate. It's because I've, I've had that moment in my life where I have watched like 30 minutes of movie and I'm like, God, this is the worst shit ever. And then all of a sudden I end up loving the movie by the end. It's like the weirdest shit, and like that can happen again, and I don't want to miss that opportunity. I forced myself rare. to come back to Fear Street, and I enjoyed it, but I couldn't uh, couldn't do Army of the Dead. I liked Army of the Dead. I don't think Army of the Dead was that bad. bad. I actually really enjoyed it, man. To be honest, yeah, I thought it was cool. Yeah. I could tell it's not for me. Well, it, and <laughs> that's, right, and that's you... the beauty of film. It's like you know these movies are very specific and stuff. So, but you know, I'm generally not like the hugest vampire film fan. You know, modern vampire shit. But this set on a plane, though, come on. What'd you end up rating? It, it, ticks, it ticks some boxes for me, man. Uh, eight and a half out of ten. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm moving. Right. I moved up out of the eights. Yeah, everything. <sighs> nice. I'm still up. there. I'm still there, but hopefully soon. 
Right, right. JPP? Hey. No, it's Jeremy. He just doesn't, he can't figure it out. I can't. <laughs> I got this right. spreadsheet, it looks like shit. Coming in at number five, the most beautiful film of the year, hands down. That probably gives it away. The second best film from this director, and that is Last Night in Soho. Like I said, hmm. most absolutely most gorgeous movie of the year. The fucking lighting in this movie is insane, out of this world fucking good. It, this, this movie just looks fucking amazing. And I'll wait to watch this in 4K because it's probably going to look awesome. But even the story, I think the story is really, really interesting. I love the setting. I love the, the, the flashback sequences. I think are really, really cool, really neat. I think that's where the, the production design and the lighting really shines in this movie. And I think it all ravels up in a, in a uh, acceptable twist, if you want to call it that, and an acceptable ending. I think the ending is really, really cool. And to be honest, I didn't see where I was going, to be honest with you. I was a bit surprised the way that, that it ended. And to be honest, it's Wright's fucking best movie next to Hot Fuzz. I mean, it's just a really, really I think enjoyable it's film. Fuzz. Nah, Hot Fuzz is still his best movie. This is the second best film. I liked it. But I just think it's, <laughs> it's, it's really good. I think it's cool, the, the whole... Of course, it has social commentary on the Me Too rape, all that rapey stuff. But, I, I but don't also like just rape, man. how... What do you think about just, that? It was too much in your face, though. It wasn't so much in your face that I don't think he was like trying to make a huge like message, huge statement about it. I don't think well, he's, he's, he's like trying to make too. a statement no, about how, it, you know, it's not the good old times. People think of nostalgia and they think right. how great it was back in the day, but really it's just a rape fucking filled city like anywhere else. It, it, it shows yeah. that like glamour and lights doesn't automatically mean that there's not a CD fucking garbage yeah. to humanity underneath. Right. I just thought this was a really cool movie. Really well acted and all that jazz. Movies you didn't like it very much. No, I, I liked it. I didn't love it. I liked it though. Yeah. I thought it was good. Yeah. Definitely visually, man, you know was, was really yeah. cool, man. I, I'll, I'll, I won't, I won't lie though, man. I had, a sneaky suspicion of where it was going, mm-hmm. but I wasn't hundred percent sure. Not like it would have ruined it or nothing, but, uh, um, it was good though, man. I, I really liked, you know, I, I liked, I, you know, I like throwback films. I like the costumes. I like the music and stuff like that. Like, I like that type of stuff. And you know, that scene, like the scene at the beginning where they're, the, she's like walking down the stairs and you can see the other actress in, in the mirrors and stuff like that. That's brilliant. Yep. That, that was done practically. Like oh, she's wow. actually there on set. Like in oh. the it, like it was filmed very, very interestingly hmm. to where she's off camera, but still in view. Like it, it, like <laughs> they did a good job with that shit. <laughs> I mean, Crazy. the music choices are fantastic in this movie. Yeah. Um, the dance choreography is great. The acting from the two lead females I love. Um, Diana Rigg is also what, great. Matt she, Smith is what is that girl's name? Villain. What's the girl's name in the lead? What's her name? Um, I can't remember the other girl. One's Anna, uh, Anna Thomas, Taylor Joy. Thomason. Thomason. Yeah, she's yeah, great. Isn't that weird? Because <laughs> Anya Taylor Joy played Thomason. In yeah, the witch. <laughs> right, right. Oh yeah, yeah. Smith is, right. is made to play a villain. He looks straight like a Dick Tracy character. 
it was kind of weird when they show him and you think he's like a romantic lead and I'm like wait it no and then he's like the villain I'm like that's about right yeah, yeah. <laughs> my, my thing like Anya Taylor-Joy is like one of my favorite actresses right now and this lead girl this Thomason did like rivaled her so I was like wow oh, yeah, she yeah. did really good you know they, but, they, they had good chemistry good. together yes I think that's why it worked so well so they had good chemistry did you write that Jeremy I gave an eight and a half all right back to me my turn uh another first time uh pick on here for my number four um i don't know how many people have seen this one it kind of had a oh i think jeremy did it it had a weird release but um it is um silent night did you guys check out silent night you've got to be fucking kidding me (laughs) what Dude, it's the most depressing movie in It might too. be one of the most depressing movies I've ever <laughs> seen in my life. Like, literally in my life, dude. I was so, oh, yeah, I like, I was anxious that. after this thing. I was like, what the fuck did I just yeah. watch, dude? It shifts. Car- like, Carly said the same thing. It goes yeah. from, like, you know, being this family comedy shit, which, you know, you, you know something's going on, but... To like literally to the most depressing (laughs) shit you've ever seen in your fucking life like the narrative is brutal and it makes complete (laughs) sense of what was happening in the world right now Uh but like that really doesn't fucking help nobody wants (laughs) to watch silent night right now like maybe (laughs) in 10 years it might be a hit or something but come on man it's so weird how it's like super comedic and then it turns out to be that the fourth like, of the movie oh is comedic and then the God, last 75 percent movie is just that like, is the it worst. kicks you right in the kicks you right in the balls it's the worst <laughs> holiday movie i watched all year because i was like <laughs> this is the most depressing shit oh my god i, I was at work and like Carly... the ending shot of all them laying in the bed is like what the fuck oh, it's <laughs> so br- no yeah well yeah and then of course something happens oh god it's but bad. I, I was uh, I I had this on my computer and I was at work and Carly, I was like, oh, you could use my laptop to watch movies or whatever. I have some on there, um, and uh, <laughs> she, I, I check on her and she's like, this movie's depressing. And I was like, oh, really? I thought it was like going to be a comedy or something. Like, and then well, I checked I mean, it, it out. Is. Right? Yeah. Isn't I it kind of fucking ironic that like, a movie named Silent Night Deadly Night is way more enjoyable? Then one just called Silent Night. (laughs) Well, I think that like it feels like Home Alone or something in the beginning, right? Where the whole family's running around. Like, you know, you got like this whole big family. And when you find out why they're all gathering, not just because it's Christmas, but because of a reason, it's really like earth shattering. And then also, I love the debate in there of like, of like, do you have a choice or don't you have a choice? Should, it's the vaccination should, versus non-vaccination comp, you know, basically is what they're Yeah, doing. kind of thing. And it's, also like this, like, I think that the, the, what the kid represents, the kid that's anti-vax essentially pretty much. Uh, is hope. Like he, he has hope that this might not be what everybody thinks. Whereas everybody else has given up hope completely. And I think that the message is you never give up hope. And also I really like how they um, like sort of, it's like they almost, they've accepted it, but at the same time, it's like they, they're almost forgetting about it and just trying to um, enjoy life, but then are constantly reminded of it. And even like that one's reaction, like, Oh, it's not supposed to happen until tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. it's like, they 
are living in a bubble of like just well, fear, a but bit. sort of like it's almost denial. Like it's almost denial in a sense. It's I denial, mean, but it's acceptance too. Yeah. It's like a weird mix of that. It's like on one moment they are trying to forget about it, so there's a little bit of a denial, but then it's also like an acceptance. It's a very, very interesting movie. I kind of loved it. It, it. it really spoke to me, and I was like, "Wow, this is this is heavy shit." And uh, yeah, I, th- it, I thought Dude, it was I just, definitely the most depressing Christmas movie. Well, by the end of it, when I was watching it, I go, "Oh no, I'm, now I know why I'm the only one in the theater because." <laughs> did they release this on christmas time no nah, they released it in like the first week of december i think so yeah christmas time what yeah i guess know? christmas time <laughs> dude that, could you imagine going to see this by they not knowing what it is like going to how see do you watch a shit theater? between like national lampoon's christmas and like a christmas story or some shit like it just it just ruins everything yeah, yeah, dude, like, it's so depressing it's, it's so fucking depressing dave I feel like it was like an Axie Vat. It was like an Axie You know I didn't see it. Axie Vat. Oh, I didn't know you. How did I know you didn't see it? Because I didn't say anything for fucking 10 minutes. Oh, okay. (laughs) Um, Okay, so I give it a... I mean, some people would say this is... It's kind of like a... You know, an anti-vax film. (laughs) I I almost watched it. It made in this fucking era. You know, and like, just proving, oh... Well, if you if you do the vax, you know you're gonna fucking die, and if you don't, you're gonna fucking kind of live, kind of thing. And that's how I kind of took it at the end. But I was like, man, it doesn't matter how you take it. This shit is depressing as fuck. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll, it, it I'll go awful. ahead and give it an uh, eight and a half out of ten. I really hope the filmmaker wasn't going for that because, like, Jesus. Christ, I don't man. think that's. I hope not. Really I are. hope not because when I when I turned it off, I was like, holy fuck, did they just do that? Because I mean, like it's it's a huge thing right now, man. One or the other. Right? A lot of people are saying it's not horror. That's why I I, I had it it's, on my short list because it looked lo- like something like, I'd like. It's horror enough. The man. concept is it's definitely horror fucking enough. horrific. Yeah. But, but uh, it's it's very like the I mean, it's I don't, one of the oh, horror, the horror <laughs> is like what's. But when you only have like it. one two movies to watch and somebody's like it's not a horror movie, you're like I don't know, you know. Yeah. But, I, but then, really but then Dave will go and he he won't watch Silent Night, but he'll watch Rate Man fucking one through sixteen. <laughs> I've always wanted to watch the Rate Man movies, and I <laughs> saw my list, damn it. I saw my opening, so I took it. <laughs> so what was rating on what no on one JP? Uh, eight, I'm finally in the eight point five at number four. So that, I think that's the latest I've ever been at eight point five in a modern year. Right, number four. Okay, Carly. All right, my number four is Last Night in Soho. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, out on Carly. That's the first I'm person me. I was out. Yeah, on. fuck you. I was out on you too, J Pig, because I had also you for out Silent on Carly. Night. Oh, really? on everybody. Oh, fuck. So am uh, I. Weird. Crazy. Yeah, Last Night in Soho. Uh, a very well shot, beautiful film. Um, I, I like the story. I thought it was rather unique. Um, I really like the main actress, uh, the Thomason, whatever her last name is, and Anya Taylor Joy, of course. Uh, just a really, really fun film. Um, and if she doesn't turn your lesbian, I don't know who does. <laughs> Anya Taylor Joy. Yeah, Carly's not into her. Her eyes are Maybe like spread, nobody turns her lesbian. Apart. I don't. I don't. That's a possibility, right? Is she yeah. a lesbian? Yes. No, I think oh, Jeremy's trying to say if, if 
And she Anya Taylor turn. Joy doesn't turn Carly, Carly lesbian. Oh, I, oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, I miss I misread that. But Carly hates it. I that Anya Taylor Joy is my girl. So, hmm. <laughs> I mean, no, see? I just she's not that hot. Are you jealous? Are you jealous? Because that John sounds like Landis. jealousy to me. That sounds like jealousy to me. <laughs> just not even Anna Taylor Joy and John Landis are dating. You know what, Carly? <laughs> I agree. She's not that hot. Really. No, I, know. I don't. I'm not. I'm not into her at all. Yeah, John Landis is not that hot. <laughs> I don't think she's. I don't think she's that hot, man. Like, yeah, JP's overrating her. Did you ever see Queen's Gambit? She looks hideous in that. I know. <laughs> That's why I brought it up. I'll t- take what I can get. All right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Anyway, good move. Um, the only thing I didn't like was the stupid boyfriend hey. in the movie. I thought he sucked. He didn't add anything to it. And I've explained this all on his and hers. JP th- felt I was harsh, but I am not harsh. I just thought it was stupid. And if he took that out, it would have been a perfect move. But, um, and you know, the ending, I didn't really see it coming until it came. If that makes sense. Like right before the reveal, I was like, oh, yeah, this yeah. is going to be what happens. But uh, yeah, this is one I would definitely rewatch. Um, I give it an eight and a half out of ten. I think it was probably one of my favorite theater experiences this year. I just really enjoyed it seeing it on the big screen. Nobody did. So. I might have <laughs> enjoyed it more if I had got to see it on the big screen. We never got it here. It was great on the big screen. Definitely uh, a film. Yeah. I was so pissed, dude. I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me, man?" Me and Godzilla were so pissed. That was the one film that we wanted to I didn't see. See it on Dolby. I was like, that was it. the one that we Did wanted we to see the most on the big screen, and it never fucking came. Unreal. Yeah. All right. So it's my turn. Yep. Yes. All right. Yes. So, uh, uh, twinsies again, Carly. Oh. Yeah, my number four is Last Night in Soho. I already talked about it a little bit. Really great movie. I'm a big Edgar Wright fan. I like all his movies, actually. I love Shaun of the Dead. I love Hot Fuzz. I like At World's End. I, I like all that shit. I like, I like, I like all Baby Driver. Too. You should yeah, watch like, Sparks Brothers, his documentary. That he I'll made check that out. And, uh, it's great. I, uh, Everything but Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> uh I know that movie. Like, I think you guys hate it because every fucking ten minutes they're like the best comedy since Shaun of the Dead, and it just fucking got nailed. In <laughs> I don't head. hate it. I like all his movies. Well, too. I, I think, think also it's... we were also hating on the movie before it became that type of fucking you know thing. I loved it when it came out. You, you know still... what always bothered me? It was from day one of the when show. When it came out, like, nobody knew what the fuck Dawn of the Dead was. And I was like, oh, it's like Dawn of the Dead, Shaun of the Dead. And they're like, what's Dawn of the Dead? That's got nothing to do with the quality of the movie. I know, but it made me it made me negative. I was yeah. very young at this. D- Dave, I was young I when that movie I fucking came out. love Hot Fuzz, though, man. Hot Fuzz is, Hot yeah, Fuzz Hot is, Fuzz is so fucking Fuzz funny. Is amazing. <laughs> it's so good, man. It's so clever. It's so clever. Hey, fascist. <laughs> the ending of that movie is, is hilarious. It's so good. Yeah, yeah um... Since uh, we're talking about Hot Fuzz, 10 out of 10. Um, last yeah. night in Soho, 8.5. We talked about this a couple times already. Yeah, I'm a, I loved it. I thought in theaters I was quite enjoyable. And I was like halfway through, I was like, I don't know if this is a horror movie at all. And then I was like, oh, right. it's a ghost Same story. Thing. It's a fucking ghost story. It's a horror movie. Yeah. So yep. I was very happy with it. It takes a while to get there, but it does. Yeah, I, I was just was I was unsure because I went in kind of blind. I was just like, oh, it's Edgar Wright's new movie. I go see his stuff. I like his stuff. Like Tarantino, I'll see it. Del Toro, you know those guys. They automatically I go see him. Even no Scott questions. Pilgrim, I like. I like all. I of like movies. Scott Pilgrim too. I like every single movie he directed. Yeah. I haven't seen the docs though. 
Did you say it takes a while to get horror in Last Night in Soho? Oh, yeah. yeah. I just didn't. Yeah. I was like, it started off as just like a kind of like, like almost like time travel deal, a mystery. Right. And then, right. you know, when it had that halfway point, it started becoming kind of a ghost story. And I was like, okay, okay. Right, right. It just, it was not straight up horror right away, which I have no problem with. But Right. One of my favorite things in that movie is when they walk by the, the cinema and they see the Bond Thunderball. Yeah. Yeah. One of my favorite Bond movies. Yeah, I love that shit. The camera's, the camera's behind her, and she's walking down the alley. And then when she gets to the end of the alley, the camera pans up, and you see the fucking. Oh, it's great. Oh, it's so fucking. I love that shit so much, man. Oh my god, I, that might even be in the trailer. Fuck sakes. It's if there is a trailer. Um, okay, so what are we in number four? Yep. Yep. Number four is okay. So we have definitely talked about this one, and maybe have had some serious yelling about <laughs> this one. Pretty much, we had some arguments and yelling. Um, nothing else to say. This uh, New Zealand film. Hey, moods. Coming home in the dark. Let's just kill two birds with one stone. It's my number four too. Okay, oh, nice. so coming home in, in the dark man i mean we pretty much i don't we kind of exhausted everything we need to say about that one yeah. it was like 25 fucking minutes of arguments about it um i don't really know what else to say and don't say that was said before because we had to take about a 45 minute break because my power went out <laughs> I, I kind of forgot what we said i just want to say the first 15 minutes of this movie like you said with the night house how you're at the edge of your seat is some of the most fucking tense fucking things i've seen in such a long time dude oh will, my god i will say i've have never jumped like that in years when i was so something tense when happens. they were sitting on that rock oh my god yeah man i honestly do that that kind of fucked me up because i wasn't expecting that shit to go that way i i figured yeah. something was gonna go down but i wasn't expecting like boom boom <laughs> it's like holy <laughs> fuck does happen there well, that's uh, why it's so tense because it's like you know something bad's going to happen because you could tell these guys are dickheads. Right. But you just don't know what they're going to do. And they keep talking, they're talking. There's like no background sound whatsoever. Right. Oh, it's fucking so tense. It's great. It is true, man. And, you know, honestly, man, like we said before, like, I, I honestly like the way this shit ends up. I don't know if we said that, but I like the way it ends up. I understand. I do like the very ending. The very ending, I think, is good. When he yeah. says, "I hate it here," yeah, I like yeah, that. I like that. I really that like that. Part. I think that was a great topper to what we just saw and stuff. Like I said, man, one of my biggest problems with the film was just, you know, when the when the when the wife jumps out and we see this this camera work and stuff. Like you get that impression that yeah. you know. I thought still, she was still alive too. Well, I mean that's the thing, but it never goes back to it, right? Like, yeah. and then you just have to assume by the credits that. You, mm, she died or maybe she like we don't know and it, it, yeah. it kind of bugged me because you know i mean something you you kind of want to know in that situation right you really do but i don't know man i i thought this was thought a very intense was film. really good i just yeah i thought the i you're right the acting was great man i thought it was intense through the whole thing right from the opening scene man you know shit's going down read to the there's there's like it's relentless the whole thing you know what i thought was a really nice touch about the uh the native character every time 
he's always interested in the food and the drinks and the alcohol. That's all he cares about. He goes right for the food. He actually yells at him for it one time. And that part where they show the shot where he goes in and the, the kid's in the car and he goes through their shit and starts drinking the stuff right away, yeah, you can right. tell that he is completely broken and he's just like focused directly on the food and stuff like that. Well, that's his why he wants to go to the bar so Well, bad. his character is focused yeah. on the booze for one thing yeah. because he yeah. kept he kept talking about, you know, going to the bar and you know, going to the bar and stuff because this is that's where he's at in his it. life, man. He's so fucking broken that this is what he's doing. He's drinking. Well, also, like, you notice how he immediately goes for the food. Like, he doesn't care about the people. He just walks up and gets the food. He's more interested in the food. Right. Mm-hmm. He's lived like this his whole life. Right. Right. With nothing. I mean, he's interesting, like I said. The other guy, I mean, he's just It's an interesting, like, almost character. phantom character. Like, he's not even a phantom character. He's there, but he's so phantom because you don't really, you don't really get the character at all. Well, he's like the one guy is almost like the mouthpiece for him. But by the end of the movie, he kind of realizes that he doesn't need this guy. And this guy yeah. probably doesn't deserve to be around. So, yeah, I I'm took it as Jeremy. like, yeah. Yeah, me too. Really? Shit, dude. Yeah. I, I can't. Think, I think my one through four, everyone could be number one. What are you giving that moods? And Jeremy. Um, I gave it a nine, man. I really I enjoyed it, dude. No, I gave it a nine. Any movie that makes me jump like that and then keeps me intrigued for fucking 90 minutes or whatever the fuck it was, I was like, holy shit. So I felt uh, it was, com- I, I felt it's complex. I, you know, there's a lot of shit that's going on. And like I said, man, it would have made for a really great, actually, Jeremy said that feature review. Yeah. Would have made yeah. for a really good one, man. Because like you were heated, I could have got heated. Because I don't, I just not, I'm not fucking doing that. I don't give a fuck. Well, it's just, <laughs> I just don't it's give just a fuck. What we believe in personally, you know what I mean? They're selling something, and if you don't buy that, no. As this podcast goes on, dude, it, like over. I've gotten you know less I mean? and less confrontational because I've learned that I've had so much shit happen to me in the last like three years. I'm just that not, I I'm really not don't you. give a fuck. Just, no, no, you, no. I, I know like you're movie, not. You know what I mean, like, I know you're I don't not hate the movie either. I think it's a good movie. I just don't see like. I just can't buy that. Like, I don't personally buy it. From my personal experiences, right. there's no way in hell it happens like that. Right. No, I get that completely. I get that. But I just I, don't believe I, it. I personally think that... It's like me or you trying to... Somebody trying to get us to believe in God in a certain point, in a certain right. religion or something. Like, change me to Jewish and change Jeremy to Christian. It's just not going to happen. Mm-hmm. No, it's definitely not going to happen. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's no, not going to happen. I, I chewed somebody down from $3 to $2. I mean, come on. That's what he, hey, that's what he do. That's what he do. Yep. That's what I do. Oh, Dave, that's I what you. he do. You're a great guy. Dave. All right. I love you. Mark All right. Um, Breaking into the top three, right? You bet. Yes, sir. All right. So my number three hasn't popped up yet. Not sure if it will pop up. I think a few of you guys didn't see it. I know Carly's seen it, but it is Ghostbusters Afterlife. Which is super shocking to me because I'm not even like a massive fan of the two original Ghostbusters, even though I did rewatch them before going to see the new one. And uh, I like them more than I ever had before. But uh, this movie to me, I just, you're a fucking dick. I'm out. No way you guessed that as my number one. Yep. Because you were like, you said on one of the like last shows that we did, like, oh, fuck, man, if it blah, 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 I would have given it a 10 out of 10. I'm like. 
I, I can't even imagine anything from the year being better than this. If you're saying you're going to give it a 10 out of 10. Or I whatever. might have been. I might have exaggerated. A yeah, you were fucking. You know what you were doing? You were fucking <laughs> with this you show. You were setting world. the motherfucker up, man. You definitely were setting up. You Just up. like how you, you know fucking how change your ratings on IMDb. Dude, it's my sh- number three. This isn't a whore hair move. What do you mean? There's ghosts in it. Are you, are you freaking Watson being like, whoa, my favorite horror movie all it's time? A is- horror, it's a horror fucking comedy. Dude, I okay, then this would have been mine, like, number two. Like You didn't... Oh, I didn't put it on I there because I don't I really consider this. Ghostbusters to be... It's a comedy. It's like a fun... But yeah. I call yeah, the but first Ghostbusters a comedy horror. This one yeah. I haven't seen, so I can't make a statement on it. It's the same thing. It's the same thing as the, the other Ghostbusters films, really. Does it actually generally have scares like the first Ghostbuster, like the library scene and stuff like that, or no? No, no it doesn't. Because, uh, I mean, Ghostbusters actually has genuine scary shit. That oh, the first Ghostbusters? one thought Ghostbusters The greatest scary. scare in the history of film is that library scene, I swear to God, oh, for myself. No, no, for myself. You didn't okay. let me finish. Because for, uh, I didn't. When I, I didn't. saw no, Ghostbusters back in 1985-86, when I was like five, it came out in 84, remember? That shit scared the fucking shit out of me, man. It's, it's, it's a scary ass scene for a kid to see that. It still looks pretty good, though. It really I was does. Watching the Freddy effects are good. Time. The effects are good. It's the scariest Fright Night. Right. Which isn't scary either. Which is okay. another one that I saw um, back in those days. And fuck yeah, you, so JP. Movies aren't scary. Um, but no, go, I mean, I guess you could say that it's not. I, I didn't really consider not being eligible, but I I'm guess surprised this is number one. Deliverance? What? Dude, I don't want to hear shit because you had Dead End Driving on a list, which is not Fuck a horror off. film. Shit is, that shit is scary as fuck. Who would want to be fucking locked in a fucking driving, man? That's terrible. It's right. Horrific uh, as hell. This movie, to me, like, it has so much heart in it that I just, I, I don't know. I loved it when I, I was watching it. I, I was agree. like, this it is. Does. Yeah, it, it just, like, I didn't know what to expect, like, because that one Ghostbusters film came out, um, the one with the chicks in it. And. Like I heard so much bad stuff about it that I never even watched it, and I just didn't know what this was, and I didn't know that it had any connection. I just thought it was a reboot kind of thing, but yeah, there's like a ton of heart in it. It has like the the lead is the the little girl that's in it is like so good. Uh, everybody's really good in it. There's great callbacks to the original film. Uh, the the little marshmallow dudes are like the fucking coolest shit ever. Um, <laughs> Just just a very fun, uh, great movie to see in the theater. Um, me and Carly really dug it. Um, and I gave it an eight and a half out of ten. I'm like, I'm, I'm completely in, th- I'm shocked by this, man. I really am shocked. Because you openly admit you're not a big fan of the first film. Yeah, but I'm more of a fan now than when I, before. But like, <laughs> This movie is just straight up. Like, if you're a fan of the first film in general, you would love this movie. Yeah, it's super touching. Right? Because it, is, it completely is just an extension of that shit right there. Yeah. It, I know. It, and it's weird. But like I said, I, I like the I, I liked them more now than I, I used to. So, it, it, like, and then also, like, this one even made me like them a little bit more because of the connection. Is your problem um, with like the first the one that, that is comedy, like the comedy horror element, or like, or is just you never got to see it in the eighties because you weren't born? <laughs> I think I saw it in the late nineties for the first time. Right. Um, 
but I, I, I think I missed like the comedy when I was younger, but like, obviously I, I see it now and it's, it's a really entertaining. I get it. I like both. Of them. I honestly like both of them a lot. I get it though, man. Cause you really don't have a sense of humor. So it probably takes a long time for you to pick up on the, the funny I mean, I of these films. I don't know why he likes it. He says he's not a scared of it. He doesn't have a sense of humor. What the fuck's he watching it for? <laughs> <laughs> the heart, man. They had they had passion in their they eyes. They had passion, and that in was their an eyes. eight and a half, eight and a half out of ten. You <laughs> yeah, said, yeah, eight and a half, dude. All, All right. right, Carly. Number three for me. I think one other person had it on their list, being Mister D. Park, and that is Saint Maud. Damn it! Yeah, Saint Maud. <laughs> this movie's weird because, like. I um, had the 2019 for Duncan's summer series, and this counted for 2019 on there. So, uh, I, for a second, I was like second guessing myself, like, wait, did this come out this year? But yeah, since this movie has been pushed back so much, it is from this year. Uh, we watched, like I said, we watched this early on, but it stuck with me. Um, I just really love religious horror and people that take it super seriously and you know this girl is just kind of like this lonely weird girl who is trying to find a purpose through i guess god and she takes it all just very serious and then of course it all kind of escalates and you get what you get at the end uh just a very disturbing movie there's a lot of disturbing moments in it like uh when she does that stuff with her shoes and she's walking around um just very cringe-inducing, uh, shot very well, acted very well, uh, just a really memorable film. Um, like I said, this is probably probably like the third movie or so that I watched at the start of 2021, and it has stuck with me ever since. So hmm. I dig it, and I would watch it again, and I would give it a 9 out of 10. Mm. Nice. It's first 9 out of 10 for me. Good movie. And move. I ordered it today for like twelve dollars on Blu-ray. Nice. Wow. Good price, right? That is a good price. It's crazy. It's <laughs> yeah, like it fucking thirty-five bucks here or some shit. But Dave, <laughs> you're up. Okay, it's the first time it's on the list, but I know it's not going to be the last time unless you're all bastards. And this is. Uh, <laughs> I know that not everyone's gonna have it, but man, this movie is is has a great aesthetic, has a great story. It starts off as like a serial killer psychological thing, turns into body horror, never loses the body horror angle, ends as a weird fucked up family drama. This is a uh, Titane or Titane, however you say it. I really like this one. Uh, there's some great shots, some great framing. The music's great. Um, love the two characters, the main characters. Um, uh, it's just a really weird, interesting relationship too. And the, the male lead in this movie was just so interesting to me. Like I yeah. felt like this character. He's just excellent too he's like this uh firefighter but he's constantly jamming steroids into his ass and everything and it's he's so lonely weird. so fucking lonely he doesn't oh yeah. there's a point in this guess movie what? Where she's he says, lonely too because she never had a father lonely. figure yeah they, she hasn't both had a father figure yeah and he's he looking for a father figure really and he's just who looking, you are yeah yeah that, that was a good line poignant. that's a great line i love it he just wants love yeah, and the first half, you're thinking the murders in this that take place in the first like 20 minutes of this movie, they bothered me. Like when she goes into the house, 
that fucked me up. And that naked guy walks up, how she does it, just really brutal shit, man. Uh, really like this one. Same director, of Raw. Um, another female director on my list. This is this is great stuff. And it has uh, the character of Raw in it. I think it's the same character. She it's says same. it's the same character. Same name, but it's fucking doesn't even act the same. It's the yeah, same I, actor. Yeah, I found that weird. I was like, that's strange. same actress. Then she I said no. The director I think said it's the same character, right? It's the same character. Yeah. Uh, well, I saw her and I barely recognized her. She didn't look like anything like that character. But uh, years passed. I didn't buy it. I, it doesn't really make any sense to me. It does, same. but it doesn't. Anyway, movies take I, place in the same universe. She I says, know, but so. still, it's just fucking. I just didn't see it. Spoilers. Yeah. Uh, eight I and did. a half on that one. I, I know um, it's going to be on some other list. Like I said, at least one. Um, I, I thought it was pretty great. Pretty great. Well, I know Jeremy likes it. Indeed, that's I do. True. That's true. I like it. I mean, there's the body horse pretty rough in it, and uh, like I said, it, it's interesting. It's weird as fuck, too. Yeah, it, I think it crossed that threshold of maybe being a little too weird for me. Uh, like a little and too And Lamb weird. isn't. I just... I, Lamb isn't on my top ten. You know, I I really love like, the first half of Titan. And then the second half kind of lost me a little bit, man. It just Same. got it got Same a little thing. bit too much. I mean, I could I get the commentary and stuff, but like, man, the entertainment value in it was really oh, fucking that's where all the, to me, man. That's where all the great character stuff is, is in the second half. No, dude. Like, I just I, yeah. I, I just like the first half of the movie a lot about this dude's fucking I, sadness. I get it. I get what what's being said here with the whole daddy shit and stuff, and I get that, but. Man, I guess like I said, man, because I'm like, grow the fuck up. I love commentaries in films as long as they're fucking entertaining still. And like the first half was great. It was really good. And then it just got to the point where it was kind of it was kind of rubbing me the wrong way. And it got a little boring. I'm not going to lie, man. Like, I really did not like the. The firehouse the scene, Tetsuo man. The Tetsuo body part, body horror stuff was really good, though. Like, it's uh, fucking crazy. I love the scene where they're all dancing together. It's, yeah, it's really a great scene. And I also, and they see, like, come on, Chief, come on, get out here. And also, see, that's the thing. If I you like, like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. It's like that's what yeah, separates. It's a weird the film. ass movie. It's yeah. not something that's not made for everybody. It's like you know what I mean. Like if somebody's like, I don't like this. I'm like, eh, that's fucking weird. I Dude, I was so disappointed with this movie. This is actually one of the biggest disappointments of the year for me because I really wanted to love this and i love the premise and i was like oh man i remember when um i threw up my rating on indb godzilla again oh my god shout out to godzilla fucking like what 45 <laughs> times in the show he was like dude really he's like i'm looking forward to this i'm like just check it out man don't trust my rating you watch you might love it i haven't really heard back from him so <laughs> 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 I, I, you said grow up to the dad or the daughter? Either of them. Well, I mean, the dad is somebody who lost a kid and he doesn't yeah. want to live anymore like a real dad should. <laughs> well, I mean, also just fucking stop whining or kill yourself. Huh? I mean, <laughs> no, he, he don't still was holding out hope. He was holding out hope. That's fucking willing extreme to, shit. That's how I people are. They will not accept reality if they think that they can trick themselves i know i know i like where everybody's it, different too I, though i like where it went with that where he just was like looking for any sort of companionship uh, and i do like that line a lot because it, it really set 
the narrative of like, okay, this is what this is about. Um, but I don't know. I just, I, I, I don't, I think I'm just don't connect with humans that much. I mean, there's humans. These people are barely human. And I like that right. he tries to do the slap fight. Like he tries to do the male bonding slap fight with her. <laughs> yeah. That's great stuff. I mean, I like it. I think it's great. Like I said, yeah. um, it was pretty cool. I only got to watch it's it once. I would watch again. I like all yeah. my movies on my list. I, I would feel that I would watch any of these again, and I think they would hold up. Yeah. For me, at least. I watched if, uh, closely half of these twice. I was too busy watching 1994 movies. Yeah, I noticed. <laughs> I noticed with your fucking 50 already. That's ridiculous, dude. Hello. Who is it? About a killer oh. ghost and a phone. <laughs> All right, dude. I'm gonna have to start getting um, some of that shit. I got, I, I got like maybe 50 or I don't know something they can watch in my house. But, anyways, my go. Your go. Yep. All right, so <laughs> we're gonna take this shit to fucking Norway with a film that. Oh my god, dude! I again, I was hesitant to watch. I'm like looking at the running time, going, "This motherfucker being like almost two hours long." Seriously. Um, it sounded interesting enough and it turned out to be really interesting and it's called The Trip oh, see I was going to watch this but Dave said it wasn't horror so I didn't watch it oh fuck that dude this is fucking funny <laughs> did this, I say it wasn't horror this shit is yes. fucking ridiculously it's, totally, it's so gory it's so gory it's a gory movie oh come on man okay so basically the short and long of this film I told you to watch it. I gave it a high rating. It's yeah, basically... Watch it, but you didn't say it was horror, so I wasn't... Oh, I never even heard dude, of this shit is fucking yeah, amazing. It's so much fucking fun, dude. I said watch it. Even though it's... We were talking it's, about it's, the Russian movie. It's and subtitled. We about... Even the comedy works so damn well, man. And it, it was fucking... It's ridiculous, man. It was so much. <sighs> it was so much fun. So basically, the premise is... We got this dysfunctional couple... And they're obviously having problems. This dude works in the film industry and stuff. And his wife is like a struggling actress. And <laughs> and so they decided to take this trip out to his father's cabin. It's not even his. And <laughs> the thing is, is that this dude is planning to kill his wife. But what he doesn't nice. fucking know is that his wife is planning to kill him. Oh, that that actually does sound quite interesting. And so when the shit goes wrong with him, oh man, it's fucking so funny, dude. So so you got that angle, and then you got these fucking these three dudes that have just escaped this prison or whatever, and they've made their way to this house before they got there. They're like they're in the fucking you know they're in the house kind of thing. So that complicates everything. And I'll just leave it at that. And oh my god, dude, this shit is it's it's full of fucking hilarious. <laughs> it's great. It's honestly a great movie. It's it, fucking it, full of great, hilariously fun jokes that totally work and full of gore and just just craziness. The whole movie's fucking insane, dude. I was I was laughing. I was oh my this this is one of the funnest watches of the fucking year, man. Hands down. Hands fucking down, man. One of the funnest jokes of the film, without giving too much away, is <laughs> these fucking dudes are clearly like, one of the dudes is like a Nazi and they're like they have to go hide in this <laughs> attic. <laughs> <laughs> 
I and love how they structurally reveal everything too. They yeah, reveal everything. It's really funny. It's so fucking funny. It's like the total hand and Frank thing. Oh my god, dude! I was right, like, yeah. I was literally like pissing myself laughing. I'm like, oh my god, this movie is so funny. But like, they're still playing it kind of straight, though. It's like not really straight, but like they're still, you know, it's not like super comedic. Oh fuck, dude, it's funny. But it's actually pretty quite gory, and like the way the shit plays itself out, and it's, it's insane. It's like insane what happens with the with the couple and stuff, and. I don't know, man. Dave, you, you watch this one? Is, is that on streaming anywhere? It was on, it's Netflix. on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Oh, no. shit. This Dude, is a great movie. It was Netflix, Netflix, fucking Netflix. so that, much fun. Netflix movies on your on your list, Moods? Yeah, man. I guess so, man. Like, yeah. Netflix is stepping I, up this year. This I kind movie, of put it as more like a thriller movie, like a comedy thriller, but it's so gory and over the top that it doesn't really belong anywhere. So I... It would have made my list, but I just felt like, like it wasn't horror enough for me. I don't know you, why. Last yeah, year, I would have. When they whatever. get on the boat at the end, man, oh, my God. It's fucking... Dude, this shit was like a riot from the start to the beginning. I knew right from the opening dialogues that this shit was going to be... It was going to be fun. And then when when we get into it, and, like, certain, certain characters get introduced and, like, die... <laughs> <laughs> the, the part that killed me ever, man. is the very end like because they always have these moments like well they'll track back like a character will be revealed and then they'll do like 10 minutes or like a couple days before and they'll right. show you how that character got to that place so they do that with one character to the at the very end that they don't really show very much right. and then his whole fucking story is the best part of the whole fucking movie yeah, so uh, no this is a great movie dude is, I, I would give it like an 8 out of 10 I, uh, I really like this same director as Dead Snow 1 and 2 and Hansel and Gretel and every right. single one of their uh, movies is good right and, and I was gonna get to that too movie. man Dead Snow 1 and 2 man and like and, and like it and if you like those movies man you're probably gonna like this shit man it's like it's it's funny it's gory it's just it's hilarious dude it's oh man you gotta you gotta check it out man everybody gotta check it out um, I will now what are you blaming that shit on me I said it yeah it's a lot like why don't you go to hell which you said you loved I said yes they're very similar in tone I do love. I just don't want to say anything about the movie I don't want to give away jokes and shit man movie I love that's on you bro but I gotta say man what if I can see with the dude that was supposed to kill that's all I'm gonna say man that shit man made me laugh so his death Dave was so fucking funny the part that got me was the very end. Like, this ruined the whole movie. What? This I want to tell all the gags. Well, I'm just gonna make shit we up. We really didn't say anything about the movie theater, with gags. I know. said one thing. Oh man, what about so funny. With all the hypodermic nurdle, needles, nurdles, they're nurdles. Oh man. Oh man. I'm making. I still think the fucking. Uh, the attic shit made me made me laugh the hardest, man. It's and it's kind of subtle unless you know the shit, but it's it's really fucking funny. You're talking about this shit. <laughs> All right, I think we're on the same page. So fucking funny. That, that Nazi looks like fucking flea, doesn't he? Right. Yeah. He, I don't know. He reminds me. I'm just as he reminds me of Ule Bull, but he doesn't. I f- I'm imagining he's like a heavy version of flea, a little bit. Yeah. 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 Right. He's got a gap between his teeth. Funny. <laughs> I mean, so, so is great too. I give that one hair. nine out of ten, man. That's a film from Norway, by the way. It's a Norwegian film. Oh my god! I can't believe more people didn't watch that shit. What the fuck, Carly? Did you watch the trip? 
No, I didn't even hear about that. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, it was on Netflix, man. If I had it on Canadian Netflix, y'all had it for sure. <laughs> That's insane, dude. That shit was funny as fuck. Anyways, I don't want to give right. away this shit, but Jeremy. All right. Number three, of course, at this point in the game, we've all talked about all these. Uh, the Nighthouse. <laughs> definitely the best theatrical film of the year um probably the one movie besides mother that i've had to like go online and read about after i watched it i feel like i got a lot more out of it reading about it this is a really interesting movie i'm confused i'm confused on why you were so confused on the movie though like i only watched it i only got to watch it once and i i i I got it though yeah and i'm not playing with like you're playing Different with stuff like, and stuff like this guy's trying to trick like a fucking yeah. demonic for like that's kind of weird that's not like everyday shit yeah, yeah. i didn't really get it either. well it's kind <laughs> of like I, you know it's like that you know it, it plays off the fact that like she almost died in the beginning right yeah, Something yeah, happens, spoiler, though, right and that's the thing i don't want to spoil it for people right that i mean we could probably say skip ahead 20 seconds Right. I hate when podcasters. We won't say do that. it then. We won't spoil it. <laughs> Just watch the fucking movie and then read. No, I don't want to. I don't want to say anything because I feel like it's a movie that I don't want to spoil for people because yeah. it's just a know. really great movie. The acting, as Mood said earlier, is fucking off the walls. Good. Yeah. Everything about this really movie good. is just really, really good. It's one of those, you know, uh, as I said earlier, adult horror films that you know you see a couple times a year come out. Um, from a studio and this year was this was it and uh i really really dug it give this one a nine out of ten too the night house it's good stuff all right good stuff uh the runner up for me number two uh is a film that was mentioned earlier way earlier uh by moods and that is the alexander aja film oxygen soho is your number one i fucking know it <laughs> The I'm gonna uh, fucking win. Oxygen was a movie that it, it, I mean, you could argue that it's like more sci-fi that and and thriller than horror. But oh, I think there's fuck some that, scary man. elements. The, the scary, too. yeah, exactly. The scary element, man, is fucking. It's freaky, man. Right, and uh, it, it whenever you like are watching it if you're into it dude like everything that you're just wondering like it starts off kind of basic right like like a movie you've seen before like oh they're gonna she's gonna try to call the cops and oh the cops can't find like just stuff like that but then it makes more sense once you get in you're like oh that well that makes sense why they you know act that way or whatever and blah 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 um but i just thought that the whole story was super intriguing interesting uh, and I was super satisfied by the end of it. I was like, man, that was a great watch. I don't know why more people weren't talking about it because it came out a while ago on Netflix. Yeah, I watched and, it like the week it came out. Yeah, and I didn't really hear anybody praise it or anything. Yeah. Like, In fact, Moods is like the first list I've even heard it mentioned on. Uh, so, yeah, I, I loved it. I gave it an 8.5 out of 10. Sweet. Cool. Awesome. Carly. Uh, all right. My number two is my dick can't beat unless you jack it off. Uh, AKA my heart can't beat unless you tell it to. Yes. Yeah, but that was going to be my second guess for your number one. Well, 
You're wrong. What yeah, the fuck? Seriously, I'm so confused on Carly sometimes. <laughs> I have no idea. Like, I can That's never, ever. always sounds super confused when he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Her list is, like, blowing me away right now. It's crazy, man. Yeah, it's a, it's a weird one, I, I will say. Um, yeah, that but, was my uh, recommendation. Yes, but you did tell me about it. Um, and I wouldn't have found it either because it's not an exclusive. Like, I always go under the exclusives and originals on Shudder, and this is not one. It's just a regular old movie I'm that crying. they put on there. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, it's on Shudder, but it's, like, not under the exclusive tab, yeah, so I'd yeah. actually type it in. And it's a hard title to remember, so I had to keep <laughs> trying to figure out what it was. But anyway... Yeah, um, you know, er, other people have already talked about it, but uh, I really enjoyed it. Um, I'm kind of with Dave where he said he likes these vampire movies that aren't just straight up like vampire movies. And they are kind of like, like, I really love the Transfiguration and stuff like that. And uh, this was kind of up that alley. Uh, of course, I do like Owen Campbell. Um think he's a pretty good actor you go fuck yourself um and Spring off that's what you say <laughs> um but yeah i like the story with this one i like uh the you know brother and sister angle where they're trying to get him the bloods and it's a pain in the ass and it sucks because they have to kill all these peoples and it's kind of a tragic story and what else was like oh yeah the just the concept of drinking blood when i see that in movies that really like cringes me out i just it makes me feel faint so you get a lot of that in this movie but overall i thought it was very good and i gave it a nine out of ten i hope so it's your number two (laughs) (laughs) this guy is clever as fuck sister yeah he just full of the jokes uh, Must have wrote that one down last night. Yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, he just reuses the same one every year, so that's uh, smart. Just, that's smart. Don't even need to write it down. Saves on pencils. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <laughs> I'm just fucking with you, Jeremy. I know, Dave. I mean, that joke's so fucking childish that it can't be offensive. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm up. I'm up. Let's go. This is the only time you're ever going to see this director on a top 10 list. I'm sure of it from me. Uh, I think the <laughs> reason it. I love this movie so much is because it's so different from his other work. His other work is kind of taking itself seriously and a subgenre that I don't like. So I always nitpick it like fucking to no end to my uh, to the stupid ways. This one is a bunch of subgenres I love. It's fucking completely bonkers. It doesn't take itself seriously. And I absolutely love it. And it had the, I literally was watching this. The first five minutes of the movie, I was like, what is this lifetime bullshit down to the fucking husband wearing a fucking stained wife beater? Is this serious right now? Is this a joke? This guy is, t-. and then I was like, oh, he's doing it on purpose. It's fu- He's in it. Oh, no. And I realized it's part 90s fucking cheap thriller. And then I was like, no, wait, it's 80s Hannah Lauder? No, now it's sisters. <laughs> now it's dark half. This is just the dark half. And then they have the reveal and the, the surgery room watching this thing on the screen. And I was like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. And I literally <laughs> cheered. And I could not stop laughing. I was like, they didn't do this. And then you think the title, Malignant, you're like, oh, duh. I fucking love this movie. Eight and a half, Malignant, James Wan, fucking killing it. He's the great director. He just makes shit I don't usually like. So it's it's always so hard. You know what I mean? When somebody right. that's God, very I'm good so makes something you like, I love it. I think, so. I, I, think I win. If Moods and Dave do not have Psycho Rape, man, is their number one. <laughs> 
I think I'm going to take oh, it eight, this year. Eight and a half on Malignant. You, I thought you gave it a nine. Well, let's give it a nine then. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give it a nine. I don't give a shit. It's a nine. Oh, yeah. By the way, I'm out nine. on Carly. <laughs> I totally forgot about uh, that. The only person I have left is Moods. <laughs> I'm I out lost. on Carly, too. I have everybody besides Carly. Really? I'm in on Moods and Jeremy and uh, JP. Jeremy, what was your number three again? The Nighthouse. Boots and Dave, Psycho Goreman, JP Soho. I'm sticking to it. Why are you spoiling? Because then you know I can't cheat. I don't think you would cheat because there's no fucking prize. Right, exactly. (laughs) JP thinks I cheat. You do cheat. I saw you cheat. That's what he do. That's what he do. (laughs) Who's up? Uh, I'm up. Yeah. Yeah, what am I at? Number two? All right, so we're going to go to the native land. And you ask, what's the native land? Well, it's Canada. It's Canada. Fuck. So, fuck. (laughs) So, number two. So, number two is... uh, Jesus Christ, man. This movie surprised the shit out of me, man. And it's called Come True. Why? I was only praising it for the whole fucking year. He wasn't online for the whole year. He's discussed that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I had no idea. Um, I didn't even know this movie was Canadian until I actually like was done watching it, man. This is fucking some crazy shit, man. We talked about this earlier, didn't we? Yep. You know, this is one of those movies where it is really, really hard to say anything about it without giving... Yep. Because it really is about the reveal. <laughs> which is amazing. It, which is actually probably one of the best reveals I've seen. Are we talking about the ending? Yeah. Yes. I was a little baffled by that. Baffled? That's fucking baffled. awesome. It's, <laughs> actually, it it's actually fucking amazing. But that's the thing about this movie. Is like, I don't want to say too much. You know, I mean, we talked about it, man. It's about a girl that basically is, you know, she's have some issues at home man she runs away she goes to this uh is it a college no it's it's like a study thing for you know sleep deprivation and stuff like that and stuff and she gets involved in that and then her nightmares that she was having start to become a little bit more prevalent and it kind of goes off from there oh man what a movie it is really fucking awesome and like i said man i don't like movies generally that have nightmare sequences and dream sequences and stuff but i love movies that are about dreams and nightmares and stuff like that um this is a great example fucking awesome it 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 it, it plays itself out so well and then it delivers one of the most elegant and awesome endings ever and that's all i'm gonna say because I don't want to ruin it for people who haven't seen Come True. And I feel like a lot of people haven't seen this because it's very silent here, even when uh, Jeremy was talking about it. Um, yeah, that's it. 9 out of 10. I 
thought right. it looked great. I just I didn't. I missed something. I just don't know it. what to say I, without ruining yeah. shit because yeah, I you'll know. we'll spoil it. I mean, because if there's something I missed, you know what I mean, and and we come to that ending and you say it, and I'm like, oh, and then it was oh, spoil it. I only watched it once and it hit me so fucking hard. I was like, oh, me too. What the my jaw fuck, was on the ground. Man. I was like, literally the best ending. Mm-hmm. I've seen in years. Like, it was looking so good. I was like, what the fuck? Crazy. It, it makes sense if you watch it again. It makes more sense yeah. if you watch it again and pay attention to, like, just stuff in the movie. Right. I'll watch it. I don't know. I, I watched it once and I got it right away. And I, I think it's because I wasn't, I was enthralled right from the start because I love dream shit. Anything to I do got, with like I got Nighthouse and... pretty easily once I came to it. I was like, oh yeah, duh. Like they, they explained it at the end. And like that's what happened. Right. No, I, I got it too, man. That was not a movie but, I was I was into. You know. But come true, I, I must have. Maybe I missed something real quick. Hmm. Interesting. All right. Interesting. Okay. Number number two, a movie that's only been mentioned once. Surprisingly, that is Titane. However the hell you want to pronounce it. Right. I think it's Titan because Titanium. Yeah, I just think this movie, so it might change. True. This movie has the most interesting character, in my opinion. I just think our main character is so so deep and interesting. And Moods talked about the daddy issues earlier. I just think it's so interesting the way that the film shows it in the beginning. She clearly has some really, you know it's really fucked her in the head a little bit, her relationship with her dad. And I think that's really all that she wants. And maybe that's why she's a little bit of a, a sexual renegade a little bit, but then she meets this guy and this guy's just as big as a douchebag as she is. And they turn into a perfect pair together. And it's just, they both give each she's other. She's also what a serial working. killer. I mean, she's much worse than that guy. She's a fucking yeah, serial but, killer. <laughs> but he's a piece of, He's a little bit of a piece of shit, I think, though, in his own ways. Maybe not as extreme as she is. Nobody's perfect. Yeah, I mean, clearly he injects steroids into his ass. Doesn't make you a horrible days. person. No, well, he's clearly he's crazy. Crazy. I mean, he's destroying. He's himself. clearly missing something in his life. Clearly, yeah, missing something doesn't make you. I don't think he's that bad of a person. I think he's completely kind of off. Maybe yeah. fucked up, but. He's willing to do horrible. Well, things. he's also trying to be the person that he's he's kind of disintegrating from. He's 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 a he's a chief in the fucking fire. He needs to be in shape and stuff, right? Like he's and he says battling that against that. Yeah, I'm not. I'm just old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know a lot of old dudes who like wish they were still in their former glory and exactly do steroids. Yeah, that's what they're doing, man. Yeah. Well, especially in a job where you need to be in super shape, right? Like, you can't fuck around when you're being in that type of profession, right? You still can't do the, what do they call that? When those, they do all the pull-ups where you push your, I could never do them. I could do pull-ups and chin-ups all day, but not the the whole one. Right. The what? Right. He's trying to do the thing where you jump up and grab the pole and push over it. Rough on your shoulders. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. Yeah. I just think this movie... This movie looks great. The acting's great. As everybody says, the, the first half is better, more entertaining than the second half. I just think the second half has some more interesting things going on than the first half. But the first half is definitely more entertaining. And the soundtrack is good. Everything about this movie is just good. So I'd give this one also a, a 9 out of 10. All right. Um, not my number one. 
Uh, no surprise, Jeremy got it right. Um, it is last night in Soho. I knew it months ago. <laughs> I, I'm actually surprised you got that, honestly. Because what the fuck? I didn't, Seriously, I dude? Like you, you just threw me off. Like what? <laughs> I guess I need to talk more to the chats, man, because I have you, no just, fucking idea, yeah, man. Yeah, you're not. Uh, you just don't talk to us anymore. You're, you big time us. <laughs> No, um, I don't talk to anybody, man. I'm really, I don't um, but no, dude, I love that. I, I, like, I when I, it's one of those movies that like marinated with me after me I'd too. seen it. Like, I was like, okay, that was pretty good. But then, like, when I thought about it more, I was like, I really like this and that and this and that. I just love um, movies where somebody has dreams and aspirations, and they just get fucking, fucking just screwed over and just just it just all comes crashing down it's sad you know it's it's a tragedy um and you see that like starry eyes and, and there's a couple other ones uh neon demon and stuff where where people have these aspirations of being a star and being famous and stuff and it just it it, it it's never quite what they seem and they sort of um their expectations get crushed usually and and it just goes to show like how that happens to some people you know some people move to hollywood and want to be a big actress and end up doing porn uh or end up doing you know horrible things that they don't don't want to do or whatever i'm not saying that everybody does porn doesn't want to do it but you get what i'm saying and uh (laughs) uh and the the anya taylor joy's character and then when you when when it all when the ending happens it's even you know i don't want to spoil it obviously but it just makes more sense and, and everything and uh the only issue i had too was the boyfriend i just i felt it felt like a, a clumsy sort of like oh would you, like you have to have a love interest thing it didn't feel like there was really necessary and it felt like these two girls were killing it so much like you don't have to have a dude there you know what i mean um it just i i, I, I just didn't like that um but it's not film breaking either it's whatever um yeah i'll 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 end on this uh i gave it a nine out of ten for like the third year in a row my number one is a nine good yes i knew it that's not good man being a nine out of ten (laughs) i know i want a nine point (laughs) five i haven't given a ten since 2017 I think I gave a 10 retroactively to Hereditary, but I think at the time that was a 9.5. The Witch is... The Killing of the Sacred Deer is the last movie I gave a 10. Yeah, that movie movie was on a 10. Killing of a Sacred Beer for like five hours. (laughs) Hurry up. What the the fuck does that mean? I mean, you've been drinking beers. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah, I don't. (laughs) Right. What was that? All right, my <laughs> number one, my number one is J Pig's number eleven, The Night House. <laughs> ah. I was gonna guess that for you too. Yes, The Night House. I I just really enjoyed it. Mainly Rebecca Hall's performance in the movie is what really sold it for me. I think it was probably the best performance I'd seen all year. She just has such an expressive face, and like she's just so realistic. Um. 
you know, that scene where that mom does come in to bitch about her kid's grade is probably my favorite scene of the whole year. Oh, it's uh, so good, right? Because that's what everyone yeah. wants to do, you know, just be like, when someone's being mean to them, just be like, hey, my mom, dad, brother, and sister all died last night. Like, you just want to, like, tell them straight up, like, hey, this is what happened. But when you're an employee, you can't really do that to people. And she doesn't care. She just does it. Um and just the story, I was I was really invested in it. Um, I remember the trailer to the movie looked interesting, but I also thought it kind of looked generic. And then the actual movie was nothing like I thought it was going to be. And it kept me super engaged the whole time, uh, just trying to unravel what the heck was going on. And um, I will admit, I was a little bit confused at the end. And then uh, JP, like, kind of, you know, help me out with it like i wasn't super like i kind of understood but then i was like you know i don't know if i completely grasped it but um you know i got it when he told me about it but anyway it's a it's a good movie i think it's uh very unique and um very again very well shot and just a pretty unique little story so um yeah i i am at a nine out of ten with it I've always had a hard time believing that you wouldn't be able to figure out something before JP. I know. I was embarrassed. Because you're so much smarter than he is. I literally explain every movie to her. No, you don't. No. She's a dumbass. (laughs) I wish I didn't even say that just now. Like, I I, like cringed as I was saying it. But I knew you would would know if I said, oh, I Googled it and found it out myself. This ain't going to come as any surprise. Uh, I was the only movie I watched more than once. In fact, I watched it three fucking times. It was one of these movies where I watched it, and I was like, I gotta watch that again tomorrow. I fucking showed Jeremy. And then my friend was over. I mean, when you get older, your friends don't get to stop by as much. I was like, hey, we were just hanging out. I was like, you want to watch your movie? So I fucking put it in. Psycho Gore Man. I'm a 90s kid. Grew up in the <laughs> 90s. This speaks to me 110 fucking percent. It's a take on Power Rangers. Oh, it has Hellraiser. Huh? I said, at least I'm not that fucking retarded. I totally I mean, guess you're number one. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I love this. Like, I keep quoting it. To me, it's like the Greasy Strangler where I can't stop quoting it. I literally love the fucking music video. And I keep saying, frig off. Like, frig you. <laughs> and uh, the dad in this movie is so fucking great. And at the end, um, when his him and his wife are getting into it, and he's like, how's this la- How's this for Lazy Susan? And he drives fucking <laughs> I, I almost cried at the very end. Like, I want to help you out, Susan. I'm just too damn lazy. It's so fucking funny, man. It kills me. Um, it gets it plays better. off as his. Remember when he hurts his wrist, dude? Yeah, for real. One That's fucking like, little shovel. Uh, and he fucking refused to do anything around the house. Oh my god! Um, so funny. I cooked this delicious dinner for you. Um, it's just a ridiculous, stupid movie. In um, the microwave. It's very, no, when she says, the, the, one of the funniest parts of the film is like, what'd you do with the microwave? I cooked you oh, a delicious dinner. Yeah, fucking... and, and then she's like, uh, okay. And, and then, <laughs> what is how, this? How is it? It's a little rubbery. <laughs> oh, he's like, you're welcome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Super pissed. 
He's the best um, in the movie. <laughs> oh, and the gore's great. The special effects are great. The guy who plays Psycho Goreman, the voice, is so fucking... And the body. They're both great. But he's so fucking funny in this. The shit he says um, is just wonderful. The Hunky Dude, Boys line is perfect. I love I, this I, movie. The Hunky Boys line was super hilarious, but I just got annoyed at, at the meme of it. I think well, I that Adam Brooks is a brilliant fucking actor, man. Everything he's that he's done in, in everything he's done with Astron Six, man, like that dude is fucking amazing. I agree. I think he's the everything. Best actor. Everything. He's their best actor for sure. It's kind he's of fucked always- up that he played kind of a minor role in this film, even though he totally shined in the fucking movie. But Adam Brooks is brilliant. I don't give a fuck what anyone says, man. Like in, well, just name a fucking film he's been. He's been great. He's great in Father's Day too. He cracks me up. Father's Day, yeah. yeah. So oh, were you a- right on Dave then, Jeremy? I said moods. And Dave, Psycho Goreman, and you and Soho. I'm going to get three out of the four right. What? So, the very end of this movie, I know I was talking to my uh, Dustin, and, and I was like, you know what? At the end, I know it's a real goofy scene, but I feel like it comes off sincere when he's like, what's that? He's like, that's love, silly. And they start singing the song. I'm the heck. I literally actually have an emotional connection to it. And I, it's probably just because I'm brainwashed to like stupid 90s shit. And I don't even like, I didn't even like Power Rangers. I watched it all the time and fucking didn't like it. Fuck, never, I've never <laughs> seen an episode of Power that's, Rangers. And that's man. why Isn't Dave that fucked is up? angry today. I hate watch Power Rangers as a kid. All my friends loved it. I was like, this is fucked up. Never, I, I like, never watched Power Rangers. Rangers. It's like, it's no, weird. It doesn't fucking suck. Calm it's the same down. episode every fucking time. So it was Kinda every is. fucking thing that came out back then that's not serialized. X-Men. Well, that, that's like the prime example of a show that's not like that. <laughs> not X-Men. Not Spider-Man. Uh, but anyway, Psycho Goreman, it's fucking great. It's gory. It's wild. It's weird. Um, it just puts me in tears. It's fast-paced, and um, the, the characters are also awesome. Just anyways, it's just a lot of fun. Nine and a half. Fuck it. Nine and a half. Yeah, I, I, I really loved it as well. It, it almost made my list. It would have replaced the Night House. That's the one I flipped at the right before the show, which wouldn't even made this on my list. This fucking anyway. guy almost made no, my list. This guy Psycho made a top Man 11 list. list, and he's like, almost made a list. So you mean this shit was at 11? Moment. It was at a 12? This morning, Psycho was my number 10 slash 11. Bullshit on this. God. This, this is the new it. Toxic Avenger, by You're the, the way. fucking worst, dude. That was it's fucking, a, I think I like might be the most embarrassing thing that's ever ever happened on the show and jeremy's on here a lot uh, th- yeah. he calmed down it's not that bad <laughs> no, it, it, this is the new toxic avenger boots what do you think i think it's i like it more than toxic a, i love toxic avenger dude toxic i mean I, I always make fun make fun of christian because like christian said toxic avenger is like a 10 out of 10 not only did he say it, he rated it. I mean, it's one of the best of its kind. I mean, there's nothing quite like Toxic Avenger. I'm at like a nine, nine and a half because I loved. Like, I'm a big trauma fan. Like, I love trauma films. On toxic. I'm not talking about trauma distributed films. I like trauma. Like, I love. Yeah, I like films. both of it. I like all of it. Oh, and me yeah. too, man. And and honestly, dude, I have one of the. I mean, me and you probably have the biggest trauma collections in the history of collecting. To be honest, oh, yeah. Remember hundreds, when they used to have, have like dollar titles trauma. on oldies forever? Oldies. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and Jim and, and Jeremy knows because we went through that yep. shit, man. But yeah. Uh, yeah, man. When there's a deal, I know. He does. He when it does. was in 2012, that's what he do. That's what he do. I miss that those days, man. When we used to do that shit, man. That was so much fucking fun, yeah. man. Oh god, those fun. days were good. Um. So Dave, PG, PG. 
Who's up, me? Yeah. Yep. PG. Well, I always wanted to do this because I think Dave is sexy as fuck. I always wanted to spoon. We're going to be besties right now and twinsies. 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 <laughs> I fucking win. I got God, three out of four. We have the, fucking our guys. list are nothing PG. alike except we match on this. <laughs> Pretty much. I, I, I knew this was going to happen. I got man. moods right. That's Because we have <laughs> this weird thing with these type of films and yeah, you're right, man. Our lists are really fucking different, aren't they? It's we up. got the. It's all that matters, though. We got this one. <laughs> it's not like I don't like or dislike any of the movies that are on your list, but anyways, Psycho Gorman, man. Oh my god! All I gotta say is frick you, frig off. <laughs> yeah, <dude>. that's it. <laughs> that's it. Nine I don't get the hate on this one, though, man. I, I like. I, I there's a lot well, of love. Nine and a half. That's wrong. my rating. Nine and a half. But I, I feel bet. like I feel like some people. It's the same thing with the greasy. Actually, I think I'm just talking about Dave Z. Yeah, the greasy strangler. I get Psycho Gorman. They just don't get it. Yeah, they don't get it's it. It's like they don't want to have fun. It I guess is the literally strangler. the epitome of What's fun. It? It's a kids movie, but it's rated R. How yeah. can you not love this shit, man? It's got a great it's soundtrack. Well it's got fun characters. It's not just it's not just dumb, goofy shit. No, it's well written. I'm telling you, man. Like <sighs> Steve is a great director, man. I'm telling you, man. This, this he's getting this, better, man. He is getting better. But I mean, honestly, dude, when he did a Leprechaun film, I was like, oh, what the fuck is he doing? He made that as best That's as he great. could. That was but it movie. turned out really yeah. damn good. He did something that was out of the realm of Astron Six shit, and it was like oh, way better wow. than Part Two. I was like, wow, that was pretty fucking good. <laughs> so yeah, this guy might be. But then he returns to this. Psycho Gorman to me is like it's straight Astron Six again, right? right. You got it Adam Brooks like in there, and like Adam Brooks, in my opinion, is he's so underrated as an actor. That guy, that dude, kills everything he's in. He's the dad in the film, by the way, if we didn't establish that, but he's so fucking funny. He's amazing. Father's Day, all this shit. Amazing. You know what part made me laugh out loud the hardest last time? Which one? But he's like, stop hogging the bugles. Those are for everyone. <laughs> Dude, I know. I, I re- this is one of the ones I rewatched last night. And I'm like, fucking just dying every fucking five minutes. It's so fucking ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. You know what's actually kind of fucking creepy, man? It's when they turn, the, when he turns the cop into like the gore fucking cop <laughs> this fucking character is like so ridiculous for like 20 minutes it's like what the f- it's it's actually creepy his gun keeps going off and shit and he hands her the love letter says please kill me I keep thinking to myself I'm like motherfuckers better be ducking here man cause he's just shooting everywhere man he's like, it's like the wild west man Oh, oh, that's funny, every so. every moment is stupid as fuck like when he walks in a police station and it's like didn't you hear what I was saying he's like no wasn't listening at all oh man oh man yeah that's awesome Jeremy what'd you give it what'd you give it Moods oh nine and a half nine and a half (laughs) 
Did I not rate right. that already? I don't know. You might have. I can't. I don't think no, you did. I, no, okay. Not I in half. I did, but everyone talked over him. Nah, that's oh, right. shut the fuck up. Sounds about right. Sounds like something I do. <laughs> yep. All right. My, what you got, Jim? Anchor. Anchor. Any, any guesses? Uh, come true, I guess. Now. Process of elimination. Well, that was my guess for him. Yep. The best movie since Black Coat's Daughter comes. Oh, true. shut the fuck up. <laughs> it is. <laughs> he always says some shit like that. <laughs> it is. Not the even. That's, that's, a, that's some crazy critical shit right there. It came out. It Black Coat's Daughter is like a 10 out of 10. It is a 10 out of 10. Didn't The Witch come out in the same fucking year? <laughs> no. Yeah. Yes. Black Coat's Daughter, it did. Yeah. Well, Technically, anyway. but not, not for us. I'm true. Like I said. Best movie I've seen since Black Coat Star. It's hard to it's hard to talk about without spoiling, as Mood said. But the ending literally blew my shitter out. If you if I want to talk like Moods, literally. I mean it's just it literally blew my shitter out. And I watched this movie months and months and months ago. And I've probably watched you know forty five movies since then. This one still made it on top number one. Uh, the acting is fucking fantastic. The idea is fantastic the execution is fantastic everything about this movie really really great stuff come true been praising it for months give it a nine and a half out of ten it's fucking great 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 stuff highly recommend check it out that is some good shit man good shit i love the fact that like the majority of us had canadian films man at number one (laughs) that's fucking bizarre (laughs) Um, How you feeling about I, that, I Dave? I like the fact that there was I so much diversity. I think that Canada got so cold, hell froze over. You know there what? There was a you, lot of diversity this year. Okay, you really. want to hear... I mean, you our want, lists were very different. Okay, so I said this off the top of the show. I said, man, it's fucked up, man. Something happened this year that's never happened in a list. This is not planned. This is after I fucking did my list. I always go through and I always put it where it's from. <clears throat> Every so, film is foreign. Every film is foreign, and I consider Canada as being foreign because everything revolves around America, right? So I'm right. foreign, so I consider myself foreign. That. So my top 10 list is I don't have one film from the U.S. in my top 10 list, and that was not done purposely, whatever. I just realized that after I was like, what the fuck? Crazy. You're still mad Pretty about Donald Trump? I got my top two <laughs> films are Canadian. Number three is from Norway, New Zealand, Germany. I got two UK films, two France films, and an Italian film. What the fuck? I want to hear these stats. I'm working on it. This is crazy. This is fucking crazy. Let's let's go round tree and do honorable mentions real quick. So are we going to do, or are we going to do a an extended video? Because I'd be down for it. Because I could do. I don't have enough. I'm not doing it. Um, okay, then we'll listen. I could do it. Me and Moods could do it. I mean, fuck. Yeah, you guys, Jer- I made a top twenty-one sure. list just mm. because, but not really. But I don't. I don't have them in order or nothing. So it's like, I mean, I'm down to do it. It's up to you. I don't really like anything else, to be honest. Quiet place. A quiet place two. Oxygen. Uh, Initiation surprised me. That was actually not a too bad of a slasher movie. That actually kind of surprised me. That one was actually not too bad. 
uh let's see spiral piece of shit and uh escape room 2 piece of shit uh don't breathe 2 piece of shit halloween kills piece of shit you see the you see the are uh, these your honorable mentions <laughs> no i'm just <laughs> saying movies that i thought are we doing the bad movies or the honorable mentions that's what i thought both. i'm just doing both you like meander well, you're confusing hey. everybody here, man. I don't know what the fuck. I'm not. Like. I'm just rattling off movies that I liked and that I thought were right. shitty. It's like the time we, we, that it's like the time that Derek started mentioning off films, and you were like, <laughs> pick like four or five movies you liked. Yeah, well, they aren't on your list. Um. Okay, so it, we may do the extended list. So I'll hold off on any honorable mentions. You guys, don't have to, I mean, me and JP and and Dave might do them. But Dave I'm, said he. I'm not gone. doing them. I don't have enough. They don't have enough, he said. I mean, I, my, I uh, hated like, this year more than anything in the world, and you can't make a top 21 hey, I list. I 63 fucking movies. You're right. I, I mean, I, I have sevens all the way down to like 40. So. All right, we'll just do some honorable mentions right now. Fuck it. Candyman, okay, fine. Candyman's great. Um, Queen of Black Magic, Werewolves Within, Amusement Park, and I really liked Broadcast Signal Intrusion. I know Jeremy said he didn't like it, but I'm a story guy. No, 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 no. I didn't say that. Listen to my review now on YouTube, youtube.com slash NESRuler22. I made a return. Watch my review. I heard you gained some weight. slash Yeah, I gained a lot of weight. But, uh... I don't know. I like broadcast inclusion. I, I like it too. Yeah, I thought it was really intriguing. I was very surprised. It was kind of like a, a Nilroy. Like, I love those. Like, hey, I'm obsessed with this and I'm going to go down this yeah. rabbit hole weird shit. I'm into it. That was I like it. stuff like that too. Yeah. I think you'd like it. I think like it was kind of like yeah. that weird ass movie with the found footage. What is it? Korean Town Hell or whatever the fuck that weird movie was. Mm. Like that one too. But yeah. And I like the lead in broadcast single intrusion. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. The acting's good in that movie. Actually. It's a good movie. So, yeah. yeah. Queen of Black Magic and Werewolves Within are two that weren't mentioned that I thought were actually really good. No one's made my list. A movie I kept seeing pop up is The Boy Behind the Door, but I didn't really think it was like overly great or anything. I didn't see it. Oh. I was curious. I thought it might pop up on a list, but... Um, I'm doing the the, mate and the counting right now on everything. Okay. Um, honorable mentions for me, uh, I would go with, obviously, Psycho Goreman, um, the Night House, <laughs> the Stylist, Saint Maud, um, Violation, Halloween Kills, and we'll go Gaia. Gia, Gaia. Oh, the Columnist was good. I should mention that. Oh, I did, and I liked that more after I thought about it for a while. It was all right. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I think Boots recommended that to me. I like. I think it. I recommended that to you actually. I think it was Boots actually, right, Boots? Which one? I said that you would. The columnist. You, you said would, that. You yeah, I did. That, Dave. Yeah. I feel like I told you that when you were complaining about the comments that you get, I was like, "Oh, watch the columnist." No, I recommend that movie because my wife what is Dutch, is. right? So, and there was a lot of shit in there that made me laugh. So well, you got to watch that shit. I liked it. That's why it was cool. Yeah. What do you have for honorable mentions, Mints? Uh, that wasn't mentioned. Um, I don't know. Was werewolves within mentioned? And probably, yeah. yeah. Well, by uh, you, what is your honorable mentions? No, that was I. I didn't mention that shit, man. Uh, vicious fun. <laughs> I like vicious fun. That was oh, cool. vicious fun was great. I forgot about that one. That was great. Yeah, uh, bloody hell. I thought that was pretty cool. Personally, man, I fucking love. I love night books. I know. 
people are gonna laugh at that shit, man. It's a kids movie, but it was I liked fine. it. I liked it. Uh, Seder was cool. Fear Street tril- trilogy. I'll just say as a whole, if it had been on my list, it would have been one. Fuck you guys. Whatever. <laughs> and that's about it, really. I mean, after that, I'm just like whatever. Everything else. What about imagine. you, Carly? Um, I liked Jacob's Wife, Werewolves Within, A Quiet Place Two, Benny Loves You, um, <laughs> and that's that's about. I mean, I want if the amusement park counts. I I did like that. That was interesting. What but, about Silent Night? <laughs> I mean, that's uh, I, I gave it a seven. Well, <laughs> you could say you don't like it just because JP says you should. It's okay. What people I, think I mean, of I Black Friday? Seven, I don't love it though. Oh, I didn't Black see Friday that one. Was okay. It was okay. Yeah, I it, was it was fun. Okay. I, I I actually thought it was pretty fun. You know. Yeah. Summer Party Massacre was kind of fun. You know. Yeah. Any um, movies you guys are looking forward to next year? Off the top of your head? Yeah, next the week. The sadness is the only one. Uh, scream. What's the sadness? That uh, Asian zombie movie that's supposed to be really violent and sexual. Oh, cool! Right up your alley. Um, (laughs) uh, for me scream obviously Uh, I am curious on the chainsaw film just because I've watched I am kind of curious I'm not going to lie yeah um, also uh, the Hellraiser redo I'm super curious on that especially since Bruckner is attached Um, what else is is coming out let's see you got uh, I'm looking forward to Nope which is Jordan Peele's new oh, yeah. movie. Jordan Peele's shot new on, movie. Shot on IMAX. IMAX film. So that should be fucking dope. Uh, let's see. The Esther remake. Or the sequel. Yeah. That's coming out this year. Oh, yeah. Esther. Yeah, right. that should be fun. The orphan sequel. Scream. Studio 666, which is a movie that fucking the Foo Fighters made. Is this just looks, me or does this Scream trailer look real cheap? I thought it looked great. Great. Looks cheap. I can't forget about the uh, uh, Amityville Karen. Can't can't forget about that. Shut the fuck up. Looking off. forward to that. All right, Amityville that's enough. Karen. That's enough. Directed Anybody by my else? BFF. <laughs> um, hey, it's got five stars on Letterbox. I mean, how, somebody I'm had looking to watch forward it. to Halloween and Salem's Lot. The the redos the reboot of Salem's Lot. I'm curious on that and oh, then what's also the, the black the black mask or whatever the black, black mask phone, whatever. yeah that one i'm looking that black, to. black 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 i can't remember black phone. yeah and oh, the, there's supposed yeah. to be a new insidious out which i'm a big fan of that franchise so there's not a lot announced already yeah like normally we have way more stuff announced the only thing i can't really do with the stats what i have here is actually the um just how many comparative we have on list. We, we can just do that together right after the match, all right? Okay. But I do have the movies ranked, if you guys want to hear, but okay. from the bottom sure. to the top. We have 28 different movies that made the list. That sounds like a lot more than normal. I think it probably is. So um, two, two-way tie at the very bottom is um, Unknown Dimension, which was one of Jeremy's picks, and The Reckoning, both with one point. Then we go up again with the stylus and in the earth and the last matinee all tied. Um, the stylus had was me and Carly's first pick and in the earth was, I believe Jeremy's second pick. The last matinee was my second pick. So those are all ties with two points. Then we get to three, three pointers all tied. We have Gaia, which was Jeremy's pick. His third pick, uh, classic horror story, which is moots. Third pick Halloween kills, which was, um, 
Charlie's third pick. Who <laughs> laughed? Laugh. Hey, it's not at shit. the bottom. And so we're at number 20, and then we have another two-way tie here. So we have Bloodhound, which was Jeremy's fourth pick, and Deep House, Moot's pick. Those are tied. And we get up to the, the single five-pointer, which is 18, the maid. Five points, my pick. And we have Blood Red Sky, Moot's pick, 17, six points. Uh, tied with Sensor, six points. And Lamb, also six points. All those are tied, so we're at 15. Then we go to 14, Silent Night, which I think JP had, had picked. Mm-hmm. 13 and 12 and 11 are all tied. So we have a three-way tie for 13, 12, and 11. It's The Trip, Ghostbusters Afterlife, Candyman, which had two people on there. And now the top 10. So the top 10 technically of our picks altogether is coming in at number 10 is Oxygen, which had, I believe, um, me, and moods. me and Moods at 11 points. Then number nine comes in at St. Maud with four and eight, 12. That's me and Carly. And then number eight comes in with Coming Home in the Dark, which had uh, JP, Jeremy, and Moots at 15 points. And then we have a two-way tie here, seven and six. Um, seven is My Heart Can't Beat and Less, which had three, JP, myself, and Carly at 17 points. Also tied with that is Titan at six, two, me and Jeremy, 17 points. And now we're in the top five, which <laughs> our top five has a couple movies in there that I think are fairly popular for this year. Number five is Malignant. Had three people. Had um, myself, Carly, and JP, right? Uh, no, me. Jeremy. Jeremy. Jeremy instead of JP. JP. No, me and no, you and, and Jeremy. Oh, there's four. There's a mistake there. <clears throat> no, Carly didn't have it. Carly didn't have it. JP. Yeah. Why not, Carly? <laughs> uh, I just thought it was because she liked Halloween Kills more. <laughs> okay. I did. tonight. Okay, so then number four, way below where it should be, is Psycho Goreman with twenty-two points. Me, Carly, and Moods. And then um, three has come true with three people's picking it: uh, Jeremy, Moods, and JP. Yep, twenty-three points. It's also tied with the second place, which is the Night House as 5, 8, and 10, which uh, 23 points, which is Boots, um, Carly, and Jeremy. Okay. Yep. And then number one is, of course, Last Night in Soho, which had four people on the list with 30 points, so seven points above, which is quite a quite a bit when we're only talking 28 movies or whatever the points we right. have, 50 points distributed or whatever. So we had myself, um, everybody except moods basically right everybody except moods yeah well i mean i think that it was my number one so obviously i'm happy that it made most people's lists um but yeah i mean i think that's the most um universally like like universal movie to where people it's most people would probably like it well the movies that we would probably recommend then would have to be the top five because they all have at least three three people's choices And so does My Heart Can't Break. Titan has two. So uh, the top nine, eight of the nine have three three host votes on there. I so think I, that's extremely low for average. I feel like most that there's I feel like there's more movies usually that have uh, well, usually there's at least one that has five people and then probably like a couple that have four and then a bunch that have three. Yeah, I feel like so, that's usually how it goes. I could do some comparisons to see where we're at. Uh, me and JP had three movies the same. That's low for us. Yeah. Um, me and Carly had five. Whoa. Which is very, very high on this year. I know. Hey. 
Me and Moods had one, but it was our number one. <laughs> it was the it was the most important one. Yeah. One fucking Jeremy. movie. That's it. But it was our, our number one. Crazy. We had the most diverse list, I think. Um, yeah. And then we had those pretty die first. I think Jeremy's is the second. So Jeremy and me had one, two, three. We had three, which is not bad, really. Yeah. So okay. um, yeah, and then let me go with JP. Um, so JP had coming home. He had come true. And malignant, so three, um, four. You guys had four. JP and Jeremy had four. Let's go to JP and Carly. Uh, Candyman, old. Last night in Soho. My heart can't beat. So four. That's about right. Okay. Let's do JP and Moods. Um, oxygen, right? Yep. And, geez, what else is there? That might be Come it. true. Come true. And oxygen. Yeah. Two. Wow, crazy. JP and Jeremy, did I already do that? Yeah, so then we'll yeah. go Harley and Moods. Because that's where I got them on the list. I don't know if they have one movie in common except The Night House. It might just be The Night House. It's The Night House. I think House, it's The yeah. Night. Yeah. It's just one. Nope, two. Then, she got PG the there. Oh, oh, she yeah, does she have PG. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, that was, yeah. yeah. So that's two. All right, man. Psycho, right, man? And then Carly and Jeremy have getting tired. They have malignant. No, no, they have. Did they have malignant? No, no. they have last night. No. <laughs> you sure you ain't got malignant on that list? <laughs> oh. He's like, he's like pushing it into the ether. I know it's not there. So I think you guys might have only had fucking one last night in Soho in the night house. That's two. That's it. Yeah. And then Moods. Moods and Jeremy, right? Yeah. No. Moods already matched up with me and JP. He's the last, so he matched up with everybody. Yep. So Moods had one with me, two with Carly. Um, what was it? Two with JP. And what, three with Jeremy? Man, what a diverse list, man. I think Yeah, yeah yours is definitely the most unique out of everybody's. Yeah, if I look at this, let me look at the list to see who um, JP had. Um, I can't believe one. nobody had the trip, man. That's fucked up. Yeah, it is. That's a good movie. Um, JP had one movie nobody else had, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Carly had um, Lamb. Halloween Kills and Lamb. And Halloween Kills, she had two. Two by herself. Moods had one, two, three... Four, five. Moose had five. Most diverse list. Had Jeremy had, had three or four, I think. Carly had. Carly only had two. Yeah, how many did you have, Dave? Um, where am I at? Okay, I had one, two, three. I had three. And last would be Jeremy. Jeremy's going to have second most one. Wait, I had two, motherfucker. Three. I had Silent Night and Ghostbusters. I said that. No, you told me I had one. Sorry, my bad. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. We're I doing it on the fly. Um, so, Jeremy, I think you might have more. One, two, three, four. Four. You had four. Huh. Your first four picks were all one picks. Unknown Dimension and the Earth, Gaia, and Bloodhound. No one yeah. else had any of them. Oh, I forgot about the Bloodhound. Yeah. So, uh, movies that had, yeah. So here we go. So we only had one, four, then one, two, three, four, five, six, six threes, and we probably had a bunch of twos. Yeah, P- pretty. In- I mean, it, even though the year was like kind of weaker, 
I think that it makes for interesting lists sometimes because you get so much diversity in there. And I kind of like that sometimes. Like, it's nice I, to have an 85 where it's like we could just all blow movies we love, but sometimes it's fun to have stuff that's different. Yeah, then you have people being like, this is no longer my favorite movie. So and when is the hooker going to show up for winning the book, <laughs> winning, getting the most right? Oh, is that what it was, a hooker? Yeah. You get to pick the order of the 94 show, which you won't right. be on. <laughs> I probably won't be on, so. <laughs> which is so funny. So what's the order? I don't give a shit. We don't even know who's going to be there. <laughs> yeah, We're going to have to win. That's it. <laughs> Whatever it is, JP has to go first. There. Dude, fuck off. <laughs> That's my ruling. Because JP yeah, fucked up this show. He has to go first again. I like it. That is actually fair. I will accept this. All right. Dude, we have done so many top ten lists. I know. What the fuck, know. man? We've almost done a decade of the modern years. Next year will be the, like, the decade. Like, honestly, we've done how many, like, over 20 top 10 lists? Yeah, 20, 2023 is 10 years of the show. Yeah, so... Next December. I, we did three from the 80s, three from the 2000s. Oh, we've done lots. We've done lots. You know what I think yeah, we should win lots. next time? What? You know what's fucked? When we do the retro year? What? I think that you should have a choice to eliminate one year or you should have a choice to, if you do the randomizer, you get a choice to hit it another time and you have to pick that Ooh, second. I like that. That's more scary because if you get like, like 96 <laughs> and you're like, or 97, you're like, well, I want to risk it. And then you get like 2001. You're like, fuck. Yeah. It's like, if you get something, actually, that's not a fuck with. moment. That's like a, holy shit. We just got out of 97. <laughs> yeah, I like a, a re-roll. They're both shit years. So yeah, they're bullshit years. Yeah. So, but I should have used the a better six, example. Dave, that's, that's a good idea. Let's like do it. that. Like, so let's say you land on 74 and uh, not 74 is a great year. So you land on 71 and you're like, ah, I don't want to do 71. And you just did 70. So you roll it again. You end up on 97, but you only get one roll. So you can keep the year. It's kind of like what is that? The price is no the door game. So if you if you decide to roll again, seventy one's out. Yeah, you can't pick two. You got to pick. You got to pick the second one, okay. no matter what. So it's got to be a real shit year. Yeah, I like it. I think That's we do that one. instead. Well, you still get the add you, one, right? Like double, no, double you get one. your choice. Or, you get one or the other. Oh, okay. You don't get both. <laughs> Why? It's not going to be overpowered. We're still going to end up with a shit year. What do you think? <laughs> we're going to roll 71, and then we're going to roll 2012 right after. I think it's funny if we do it the other way, because people make their own bed. I'm not a gambler. Like, I'm not a gambler, so Jesus Christ, keep, man. It has to be literally the worst year ever for you not to keep it, right? Yeah, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, pretty much. Like, yeah. unless it, For me, it would be like, the only one I'm not probably keeping is 71. I don't want to do 71. What the fuck is wrong with 71, man? It's just too close. I don't. Yeah, I like them spread apart a bit. Like, I don't want to do 2004 after doing 2005 less than a year ago. You know what I mean? Like, I like to have a little bit more space because you get different types of movies. We got 94 coming up, man. We're all good. Anyway. But we got the 80s coming back, man. So, 94... It's going to lead into like 1988 and it's going to be amazing. I, I love it. Sure. Hope so. it's going to lead into that, man. Like just keep the positive energy going, man. It's going to lead into that shit, man. Cause if it's like 88, it's going to be amazing. 
Any year in the movies. 80s will be fucking amazing. Right. You gotta watch 200 yeah, right. movies for 88. Oh my god, dude. Well, at least it's gonna be such the most amazing prep ever because I love... Like, I did a series on 88, but like, yeah, the there's so much series. more that I can see now. You know, I feel like 85 was so long ago, too. Or, instead of watching all those movies for 88, you can just watch Friday 13th Part 8 well, 200 times. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Friday to Exploding Heads for Make podcast. my list, though. Because they love. I want to take a fucking poll. What's better, Jason takes Manhattan or the Spookies? You know what's better than Jason takes Manhattan is the Spooky slip covers. (laughs) Damn, completely. (laughs) Better than Friday the Thirteenth Part Eight. No, I get it. I like terrible movies too. I just know they're terrible. All right, boys. I'm out of here. No, you're not. You're gonna stay and talk for thirty more minutes. Yeah, I All right, go. you're right. All right, man. I'm done too. All right, <laughs> yeah, so time for me to get out of here. Sorry is, for yelling about that dumb fucking movie. That is what dumb fucking movie. What Halloween Kills, dude? No. Don't I, don't make me edit this. I don't want no. No, we're <laughs> right. good, man. We're good. So we're done. 2021 yeah, is out the fucking frame. Thank now God. I can fucking finally move on into 2022. Move the fuck on here, man. I feel no, like the year no apologies. We're not apologizing for anything we did. Or but <laughs> I feel like, like we can't. Year. I feel like 21 never. Like the year doesn't end until we do this fucking show. So I was like, please let's just do the fucking I show. Know, I <laughs> know. You're not American, mood. You just said you never apologize for anything you did. No. Yeah, that sounds like a very. No, I said American. we're not apologetic on the show, man, for anything we did. Sounds so. very American. Yeah, of you. pretty much. Yeah, that's good. I'm not. I'm not offended by that at all. If that's supposed <laughs> to be an insult, but I'm American, so. I don't but know. why would that be an insult, right? Uh, it sense. is what it is. We're terrible, and I love it. All right, I'm done. Let's be terrible. I'm, it's, I'm all good, it's all good, man. It's all good. It's all good. Should we say? Should we take us out of here? <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. Oh, I hate this part. <laughs> That's why I paused. It's such a time. Should we, we say, say it? We're in this in 2022. No, we're uh, All right. Thank you oh, everybody for listening no to this week's episode oh, of the 22 Shots of Moods and Horror Podcast. As always, if you want to follow the man Moods himself, you can do so at youtube.com slash moods 616. If you want to follow Double Shot Retard, you can do so at youtube.com slash Double Shot J. You can follow me on my channel. Yes, I am back. YouTube.com slash NES World 22. You can follow Dave on his channel. YouTube.com slash Mr. Parker. And you can follow Carly at the that broad podcast. What is it, Carly? <laughs> Slumber Party Massacre. Yeah, there you go. And uh, the other one where you and JP that you don't do anymore. Isn't her here and there? there. You go. Man, this should be called Slumber Bitches Massacre, man. That that shit would be amazing. <laughs> I'll, I'll run by that by the broads. Yeah, yeah they're probably not going to agree, stop, but Jeremy, stop saying broads. It's <laughs> on Twitter, twittercom slash twenty two shots podcast, and leave us a voicemail at seven two four four two six 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 five, and please support Patreon to get the sand sucked out of my vagina. Patreon.com slash twenty two shots podcast. And where the fuck is the people on the Facebook page? That shit is like a fucking dead zone. Anyway, it's because moods disappeared. Yeah, they only like moods. They don't like any of that with us. Yeah. Man, that shit is ghost villain there, man. It's crazy. It's bad.
Keep going. Keep going. Well, that's it. And uh, please support Amity Phil Karen. All right. See you. Fuck. Deuces. I'm I'm going to press press record right now. And I want you to tell the story of how you're the most moronic retard in the history of top 10 lists. Okay. So the way that I'm the most moronic retard is that... I wrote down, I, I hand wrote my list this time, which I never do. Um, but just the way that where I'm at right now and stuff, it just made sense. Right. And I had wrote one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight, nine, ten. So I wrote, <laughs> I wrote eight twice. And I basically had an extra film on my list. So I literally just accidentally fucking started at my number 11. So essentially, the night house does not make my top ten. Coming home in the dark would be my number ten. Then my number nine would have been old, and now I will do my number eight, and then my number seven in a row. Go. Does that make sense? Yeah, it Ask does. Go. But like, if what what you, like what are you gonna do now? I'm gonna do my number eight and seven in a row. You're gonna do two in a row. Yeah, so because Nighthouse did make the list. So, but yeah, I mean, Night theoretically, House. it made our list, or it made your list. <laughs> well, it, no, it shouldn't have. We took it off. No, it's not. I had to change all the stats I've been fucking writing since the beginning. Dude, <laughs> this is this is a fuck. Okay, I thought the power outage was the fuckery of the night, but it must have been like contagious or something because when yeah. your fuckery happened, my power went out. Yeah, it was like the podcast gods were just like, you fucking yeah. idiot. You yeah. don't even deserve like, the podcast. You need to figure <laughs> this shit out for 30 minutes while the power comes back on, whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> it was so stupid, though, because I'm like, how did I possibly oh, make this mistake? Aaron. And I'm like, I read it like four times, and I'm like, eight, eight. Oh, there's two eights. <laughs> but um, anyway, I would just make the my number eight that would have been like okay. five times ago. Just hold on a second like, because our power just obviously just came back on, so the furnace kicked back in because everything's kind of resetting. Mm-hmm. Can you hear that? No. It's wait. Can you not hear the fucking furnace in the background? Let's like hear how bad it is. It might not be that bad. I don't hear it at all. Well, you keep talking. I hear nothing. I hear. Yeah, nothing. I hear my tinnitus over your furnace. You guys don't hear shit, even when I'm talking. Okay. I heard it for a second. You but guys don't hear bad. when I'm talking. Can you not hear this shit in the background? Because it's super loud in my headphones right now. Like, I can hear it now. Well, it's literally above my head, right? That's the problem with it. Because the way I have my desk set up in here, it's like in the middle of my room. So. Oh, did we lose them again? <laughs> Mood, you might oh. want to shut your camera off. I'm seeing you like lag a little bit. My camera's on? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, why yeah. the fuck is my camera on? Yeah, I don't know why you're not wearing. Oh, y'all see either. me? Y'all see me? And I didn't even know my camera was on. Is that your dick out? What? No, that's his nipples. I don't know why oh. they're that long. It's fucking gross. That, that would have been funny if he did something embarrassing. Back oh, on, dude, bro. I was. Oh, I'm fucking rocking my zombie. Check this out, Dave. What'd you forget? What you were wearing until you saw it in the camera? Well, no, I was wearing a choppy mall shirt, and then it was so fucking cold in the house when I went out into the into the house. You, I put my hoodie you on. Black out and put on a hoodie. You went sleep. You're like, I, I don't know what happened, man. No, I I've had the heat off in the house for three hours, and it's minus twenty outside. It's fucking cold in here. Oh, thanks. Your CDs are shattering back there. Thank you, babe. What is it like? Fifty-five degrees in your house? 
55 degrees. Uh, no, 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 no. Um, well, yeah, maybe, maybe it was cold. It's probably something like that. Yeah, my back room's like 56, 58 when it gets real cold because it's so far away from the furnace. All right, maybe that's just me lagging because the fucking. Oh, why is my is my camera still on? It's off now. Okay, it's showing us. Okay. All right. All I can hear is that goddamn furnace. But when did it shut off completely? Like, when did you... I don't even... What's the last thing you heard JP say? I'm fucking dumb. Um, It was about 10 or 15 seconds after he said, I'm fucking dumb as fuck. And then he was explaining okay. <laughs> what the fuck happened, and it was, like, in that... So it really doesn't matter. Like, I can easily edit this. It's so easy. Okay. Okay. We're good. It's super simple. Um, that's why I actually kind of laughed in the power when I was like, wow, that's a really easy edit. <laughs> right. Um... All right, that just shut so off. You're doing two JP, right? We are good to go here. I'm going to make sure this is recording again, and my settings didn't change. Fuck. No, I shouldn't have because my computer power so wait, didn't go is, out because I'm on battery now. Be, is this part going to be in the show? Or are you going to edit my review into the tenth spot? <laughs> or we just go like like you I'm know what? With just leaving it like this. I think I might just leave it the way it is, and then we'll just yeah, I'll just cut fun. from the point to this point, and you'll just explain. And you don't get to say nothing on night Wait, I have to someone else brings it up. Otherwise, it's just like, no, I'm not going to do that. Just so. explain why you suck and you do too, right? <laughs> and then also, you don't get to talk about night house when somebody else has it. Jeremy's got to be okay. biting his tongue right now. He's like, this is the dumbest motherfucker ever. Hold on. Wait, I have to explain again? I thought I just, did. didn't you just record me explaining the first time? <laughs> but the heat was on. That's what he's thinking, though. All right. It was on the street. You can go. At your ass, I am. You can go. Wait, am I explaining or no? Do what you want. Well, I, I mean, I, I, like, is that... I should explain why you're going to give two in a row right now and tell them why the night house was yeah. not Okay, really so that wasn't recorded what I just explained to me. Everything, everything was recorded. Oh, we'll just use that clip where I explain how I'm retarded. Or you can just say it now so he doesn't have to edit it. Well, he's going to have to edit the beginning anyway. Just go. 